The Horrible Gamers podcast may contain content not suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Horrible Gamers Podcast, show number 278, being recorded on October the 12th, 2019. I am one of your hosts, Jesus Gonzalez, is known as Jesus Walks Out today. I'm joined by my friend from the West Coast, the Best Coast, Gunny Chief Henley Merrill. Welcome back, Henley. Welcome. Hey, guys. Reporting in from California, I have survived mm. the purge. The survived purge the purge. California. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And from the state of Wyoming, where there's more cows than people, Brink of Eternity! Woo! What's up? What's up, Brink? Hi. Not much, man. It's been a long time. Special guest today. Very special. And from Ohio, the Mayo! (laughs) Hey, what's up, guys? (laughs) Welcome. Welcome. What's up? I think I think Gunny just survived the purge down there because he's got that new like super off road Jeep he just got yeah, I think doing just, upgrades too. He was wenching everything and just running people over. My new apocalyptic yeah. vehicle. Driving over sidewalks. Gunny, were you driving over all the sidewalks and shit? Just Every curve I can hit, I You were just I hitting hit. all of them? Just His it. neighborhood's perfectly fine, but just like running <laughs> over shit. <laughs> we're gonna die. That just sounded like a person. I don't driving, care. Driving through people's lawns and shit. <laughs> I'm a prepper. <laughs> I'm a prepper. He has a bumper sticker that says, I'm a prepper. Yeah, a vanity <laughs> prepper plate. Yeah. Got a cooler fight. I, he has, a, cooler he has another, sticker, another sticker that says, Infowars.com. <laughs> <laughs> I was hey. telling Jesus, I, I bet Gunny's going to be the first one to just lose it and start eating people. Start going crazy. <laughs> yeah. We're making bets, Gunny, how long you would survive before eating somebody. I think it would give you like a 24-hour. You'd probably eat your dog first, like within the first hour or so, and then you'd get a taste for blood and just switch to people yeah, instantly. Like, there this. you go. Just cannibalize. That, that's how you survive. <laughs> yeah. I've got yeah, all kinds no of knives. Big, no and... big deal. Cooking utensils, I'm we're, good to go. We're glad you survived the purge, Gunny, of 2019. We're glad you yeah, survived. Yeah, it was a little scary, but I'm glad uh, Sean Fuller, he was able to join my zone this week, mm. and we were able to clinch the win. Nice. Good good job, yeah. guys. We're proud of you. Is, yeah. is the purge over? It's, o- okay. it's over. For and the then most it's, part. I was saying it's just <clears throat> bizarre that they get all the power back on, and then Southern California lights on fire. Yeah, what a, what a surprise, huh? Mm, mm, yeah. What a coincidence. Anyways, people, you can follow us on Twitter at underscore Horrible Gamers. Leave us a review on iTunes. Join our Facebook group, Horrible Gamers Podcast Community. That is a close group on Facebook. And you can go ahead and like our page, Horrible Gamers Podcast. That is our podcast page. We post links to the show there, links to Redbubble, links to Stitcher. All that good stuff. Just go and like our page. You can leave a review on the page as well. And leave a review on iTunes. When you're listening to the show on iTunes, leave a review or leave a review on anything else that you're listening on. Google Podcasts, Google Music, uh, FM Radio, all that good stuff. Just everywhere. Just fucking leave a review, damn it. (laughs) Patreon.com forward slash Horrible Gamers where you can go and support the show with the monies. Like our friend Marcus Polanco. That's M. Polo Mechmod. I won't let anyone hurt me like this again. (laughs) 
<laughs> Thank you for being a patron. <laughs> I want to know who that is. <laughs> Vaderholic, <laughs> Bill Garner II, Jesse Kraft, Brian Capessa, David Snyder, Robbie Wheat, Henley, Subvader, Adam Sunday, Alan, maybe H, Evan Tanaka, The Mayo, Jonathan, The D Hall, and John Jerome. Thank you guys for being patrons. And thank you for supporting the show with your money. Yeah. Keeps thank us you. going. And, people, you can also support the show by going over to Stitcher. And if you use the Stitcher app for, for listening to podcasts or anything like that, you go to Stitcher.com and you sign up for premium. You can use a promo code HORRIBLEGAMERS. That's Horrible Gamers, No space in between, just Horrible Gamers. And you will get one free month. Of Stitcher Premium. That's right. So go ahead, people. Get yourself a free month of Stitcher Premium by using promo code HORRIBLEGAMERS. And if you'd like to support the show while you're listening to your new premium podcast on Stitcher Premium with the promo code HORRIBLEGAMERS, you can be wearing a nice shirt that says HORRIBLEGAMERS on it. Head on over to Redbubble and search for HORRIBLEGAMERS Podcast. It's our store. You can buy products from us there with Horrible Gamers Podcast logo, such as an acrylic block, a clock, a shirt, a sweatshirt. A block and a clock. Wait, is there an actual Horrible Gamers clock? Yes, there is. Yes. by a walk yes. hug. Yeah. Wow. For those without cell phones. You want to, you want to, you can buy a cell phone case, Frank. You can buy a, a cell phone wallet, like a, I don't know who the fuck uses this, but I guess you put your phone in a wallet. <laughs> you can buy a case for your iPad. You buy whatever you want. It's Horrible Gamer Store at Redbubble. Redbubble.com. Products, and you search for Horrible Gamers Podcast, and we pop up, and you click on it. You'll recognize our logo, and you can buy a bunch of stuff on there. Over 70 items for sale in the store, so go now. There's even baby stuff, like onesies and shit. I'm looking at you, Ryan. It's Olivia's birthday. You need to get her something. Get her a onesie or a blanket or something. I don't know. What do babies wear? What about a, uh, well, I was going to say, what about a mug? Do babies use mugs? <laughs> 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 I don't know. Sure. Get her a mug. <laughs> Ryan will get her a mug. He's Canadian. He doesn't follow the rules. Go get her a mug, Ryan. Anyways, people, you can also make sure to tune in next week for our giveaway on patreon that's right people on our patreon that are supporting the show with the monies are going to be drawn for a 25 dollar gift card that is right to any store that they wish to purchase games on such as steam nintendo xbox or playstation your choice you pick what you want to buy your things on and we'll send you a gift card courtesy of the mayo thank you mayo <laughs> thank you yeah no problem Mm, yeah, and our intro song is done by Father and Twistix, and it's called Breakout. Our outro song is done by Broke for Free, and it's called Night Owl. And let's get to talking about video games, fellas. Video games, yeah. You excited? Did you play games this week, guys? I did. I mm. did play some games. I played some games too. How about you, Mayo? Yeah, I got a, I got the opportunity to get a couple games in this week. Let me start off with some games that I played today with my best friend. Brink, are we turn Yeah. Brink, me and you had the awesome experience of being best friends, and we decided to play some Apex Legends today. Oh man, Woo! we wrecked. We wrecked. Woo! Hell we yeah. won all the matches. 
got 10 wins in a row. Super champions is what they end up calling us at the end. Like, you are the super champions. <laughs> super champions. No, nothing like that. We didn't even get close to winning, not even once. I don't even think we got... Did we even we get to the last circle? 10. I don't think we got top 20, top 30. No, we, well, there's 20 teams. We got to get at least top 20. Uh, well, players left, but yeah. Yeah. I, I think that uh, it was just a rough day, man. We literally were just dropping and... And we, we were discussing this because we played another game that's a battle royale, but we were playing uh, Apex Legends for a while on the new map. And like we spoke last time, we actually got to experience some of the new stuff that's in the map. For example, there's a train in the map. It goes around the whole map, but it's kind of like each time the map, like every time you spawn on the map, the train's in a different location going a certain direction. And the train is moving, and it will stop at each station. But then it keeps moving. But if you, like, say, for example, you jump on the train and it's middle of the track, like it's in the middle of the path, like, going to the next station, you can hit the button in the front of the train, like in the in the engineer's fucking room or whatever. The fucking front of the train. You hit the button and the train stops. And it's like, shh, it just fucking stops the train. And then you can fight the people on the train. It was some pretty cool fights we had on the train. I got to admit, dude, you got to... The train fun. is cool. It makes you feel like you're in a 007 movie. It's or like something. a Mission Impossible or something. You know, yeah. you're like dropping and you're, you know, you're dropping to the air and everyone's doing backflips and the music is going. And you all land on the train and you're opening crates and pulling out guns and fighting each other and and then like half the people on the train don't have guns so they're just trying to punch you in the face and you're trying to punch them back. It's fucking epic. Fuck yeah. yeah. And if you're, if you're the robot, like while the train's going yeah. over the bridge, you can jump out and then like grappling hook and swing back onto it it's fucking yeah it's pretty cool yeah because you can yeah you can jump off the train and then grapple and go around it and like swing and it's fucking cool man um so yeah we were playing a lot of that map uh had a lot of fun despite our losses we had some some fun um actually ended up switching it from regular mode because i was playing on the regular like you know the apex legends mode and there's the there's rank mode so I decided to put it in rank mode, and I felt like in rank mode, we were actually doing a little bit better. Um, and that's because it actually is pretty smart about it. It actually pits you against people that are in your rank. <laughs> uh, so, like, if you suck, like I do, then it puts you with people that suck, like you do. So it makes the matches more, I would say, more balanced, you know what I mean? More fair to you. Instead of, like, being in a match with somebody that has, like, 500,000 kills and 75 wins this season. Top it'll, teams. Yeah, it'll put you like with somebody that has only like 10,000 kills and 5 wins this season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I new played around. I played around today actually and I ran into a, a, a crypto who had like 500 kills and he had like 35 wins already. A this crypto? Season. That is yeah, crazy. And I'm like, oh my goodness. That season just came out two weeks ago. That means this guy is probably yeah. like nonstop. But there are some people that I gotta say, there's people like in Fortnite as well that only play Fortnite. There's people that, yeah, dude, they main it. People that That's only it. play PUBG. People that only play Apex. So I understand if you only play Apex, I can see how you could be that good. You know what I mean? Where you just know the things and you just fucking everybody up. But uh, but yeah, we actually it was pretty cool today. We actually got to experience the new. Uh, they've actually unlocked these vaults. I think they kind of took this off of Borderlands or something. But there's these vaults in the game. They're scattered around the map. There's five of them in the map. And sometimes during a... Like somewhere on the map, there's a key 
to each vault. There's only five keys on the map. So if you land in an area, you find the key. You have the key, and the key will show you what vault that, that key opens. So it'll tell you, like, this key is for this vault, and it shows the person who has it. For example, today our teammate, I think he was a crypto, by the way, or a Pathfinder, maybe. He found the key. He found the, it's like, I have a vault key. <laughs> and, like, next thing you know, he started running outside the circle, and we're like, and Brink was probably, like, wondering, what the fuck is he running outside the circle? And I told Brink, let's just follow this dude because he's going to the vault. And sure enough, we went into this tunnel, and there's, like, these golden doors. And you have to, you, you, if you don't have the key, the doors don't open. So you, like, swipe the key card, and then these golden doors open up. And inside that vault, there's, like, gold items. So there'll be, like, a gold shield, a gold, like, a, a gold shield, and a gold plated armor, gold helmet, uh, purple helmets, purple, like, armor or whatever uh, attachments for your weapons there's enough for your squad usually there might be enough for like each of you to get something because uh, there's like probably like nine items in the vault but the one thing that, there, that is not in the vault is weapons so there's no weapons in the vault but there is helmets and, and armor and like shields and attachments for weapons but there's no weapons themselves in the vault so like you're not going to find a mastiff or a whatever like those special guns in that mm -hmm. vault yeah, I'm but, pretty sure you and I ran in there and yoinked everything before. I think we did. I think he was pissed. I think he was pissed. Yeah, because you yoinked. You grabbed the uh, the, the gold, gold shield, shield. right? Yeah. <laughs> and I grabbed the purple stuff. I grabbed the purple helmet and the purple <laughs> shield. And I'm pretty sure the other dude was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, and he waited on <laughs> us too. Yeah, and like he oh. was actually pretty nice, and he actually like waited for us to follow him in there. And that's cool. So like, that was kind of cool of him, I guess. We still ended up dying pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, but uh, it was fun, that man. That game got harder, man. Like that game is way more sweaty than it used to be. Like way more stressful. I, I don't know if it's because the only people left still playing it are the people who that's their game. Yeah. Or if people have just gotten really good at it because it's I think crazy. It is. Apex reminds me of like Overwatch or something. Do people just that's all I play? Yeah, if yeah. it's all you play, that's you're gonna that's be really good game. at it. Because you're right, Gunny. I go back to Overwatch. I remember when I had my Xbox. I would randomly go back to Overwatch when they had certain events just to try to get some crates or whatever, some skins. And I would play and I'd be like fucking getting wrecked. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, yeah. and you want to play that one character for at least a couple weeks. Yeah, I'm like, what happened? Just like, learn was, that every inch of it. Like my that main, tough. My main used to be that diva chick, the one with the mech. And I used to fucking wreck with her and like, I was just getting destroyed. And even when she had the mech, I was like, what the fuck? My health goes down so quick. And, like, it's just if you don't stay on top of the game and you don't know the changes they're making and the constant tweaks they're making to That's each it. weapon, etc., you're, you're fucked. <laughs> etc. It's yeah. the meta game, man. That's some games. That's yeah. how Destiny is. If you don't keep track of the meta game, you're going to get wrecked because you got to know which, which weapons to use and, you know, in Overwatch, which characters are OP at that time and all that and, stuff. I and do. not only that, too, but it's like, okay, we've got the A team. I've, I've seen that in streams where... It's like you can't just go in there all mis mismatched and go it alone. I mean, you could if you're playing enough, but just <laughs> you need that that team formation. Um, but yeah, so after playing a lot of Apex and losing a lot, me and Brink were like, well, we really suck at this game. We were kind of like, I was getting like disappointed in playing it, right? Because I, I got the new Battle Pass for this season. Like I told you guys last week, the only reason I bought it was because I had enough gold coins left. So, I'm level 7 or 8 in the Battle Pass now, which I feel like I'm not grinding up a lot. It's just taking... I feel like it's going a lot slower than the last time, and I don't know why. Maybe because I'm not focusing on the challenges as much. Uh, 
there's a lot of challenges in this one that you have to do like similar to the last one where you have to get so many knockdowns in a certain area and I just don't know the map because they'll be like get fucking four knockdowns in this train yard somewhere I'm like where the fuck is this train yard and then I, I find out where the train yard is and I'm like that is like the hardest place to drop on the map it's like pachinki or something like you yeah. drop there the chances of you dying are really high compared to the chances of you surviving so uh yeah i don't know we'll see how the season pass goes for me it's there's still like 110 days left or something so still plenty of days left but we'll see how it goes i'll keep playing apex just to keep grinding those levels or whatever whatever but we decided to go and play pubg <laughs> Classic PC gaming. We decided to play some PUBG. Sweet. And hard game to a harder game. Yeah, we're like Apex is too stressful. Yeah. We, need, we need that unload. We and, need and a we need PUBG a game that's that. not as stressful as Apex. All silent before you get headshot in one shot. <laughs> that yeah. totally come from? That totally happens. Because I mean, okay. Apex is is. It's like PUBG, but it's it's as stressful as PUBG. But the thing about Apex is when you're getting shot at, it's like fucking like, like all you hear is going just like fucking, and you hear like all the all the callouts and shit that the people are like, I'm going down. I need a friend. I see somebody here, friend. I'm getting shot at. You see all these fucking callouts by the people, and then PUBG, it's like everything's silent. You think you're doing good, and you get shot, and then you die. I mean that's how it goes. <laughs> But me and Brink decided to get some, some PUBG action going. Uh, we spawned on Sanuk, and then we went to the Erangel map. And uh, I, I actually had a lot more fun playing PUBG than I did with Apex. And I don't know what it was, Brink. I don't know if you can pinpoint what it was. For me, I think it was just the... the I don't know. We had more downtime, more time to bullshit with each other and just kind of like I, fuck around. and Yeah, it was... I, I kind of was digging the fact that it was a little more slowed down and we could we could sort of plan our route more and Apex is so go 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 but PUBG is more like methodical plan your your route and you know stalk people which is what we're doing which is pretty cool mm-hmm. and another thing is every I swear every time I get in a gunfight in Apex as soon as I start shooting the person they start going bing 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 back and forth up and down up and down and it's like I can't hit them it's like they it, I know it's because I, I kind of suck with mouse and keyboard, but it's like, good Lord. And then PUBG, you know, if if I catch somebody off guard and they're in a bad position, I start shooting at them, they're most likely going to go down. Whereas Apex, they just start bobbing and weaving and, like, ducking and, like, yeah. dodging yeah. all my ducking, bullets. Ducking, dude. I fucking hate that ducking. They fucking duck and I crouch or whatever. I fucking hate that shit. Pisses me off. The slide. Where uh, Call of Duty might be refreshing because... They go down. People go down so fast yeah, and call. Really it, fast. It's even faster than they do in PUBG. Like it's just like a couple of hits and it seems like they're instantly gone. You I'm know, like for Call of Duty. Yeah, uh, it's so good. I don't care about any of the drama Not or controversies. All. That game is sick. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be awesome. But um, yeah. So we played some PUBG. We had some pretty fun matches. We we were stalking this dude. We were like legit tracking this guy for like ever. It felt like 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 two hunters trying to track this motherfucker down. And we would just see him, like, all right, he's going that way. And we were, like, we were, like, probably, like, two miles behind him. But we had scopes on our... Oh, I had a scope on my gun. <laughs> and we were just tracking this dude down. And sure enough, what kills us? The fucking circle, man. Like, out of anything, <laughs> the circle killed us. It was bullshit. Well, I couldn't figure out how to heal. 
Yeah. I was like bringing up my inventory and clicking all the buttons and trying so, to drag the med kit onto my guy, and Mayo, nothing would heal me. Mail. I I kept telling Brink, hold the the key next to the number one. Remember how I told you that I hold I held that last time, and it brings up your health wheel. Yeah, you had like Brink, a wheel roll up, right? And Brink was like, I'm pressing it. Nothing's going on. There's no okay. wheel. <laughs> I have a theory on this. I think what happened was. I was in my, in I tapped to my inventory and I kept dragging my med kits onto my guy thinking like it would initiate a heal because that's how you put attachments on your gun. You grab the attachment, drag it over to your gun. Or you I was left dragging the, the med kit over to right. my guy and I'm pretty sure I just dropped all my med kits on the floor. So right. then I was trying to bring up the oh, healing yeah. wheel yep. and it wasn't happening. So it was a mess and I was freaking if out. You're, right if you're in your inventory, I think you just right click on your, on your yes, uh, that is correct. I and I can't remember. Out. I think mine is set to like uh, maybe four, five, six, and seven on my keyboard. I think by I think default. But you mapped it out, right? But by default, no, there's six, seven, eight, and nine now. Yeah, there you go. I yeah. should just put it on my mouse on one of my mouse buttons. Yeah, because right yeah, now they, they switched it up where where your gun is one, two, and three, and then your your default like for healing is five, six, seven, eight, nine, zero. And it tells you like like each one is different. Like zero is for like the mm -hmm. syringes or whatever, or like and then the other ones for the painkillers. The other ones for the energy drinks. That's I like that method. I guess what I used when I was playing it a lot because as you do it for a while, you kind of get familiar with it, and you can know it's it's a lot more efficient than trying to tab in your menu and then finding okay I, I need I need my my full health you know, and so you got to find it and then click on it to use it. Yeah. But if you just know it's. I think uh, full health was nine. I think um, you just hit nine on your keyboard and you're healing. You yeah. know, you know you're using your full med pack instead of a syringe. And I think the syringe was zero. You know, so like, okay, I need to just a little bit of health. You can just tap zero real quick and, and be on your way instead of trying to go in your menu and risk getting shot just by standing still. Because you know, if you guys are anything like me, like I'll stand still and I'm all, all focused on my menu and my my character's not moving at all, yeah. just begging to be shot. But I mean, one thing like that's why I like the wheel mail because the wheel is actually really fast too. You just you press that button next to the number one, the one with like the swiggly swiggly line on it or whatever, right above tab. You just hold that and it brings up your entire inventory of health. Like it just has all the health items right there, and you just literally with your mouse really quick tab over to which one you want to use, and just your character will keep using it so you heal up all the way. I think I think you like that one just because it makes you feel like it's a controller. Yeah, I think you think you're right. No joke. Yeah. I think you're right. Because uh, literally, because if you just sense. press nine, it's a lot faster than sitting there no, holding down one nope. and scrolling. I would have to. I would have to look down at my keyboard though, and assume yeah. that that'd be getting. You got to look no. down there to hit one, anyways. No, you um, don't, because you know where the number one is. You know where tab is, because you're always on tab. You just move your finger yeah. up and you hold that wheel. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Maybe. Fuck you, Mayo. And I mean, controllers you better. Zeros on your keyboard, presumably. <laughs> you have the right keyboard. The full. <laughs> That man, that game's polished now, though, isn't it? Is. It? it feels that game was running so good. It, it was actually really stable. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I was I was getting like seventy frames a second on ultra, but everything was ultra. Like the whole thing across the menu was ultra. Fourteen forty p, right? Fourteen forty p, yeah. And I was getting like yeah, seventy frames, pretty solid. And there wasn't like a major dips. There wasn't like back in the day when I was first playing it. Remember earlier this year when I first got my PC. I would get dips where like I was like at eighty frames and then it would dip to like fifty and then it would go back up to sixty, then go back up to seventy. Nowadays it seems like 
there is a certain fluctuation, but it's not nearly that dramatic. It's, it's like a few frames. Like it'll go from like 70 to like 68, then 65, and then it'll go back up. It doesn't like fluctuate like 10 fucking frames, you know what I mean? <laughs> like it used to. Like even on the Xbox One X, it used to do that. It used to be like fucking 30, and then 20, and then 25, back to 30, which is really annoying. How, how stable is it on the Xbox now? Do you guys know? Like, I haven't tried my Xbox. Uh, so it's pretty stable. So long on Xbox. So. From, from what I've seen people play, like, I know a few people that legit play it a lot. Like, Mirza, Alan Mavie's brother. He's always playing it. And from what I'm hearing from those guys, the game seems to run pretty decent. For for them. Now, if, if we go and play it, knowing we've played it on PC at more than 60 frames a second, we're probably going to think the game runs like shit. And <laughs> it probably looks like shit. But uh, yeah. But for them that they've only been playing it on the Xbox, I'm, I think that it runs pretty okay. Yeah, I think I've only ever tried it one time, and that was like when it kind of was new on the Xbox. I remember dropping out of the plane and know the textures were loading in yet. You know, I'm like getting ready to run into a building, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure there's a door here just because I'm familiar with the map and it wasn't yeah. even loaded in yet. It was like a, it was like a, just a brown square looking thing on the map, oh, you know, or on the screen. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure this is a door, you know, and I'm and I'm running in, and like everything is just like a blur and stuff. And like, one thing it was um, that I do not like over like the one thing I do like about Apex and I don't like about PUBG is how clumsy picking things up in PUBG feels, and how the doors feel in PUBG. Like it takes. It's just so clumsy, like like pressing F. It feels very clumsy as you're doing it. It feels like very slow, like like deliberately, like they try to screw you over. Where in like an Apex, dude, you can legit be running, run through a door, like because your character automatically opens doors if you run at them. You just run right through the door, pick stuff up as you're running. Like you could just you see a gun, like you're running towards a gun. You see that gun, you want that gun. You just press E as you're running, and just your character picks it up as he's running. In PUBG, there's no fucking way you could do that. There's just no fucking way. I, I don't see how anyone could be able to pull yeah, that Yeah, different off. engine. It, it it's does. just so slow, dude. Like, yeah. yeah. I think they up. try to keep that for the... I don't want to say realism because, you know, we, we know we could run and grab things too. But I don't think we could grab things as fast as they do in Apex, you know? like Oh, yeah. I, I Apex is really fast. You yeah. Know? But uh, I actually re- tried remapping my my PUBG controllers when I played it like three weeks ago, and tried mapping the pickup to E, and I did away with my lean. I put my lean on my mouse, and uh, it was all right. Did it but work? It, you know, it's still not it's still not fluid. Like actually, Apex's, I don't but... really use lean much. I mean, I guess I, the one time that I do this and I <laughs> need lean, right? That's <laughs> what really happened? Right <laughs> I, I, I wish I had lean back. That's what I did. Uh, my two side buttons on my mouse. I one the front the front one is lean left and the back one is lean right. Wow. Works pretty good. Yeah, pretty yeah for uh, for my mouse buttons actually today as we were playing Brink, I ended up mapping those to crouch and prone because I hate yeah, moving either. my fingers down. That's what but I do. On C is so easy to hit, yeah, man. Control and shift. Z Different. and C. I don't. I don't like hitting those. It's, it's right there. No, no it's not. Or, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I have my I have my crouch on my mouse on Apex because I like to slide. You yeah. know, and it's just so easy to just slide by hitting the mouse button, and That's it just kind of feels real fluid that I, way. But on Apex, I, I fucked I, I, up and, and I mapped my my ultimate and my other ability to my mouse, 
So sometimes when I'm like in intense gunfights, I'll end up hitting those fucking buttons. Next thing you know, I'm calling fucking airstrikes. I'm like, oh, fuck, I didn't mean to call in my airstrike or my ultimate. And I'm fucking like using all my shit. I'm like, fuck. Freaking out. Um, I, I keep it consistent across all my games. I map the same moves to the same buttons just I so I don't get confused. Um, okay. One thing that me and Brink were discussing, though, as we were playing PUBG today is how high the level of skill it goes from when you switch from being a console gamer to a PC gamer and you realize the skill level or the ceiling on PC is so fucking high, dude. Controversy. It's just so I was say, high. Are talking PC Master Race stuff over here? It sounds That's like what it. this is sounding like. It's just turning people off over here. Man. Well, this, it just feels I, like it's, we, it's really... We disclaimer. I had nothing to do with this conversation. No, no, listen, listen. No, I, 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 no, this, I mean, this is Mayo inspired. No, this is all it, your It's fault. true because I used to be really good at PUBG on the Xbox. Like, really good. I could get first-person, like, FPP wins, like, really fucking good. Like, I was good at that game. I could get wins constantly with multiple kills. And in PUBG PC, I am fucking lucky. I don't even think I've got one win in that game. I am fucking lucky if I get more than one kill in a match. That's the last luck. time you and I played PUBG on Xbox, we were killing it, man. Yeah, Remember that epic game wins. we had where yeah. we won? We get no, wins all the time. I, I considered, I, you know, I've been playing Xbox, you know, for since early 2000s when it came out, and I consider myself like a decent a, gamer, a fairly above average player, or I, I did. But now on PC, I feel like every game I play, I'm definitely like, bottom fuck, of the pool. Like, fuck like, this. Yeah. Well, well, and I, I thought it was just because I needed to learn the mouse and keyboard. But that. now, you know, it's all second nature, and I still just get wrecked in every game I play. Like, people maybe are just, just gods old, like, on PC. Maybe, maybe you're just getting old. You know, that's me. I'm, well, I'm that's hard. But you know what? Not, not really, though, because, no. you know, cause it, yes, the reflexes, you know, you learn. Oh, shit. Uh-oh. Brink's cutting out. Brink, you're cutting out. Brink, you froze. But he, he's <laughs> right. I think what he meant to say is that, like, you end up... It's just the skill level on, on the PC is so fucking high, man. Like, like Brink said, like, you, you consider yourself a good gamer on the console, like, even a, a above-average gamer, and then you switch to fucking PC, and next thing you know, you're getting wrecked. Yeah. No, you got Brink, if you guys ever watch Twitch or any kind of, like, YouTube vids of I, i've noticed this like especially like in a game like PUBG, where you know i'll see somebody who's young younger than all of us put together you know um you know late early adult and it seems like to me i'm like as i watch these people i'm like man like they were born with a mouse and keyboard in their hand yeah i have one of them in my house yeah <laughs> my 14 year old yeah i'm like how did they do that so fast you know so like natural, jesus was saying yeah. how like picking stuff up, like in PUBG is different from Apex. Of course it is, but then I've seen players where they're just like, they're just equipping items so fast on their, you yeah. know, to their guns or what have you. I'm just like, it's, it's just to me that the skill level on PC seems to be so fucking high compared to consoles. Like I bet you, if I switch back to console, play PUBG, I could probably get a win pretty easily. I'll probably get a win. Yeah, and even in that, I'll, I'll admit, Jesus, I'll uh, I'll stroke your ego a little bit, man. You were pretty good in that, especially that first person where yeah. I feel like I'm just constantly looking left, looking right, looking left, and I'm just I'm like, all right, I'll just follow you, Jesus. I'll just be your support and watch your back. <laughs> Something that's always been my theory, and, and I could be completely wrong here, is I've always kind of thought of it this way as a PC player. 
a lot of younger kids and stuff will have Xboxes and Playstations because they're affordable and that's just kind of a babysitter for younger kids. So you, you have a, yeah. a wide demographic in age. You could be playing four-year-olds all the way up to 40-year-olds. You know, and I feel like on the PC, it, your your demographic it's a little shorter. So I feel like it's more like your maybe fifteen to forty year old and upper area. Like I just because just because they're more expensive. You know, they're not they're not as easy of an entry level to get into. You know, and I, I feel like as you play like PUBG and like Apex, you're gonna run into some some younger individuals that are playing and, and may not have that that fundamental skill is but they are sitting there learning that fundamental skill and when they get to that age like 14 like like my boy and then he he kind of has that skill but you know we run into some of that more often on the console i think you do than you do on the pc yeah for sure but i could be it's, wrong yeah. I mean, I, but that's my yeah. thought and even 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 also where <clears throat> you know like i'll be playing a new game that I've picked up on Xbox or it's on Game Pass. It's usually a new game. And my kid will come in and go, oh, I want to check this out. I want to play this. Because he's used to just being mouse and keyboard for the last couple of years now. And he's just like, well, I'm not used to a controller. So what's the X button again? Oh, that's over here. Okay. But he quickly picks it back up again. Oh, yeah. Anyways, moving on here to other games that I played. Uh, speaking of PC talk, <laughs> I believe this is a PC exclusive game that I played this week. Um... Just came out a few days ago, actually, on the 10th. So, this game is a game that came to me recommended. I didn't even know about this game at all. It was recommended to me by Ghost Nico. He actually messaged me on Discord, and he was like, Hey, Jesus, uh, you should check out this game. And he sent me this game and another game that I should check out. I I, I forgot what the other game was. I I know all the other games older, though, because I've heard of it before. But this one, I never heard of it. It's called Radio Commander. So, Radio Commander... It's a very interesting little uh, game. It's different from anything that I've ever played. It's it's pretty cool, actually. So it's based in Vietnam. So you're in the Vietnam War, actually. And uh, you're not a soldier. You're like a commander on the radio. So you have like a... Like you're in a little tent in like the jungle. Like your tent. And you're like in a military base. Like an American base, obviously. Because you see people doing jumping jacks in front of you. And you look to the right... There's, like, people walking by, doing drills and shit, and, and you hear helicopters taking off, going to fucking wherever they're going, and you hear people fucking running around. But you, it tells you, like, the game starts off where you turn on your radio, and, like, you turn it on, and you're like, you're like, this is Papa Bear, like, Alpha, like, this is Papa Bear, give me your status. And they tell you, like, hey, this, hey, Papa Bear, this is Alpha, we just landed at the landing zone, we're at the LZ, we're waiting for orders, tell us what to do. So then, it, like, next thing you know, you have, like, a list, and it's your mission. Like, it tells you, like, all right, you need to get Alpha Platoon to go, to, like, to, to this village, and they have to talk to the locals to see if there's any Viet Cong activity. So you're like, all right, all right, Alpha Platoon, your goal, you're, you have to, like, legit, so, like, you go to this little map, and the only thing you have on the map, it looks just like a, it's just a map, and the only thing you have is, like, a little marker, like, a little, like, a, kind of like a little fucking, uh, like a chess piece or like a checkers piece or something. And it has like a little soldier drawn on it. And underneath that, it says Alpha Platoon. So like you have them and then they're at the LZ. Like on there's a note on the map that says LZ on it. And then you have to like look at the village. And you have to find where the village is on the map. And then like you see like, okay, that's a city there. Like, okay, maybe I send them there. And then you tell them like, all right, 
Alpha, I need you to move to this location and you have to give him coordinates. So like you see 169 by 260. Like, All right, we're moving out to 169 by 260. Copy, we're moving. And then just time just goes. Like time is on a real time. Like like uh, your time is going like uh, pretty slow. Like it's, it's on real time. So like, for example, like the first two missions, like the first mission that I was playing, like, okay, the Alpha Platoon reaches the village, right? And you can, like, you hear the, the, the guy who's the squad leader of Alpha, and he's like, hey, uh, Papa Bear, this is Alpha. We reach the village, and then he starts talking shit. He's like, these fucking, these Asians, they don't want to fucking listen to us. What the fuck do we do? So then you can answer them, and you can be like, calm down, <laughs> hand out the fucking leaflets, and don't be a dick. Or you can tell them just, like, fuck it, kick in doors and, like, start fucking harassing the people. So you tell them what to do, <laughs> and uh, based on these different actions, the people react differently to the soldiers, and they'll like do different things towards the soldiers. And then, uh, for example, like it's pretty interesting because later on, I found out by one of these local villagers or whatever that there's a a Viet Cong camp, like there's a fucking camp of enemy soldiers, and they're like somewhere in this area. So on my map, there's now a note with a circle that says VC, and it has like a question mark. So now I like have to send Alpha Platoon over there. So I tell them, hey, move to this section. And as they're moving, uh, the other team comes in. The other team is like, hey, this is Bravo Team. We're going into the landing zone. Uh, do you guys need backup? And then so you call back Alpha Platoon. You're like, hey, guys, do you guys want backup? And it's all like this fucking war game. It's like you're controlling these soldiers. They're out in the battlefield. But the only thing that you have on, in front of you is what they tell you. And the notes that you're taking, <laughs> as, you're, as they're telling you things, they're telling you, like, hey, we see this, or we, we saw some, we see, like, 30 guys to the northeast, uh, but we can't tell if they're friendly or enemies. So you have to tell them, like, okay, engage them, or shoot at them, or wait, or hold off, don't fire. And then you kind of, like, have to drop a marker on your map and say, okay, there's enemies here, they're moving this direction or whatever. And it's a fucking interesting game, dude, because um, I played a few matches of it. And this one of them was like I had like a helicopter that I could call in airstrikes on people. So when like the people were under fire, I could call in this helicopter and call in an airstrike and fucking have them drop missiles. And then like different things are happening in the game. It's very fucking, it's pretty fucking cool, but it's not for everyone because at the same time, there's a lot of downtime. There's legit moments in the game where you're just sitting there. You can't speed up time. You can, and that's that's, that's a cool thing. You, you do you press tab, and the time fast forwards, and it tells you like the next thing. Then, like, for example, if they're walking from point A to point B, and there's no enemy contact in between, like they just they're just walking from point point A to point B. You they get to point B, and then they'll be like, okay, we're here. What do we do now? <laughs> so uh, there's a lot of moments like that. Um, for example, the second or third mission that I was playing, we had to find like a an underground bunker. Like the Viet Cong bunker. And um, so as we're trying to find this bunker on the fucking, in the map, the thing in the map came up and it's like, okay, you have to choose the landing zone and you have to choose where the people go. It's your mission. You control where they want to go. So there's this fucking huge map and I only have Alpha Team and Bravo Team and I have to tell them where to go to search for this fucking tunnel and I have no clue. So I'm just standing around the map to go to different places. And during that mission, for example, during that mission, as soon as like uh, both of the teams landed, like they were both dropped off by the helicopters, uh, 
another helicopter of like U.S. Army or something. It went down and it fucking it crashed nearby. And they're like, "Hey, made it, made it. We're going down. We're going down. We're going into the trees." So then, like your Alpha platoon, the guys like, "Hey, uh, the doctor wants to go and see if we can rescue these guys that just crashed." So you have to make that call. You have to tell them, "Okay, you can go, or you can only send so many guys, or fuck it, don't go. They're on their own." So like you have to make all these different calls, and a lot of people die, people get wounded, and during between each mission, so like once a mission ends and then you go to the next fucking mission, there's like a story of like your the squad leaders of each squad, so the Alpha Squad and Bravo Squad. I think Bravo Squad is this black guy, and then Alpha Squad is a white guy from Texas or something. And at first they kind of don't like each other because one's white and one's black, and this is the fucking sixties. But then they kind of get to know each other and they're kind, of, they're kind of becoming friends because they're fighting together, you know what I mean? They're in this battle together and they're fighting. And um, so they're sending letters back home and you're seeing the letters they're sending back to like, one of them sending a letter to is like his girlfriend, that's the Texas guy, and the other dude is sending a letter back to his little brother. Uh, the black dude is sending letters back to his little brother. So you're getting these letters back from the U.S. saying like, hey, like, fuck this shit, like, we're rioting, you know, we're protesting against the white people, we want civil rights. And then you're getting letters from, like, the lady who's saying that, like, fucking uh, Muhammad Ali doesn't want to go to war. So, like, doesn't he realize that the communists are against all religions, not just, you know, Christian religions or whatever? So there's, like, all these different, like, letters and shit coming back from the U.S. to these guys. And you're seeing, you're seeing like, that story build up. And um, it's kind of like there's some really tense moments, dude, in the game where the soldiers will do something and you're just waiting to see what happened. For example, there was one where we found a tunnel. And one of the guys was like, hey, can I go into the tunnel? And you're like, okay, go in. And then like a minute goes by. Two minutes go by. And like his squad is fucking freaking out. His squad's like, hey, uh, Papa Bear, can we go in after him? And you're like, no, wait. And they're like, okay, it's been like a few minutes now, dude. Can we go in after him? <laughs> We're kind of not. Like he hasn't said anything back. He hasn't told us anything. Uh, we want to go check on him. And you're like, no, you got to hold. Like don't go in I mean, yet. Does it kind of become an extraction and then yeah, at like, that it, point, like, or a, like is it just yeah, like at that point you're just waiting to see like if the dude ever comes back out or if he calls you up and tells you like hey everything's clear down here, or like do you send the other people in behind him? And so these pretty cool like different things that happen. Uh, then you get like later on in the game you get control of like I said helicopters, mortar teams, uh, vehicles, fucking special operations forces like spec ops and shit. You get like Delta Team, the Green Berets. You get a hold of them. They, they're like more stealthy or whatever than the regular platoon, the regular soldiers. So it's like pretty cool. It's a pretty interesting little game. It's, it's a strategy game. Is it for everyone? Fuck no, because you're, it's pretty much you're looking at a map and you're moving soldiers around. <laughs> it's got, what kind of music does it have? Is it playing any good music in there? Uh, a lot of like, like as part of the story. Uh, or? I think it's like sixties music, like rock music, like like Welcome to the Jungle and shit like that. And like you know, the typical Vietnam fucking war music cool, cool. yeah <laughs> i saw this on the front page of the steam yeah it's, it's <clears> pretty little interesting game it's 15 bucks right now team is 25 percent off um but yeah i actually had a lot of fun with it and even like ghost nico was like holy shit dude you, you got a lot of achievements in this game you've been playing the fuck out of it and mm -hmm. yeah pretty much like last night i stayed up pretty late playing it and this morning i woke up and i started playing it more i'm in a really hard mission right now because this mission i have to escort a uh there's like a, a a convoy, so I have a convoy of like civilians that I have to escort across this entire map, and I have like a set of tanks with us, and I have like two soldier platoons with us, 
But, like, dude, by the time I got halfway through the map, like, all my team was dead. Everyone fucking died. Everyone was dead. It was, like, fucking slaughter. It's like, holy shit. <laughs> so, uh, but it's really cool because there's this mode called replay. So if you, for example, say you failed a mission and you have to restart it, or you complete the mission, you can go to replay mode, and in replay, it shows, like, your... It shows your characters where they were, like your your pins, your soldiers, and it shows all enemy forces. So sometimes you think to yourself, like there wasn't that many enemies during that mission, but when you look at the replay, there really was a lot of enemies. They were just really smart, and as you're moving in closer to their headquarters, they're moving back and they're retreating and they're going around you and they're trying to flank you, and you don't realize that as you're like playing the game, you don't realize like oh there's a guy to my left, there's a guy to my right. You don't realize that because the people, the soldiers don't see them, and they're not calling them out. So it's pretty interesting seeing how smart the AI is as you're attacking them. They're really actually flanking you and doing different maneuvers to get around your soldiers and try to kill them. Um, it's pretty wild. It's a pretty neat little game. I think it's an early game access, maybe. Yeah, it's a game of war, yeah. Yeah, I never heard of it, so I, I seen you playing it last night, so I, I looked it up on Steam. And right away, for, for me, it looked like it'd be a really good VR title. Like, it looked like a VR title. It, it actually would be a pretty cool VR title. Because, yeah, you're just sitting there, and you're, like, listening to this radio, and you're just, like, looking at the fucking map. table with the map on it, and we had the pieces, you know, it'd be kind of cool in VR. You could sit and look at it and, and kind of strategize and stuff, you yeah, know. move the pieces around like that. It's pretty cool. I know Brink is over there like bored as shit. Like, what the fuck is she just talking about? <laughs> so we need to shoot things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he hey, wants it's to not for me, but I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, like I said, I've been into strategy games lately. You know, like I've been playing Jurassic Park World, playing all that stuff. So, like, this type of game, it really makes you think. And it, and it really... It's crazy because sometimes you get, like, a crazy call. Like, the guy up in the radio, they'll be freaking out like... Fuck! Send you back! They're like freaking the fuck out, you know, because they're getting fucking killed. And you're like, no, hold position until like the mission's over. Like, stay right there, don't move. And they're freaking the fuck out. They're like, oh, we're dying! Send me oh. back! And you're like, nah, dude, just stay right there, hold on a little bit longer. <laughs> it kind of, it kind of also reminds me of the way you talked about. Uh, this is the police. Yeah, I, think when yeah, you re- I was thinking talk of about that, that one. That, it kind of reminds me of that also. It kind of is like that one too. Yeah, I would say is. Yeah, it's kind of like This Is The Police, very similar, where you're sending cops out to answer different calls and you're telling them what to do or how to respond to things or whatever. So this is how how this game is. You're kind of telling your soldiers what to do and how to respond to different things. Um, lots of, lot of things to manage, though. And it's pretty yes. funny because I was looking at the at the reviews of the game, and there's a lot of positive reviews, but I would say that like about... 80% or maybe less, maybe a little bit less. But a lot of the reviews on the on the like the on the Steam page or whatever on the store, a lot of the reviews are from people that actually did this in the military. Oh, okay. They're like, yeah. "Yeah, I used to be this fucking person on the military like in Iraq. I used to fucking push things around like on a map and tell soldiers where to go." And this is actually pretty accurate to like what that was like. You just tell people where to go and you fucking tell them where to go and they tell you like, "Okay, I'm here. What do I do now?" Hey, tell them, stand there. Wait. <laughs> Hold position. Yeah, wait till I get more orders. And then, like, this is pretty realistic. So a lot of people are saying that it's actually, like, pretty accurate what the developer is going for and what they've actually been able to accomplish in the game. is It's pretty accurate to real life and how people 
what they do. Like, there's people that do this in the military. And this is what their job is, to fucking look at a map and push pins around that represent people. Pretty cool, awesome, man. man. Pretty cool. Sounds like a cool game. Yeah. What else, man? Yeah. What else? <laughs> Any other good... What's that other Steam title you were talking about? Or if it was one. Uh, I forget. Ghost Nico sent me the fucking link. He was, it was this one and another game that he wanted me to check out. They both seem very similar, from what I remember. Just that the other one was a little bit older. But I forget what it was. Anyways. Gunny, what you are you doing? You didn't play No Hell That Loose? Goat of Duty. Uh, no, I have not played Hell That Loose, because last time I tried to go play it, it um, all the servers were kind of empty. I was kind of surprised. Like The only server that I could find that was semi-full was uh, in Europe or something. Hmm. It should be kind of full now because it's pretty weekend. So I would have said, yeah. "Oh, right now, it's yeah." It's fairly full. Looking up real quick. Right now, without yeah. Oh, the other game that uh, he wanted me to try is "Deliver Us to the Moon." Okay, I that's another one I saw on the Steam page that has been popping up a lot lately. It seems like yeah. Right now, Hell Let Loose is up five hundred and seventy percent, and there is. Um, right now there is six thousand six hundred and eighty three plane and then the last within the last twenty four hours the highest was been eleven thousand plane. And that's the all time peak. So that's, that's a really good game, game, man. Like that game is actually pretty fun. <laughs> I did I did I did get a chance to play it. Oh you that did, today. Gunny, tell me what you think of it. Uh so I get in there and mm. <clears throat> so whatever squad I joined, it was just in like the regular vanilla map as just just as a regular infantry soldier. No, or I think I was like, it was where you come out, you've got your pistol, and uh, I'm trying to think of that. It's not the rocket launcher, but but I'm just like, okay, is this the class that I pick? Because I'm not sure just from the menu mm-hmm. that I chose. But I get in there, and I'm running around, and what, some fucking troll was in there, and he, he one of our team, I don't think he was like on my squad, but... I got shot. I'm like, okay, so maybe I didn't, I need to squat, you know, like spawn in with my squad. So I get in there and, you know, and then as soon as I spawn in, I'm like, bam, I get headshot, you know, and then, but then one of my teammates gets me back up and, um, I don't know, for whatever reason I get disconnected. I'm like, man, what the hell? So then I, I'm just clicking on things, you know, in the map and was it the, uh, Omaha beach, which was the one with a great battle of, uh, Jeez, I'm trying to think. It was like in uh, Medal of Honor. Uh, Nord, like the Nor- Nor- yeah, it was Normandy, but it's not called that in this mode. It's called Omaha Beach, isn't it? Isn't it? Is that what it is? Because it said, like, now loading up that, that mission, because it, it just came out as an yeah, update. It, yeah, it literally came out like a couple months ago. And it, it, that was pretty cool, because then I get in there, <clears throat> and I was actually doing pretty good, where there's, like, lots of like little foxhole types areas and you know you yeah. can kind of run and lots of cover so, so you're of playing it. as an infantry soldier in an infantry squad yeah i thought it was pretty cool and you know uh, for a mouse keyboard, i was like sweet man i was doing yeah. pretty good and uh that game is the most realistic like world war ii game i've ever fucking played it really is because i remember playing on a battle that we were like in a forest against the nazis and like our entire army, like the U.S. Army that we're with, our side, like for a whole 
like maybe five or ten minutes. We were just walking through the forest. <laughs> like me and my squad. <laughs> you know, I was just following the squad leader. Like we were like in a line just walking through the forest. And it was like, this is pretty nice. This is a nice looking forest. And next thing you know, we were getting shot at. But I mean, for like the f ten minutes that we had peace, it was pretty nice. And I thought to myself, this is where war must be like. You're just walking like yeah. normal. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're getting fucking shot at. Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> right, I want to play that style of game, but like modern. Modern yeah. times. Just because I'm be nice. kind of burnt out on the World of War One and Two stuff that we've had lately. But still sounds cool, though. It's I might cool, download like, it later. Yeah, like Jesus said, it was just a matter of like me just like waiting behind like this this shack house so really it's just where my arms and my head were exposed and I thought okay this is a good place to hold up because you can't see all of me so I'm just waiting for these guys to come through like this broken part in the wall and like guys just kept coming through there I'm just like pop pop you know I'm like this is a good place I'll just hang out here and wait people go but there down, was a little downtime like you said you know people go down pretty quick in that game too like it doesn't take a lot of bullets to kill somebody yeah, I was one-shotting dudes. Yeah, you can one-shot somebody, like, in the chest, and they go fucking down. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. But then I think they found my position, just like a regular Call of Duty-type game. They're like, all right, we know where you're at. There was, a, there was a crazy battle. I remember Mayo. That's the one that I was streaming a long time ago. <laughs> we were oh, like, yes. We, we, were in mortar. A, we were in a trench, and those fucking mortars. The other team had, like, a mortar set up somewhere, like a fucking launcher. And that thing was relentless, dude. Like they were just unloading these fucking mortars on us, and it was just, and it was crazy because we were like looking at a battlefield, and there was nothing but land. Like it was just flat, and there was there was fog because these, there was a lot of fog and gun smoke and shit. So we could see these like soldiers coming at us through the fog, and we could take shots at them. But f like every like, I would say like every twenty seconds, you hear. You hear like the whistle of the fucking mortar, and you would just see the explosions getting closer and closer to us. <laughs> and it's like it's like they were testing the range of their fucking mortar rounds. And next thing you know, like that thing landed on top of us, and we'd get fucking blown up, dude. It's fucking ridiculous. The show is crazy. It was yeah, that's how Battlefield One used to be before they nerfed the mortars. It's just everybody would just sit behind the red line and just launch mortars the whole game. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you know what's funny too is I. So the first match that I joined in, and I think it was like press C to talk or something like that. It even shows you on the screen. Yeah. So it's not press T for talk, it's press C. And then it was like press something else for for text, like you can, you know, so where you can actually chat. So I press C. I'm like, hey, guys, what's up, right? And And then I was trying to, whatever button it was for the text, and I tried that and then accidentally hit my left trigger, and bam, I shot somebody in the ass, right? <laughs> So, <laughs> you know, friendly Put fire is on in this game, and then, like, and then the, he turns around and shoots me dead, and then one of my <laughs> my mates is like, "It's you should not talk or something like that." Sends me a message, you know, should not talk. What, what the hell? <laughs> All right, join a different squad. But Damn. yeah, it was it was cool. Right, it's a good game. Was yeah. everyone talking in your game when you were yeah playing? the second? The second squad that I joined, they were all talking. Yeah. That which was nice. It's, it's, yeah, it's one of the first games that I experienced too, where everyone has a mic and everyone's actually like talking about the game. And it and it felt pretty cool. Where on that beach where I was playing as the German, so I'm up. Where we were up top, you know, kind of like we had the advantage. Yeah. I think. 
because there's just guys pinned all over, you know, from different squads. And, like, anybody that came up, we were just taking them out quick. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, and watching those U-boats or whatever they're called just come in off the beach and, all right, there's going to be some more guys coming, so just chill right here. Yeah. I want to play that game now. Fuck. Yeah. Um, yeah, what's the download size? Do you recall? No, I don't. And yeah, I don't remember how many gigs it was. But, uh... Hmm. Yeah, so played to that today. Uh, what else? Oh, you know what I've been playing all week, guys? Is that Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Oh. Had this on the Uplay Pass, which I thought, I thought since, okay, since early, earlier this month, I thought, well, I'm going to cancel it. I don't want to pay the $15, but I'll get to keep it. Well, apparently that expired today or yesterday. I was like, oh, man. But I did get a couple weeks in um, or a few hours into this game. And, I mean, to me, it feels like it's Wildlands 2. <laughs> um, that's just my take on it, except it's not jungle. It's just more you know, actually modern houses and factories and buildings and things like that. Um, just playing, like, just missions on my own. And, yeah, just, so I mean, that's... It didn't get felt- the uh, the Division vibe in it either? Like, I did. I, I feel like it's got a lot of Division in it also. They talk about yeah, kind of like it, a gear score. and it, it looks more like Division than it does Ghost Recon. The only thing I gathered, I mean, the only thing I got from that was Division-like was the fact that, you know, you're killing dudes and then you can come up and go, hey, you got a hat. You got a red beret from this guy. So, I mean, that was the only thing where I felt like, okay, I'm getting loot in some way. Where it would actually show up in that, like, you know, you'd see like a green, like, light or whatever. You know that's a piece of loot you can come over and just automatically pick up or grab. And then, like, the social area, right? Yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking about was the social area. Did you like you mean it, like, Penny? Uh, you mean, if, like, for Ghost Wars, like, the actual PvP? No, no, like, there's a hub. There's a social hub where, like, you can run into other players and just, like, do, oh, yes. uh, a division. Yeah, yeah. So, right, so back at, like, like the home base kind of thing was kind of cool. That definitely reminded me of, of a, it was more in that division way. And, uh... Yeah, that place was pretty cool. I guess what I liked about that area was it, it already felt like established. You're, you don't have to like build up anything to like, you know, rank up all these different areas like Division, where it just you come in and, oh, you can come and buy and sell weapons in this area. And then over can here... you, you open can, loot boxes? Are there loot boxes? I didn't see any. I don't think I saw any in the game at all. Mm. And I didn't go to the store. As soon as I heard about that, I immediately thought of Call Call of Duty World War Two, where the only reason they have a social hub is to so you can open your loot boxes in front of other people and right, make them or like, jealous. <laughs> or what was it, Battlefield Five or something? Right, did the same stinking thing like that. But but no, I didn't see any. I think like I noticed one thing about Ubisoft is like you actually have to click on the store right to to see like you know you can buy all these things to open up more loot boxes but i didn't i don't remember receiving any anything like that maybe because i was so early on so low leveled it's pretty crazy that you can buy literally every item in the whole game with real money just buy it if you want it like that that seems unheard of for a full price game i know yeah it's crazy 
But yeah, I was just carrying like everything just like just generic stuff because I thought, okay, well, I can't even see. It's just, I don't know. I look cool enough, whatever. I don't need to buy any more, buy any crap in the game. But I know that I, you know, for something like Division 2 where I was like, oh man, let me, let me buy some stuff to make me look even better, you know? I think because I like that game so much, which I still do go into periodically and, you know, try and rank up. But, I but yeah, it I was even pretty cool. that. Yeah. I thought it was again. pretty cool. Just like a Wildlands 2. So are you going to um, you know, reinstate your pass so you can play some more? Or? I I think what I might do, I might just buy it on Xbox. I don't know. I It, it felt okay with mouse and keyboard. But I thought, you know, like, I don't know, I might just buy it so I can get it in 4K. And yeah. Just, and just play it not even casually, you know, like, yeah. I haven't decided yet if I really just want to re- redo my pass or not. Renew the pass. I can't yeah. wait to uh, renew that pass when Watch Dogs comes out. Okay, is that pass that, on Xbox? Or is it just not PC yet. thing? Man, I can't wait. If they bring that in, I would, I would gladly give them my money. I'll be like, take my fifteen bucks a month. Surely it'll games. happen if Xbox lets them do it. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. I would think. I would hope they would. But Is EA the only ones right now with a subscription on the console? Besides yeah. like Game Pass, I mean, yeah. you know, obviously with yeah. Game Pass, but but you know, third not seven third party, but outside of Microsoft, you know, they were yeah. the only ones I could think of. Just called yeah EA Access, right? Simply. Yeah, EA Sports. And that's something we'll see but, like <laughs> more next gen for the consoles because usually I can say but like PC kind of leads to waste no, sometimes. No, we'll trend. tell you why later. Why I don't no, want that to happen but, now. No more. We're done. With passes. Oh, okay. we're gonna talk about <laughs> negative latency. Bring them on. Quiet. But hey, guys, I was what I was gonna say about like as far as the graphics. <laughs> On PC, everything looked good as far as terrain and you know the vehicles and the driving and the I game looks nice and, and I'm not surprised by that. The thing is, how does Shane look? That that's the important. Does he thing. look good? Does Shane look I've, good? I've only seen him in like cutscenes, you know, and it's always running in that 60 frames per second. He shows up and shoots your whole squad, doesn't he, in the beginning of the game? Yeah, I'm just like, what the hell? Like, why is he? Why is he killing uh, us? And, but no, there Apparently are. I think pretty state of the art motion capture. But I have run into some characters, like in little side missions. Like we're just trying to get off, trying to get off this island. Me and my mm. granddaughter, whatever. And I don't know. They just look. They, <laughs> they look horrible. It's <laughs> <laughs> the, the worst side mission ever. ever. <laughs> I get off this goddamn island. I'm trying to meet my granddaughter. <laughs> I know it's kind of it's, it's horrible side missions, but but just some of the characters. Yeah, like, funny. <laughs> I mean, but overall, the game. Is beautiful. Would you recommend people on the Xbox or PlayStation Four to buy this for sixty dollars? Wait for a sale, guys. Yeah, I I mean, because I liked Wildlands, and I think this is like second one in the series, and why not? Absolutely. Yeah, you so still you say yes, you get 60 bucks worth? I think so. Yes, because you will get your money's worth. Yeah. You know, you'll get your time in. It's an open world. All right, you're just going to go in and do all these missions. That's one thing that Uplay can do. They can seem to make really big maps and really big worlds with lots of little missions and things to do. They 
seem to do that pretty well with Assassin's Creed and well, they uh, support the their games too. Like that's the one thing about them that you can always count on it. Like they're always going to release DLC for their shit. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the one of the things I was going to say they did differently is where let's say you've got like a slight hill and you're coming up to a base, you know you're tagging enemies or whatever and they spot you, but then. You know, which obvious thing is to run back down the hill, or you know, get get to cover, or get away so they can't find you. And you, you know, now you've got like this, like uh, not the health meter, but where you'll start tumbling down the hill, and you know, and then you're like you're uh, what kind of meter am I thinking of here? I can't even think of the name of it, but it's where you're you know you're running out of breath and you got the tumble tech. Stamina, <laughs> yeah, stamina yeah, it'll shit. tumble a lot, and it's like your health actually goes down a little bit. Uh, so it's not like you can just run forever, like in a classic Ghost Recon game, where it's like, hey, I've gotten away, you know, and or because it'll show up on the screen where it'll say, okay, on your mini map, it'll show vanished. So you're like, okay, so now they don't know where I'm at, you know, they don't, they can't find my position. So or, it's just you, right? You're not with the squad. Correct. You are alone. Because that, but, you know, that's kind of appealing to me. Because I don't, and Wildlands, I don't like my, my squad around orders and stuff. Like I don't want to deal with any of that. Me, me neither. And I would always leave them behind. <laughs> but, but I did watch later gameplay, and I think maybe the game changes up where you do have an AI squad. I assume, where I've watched mm-hmm. Twitch streams and things like that, and I'm like, because when you go, I don't think it's a spoiler, but when you go back to your you know, back to the social hub, you do run into some of your squad mates and you're talking to them and they're kind of like in critical condition or, you know, like they're kind of healing up like right at the beginning of the game. So I assume like, okay, they're going to join you later. So, yeah. But, um, yeah, I would definitely recommend it. Is it like Wildlands where if you put on Ultra, it just melts your PC? So, yeah, I didn't, I didn't do that. I just like, the only thing I know is like when I'm in the vehicle and I'm trying to go at high speed, it did kind of hiccup a little bit like Division 2. You know, like where you're at a full sprint and people are shooting at you and stuff. So. But I thought, okay, I'm going to keep the settings as low as possible. You know, take fog off. I think that was even unclicked. Hmm. Okay. Uh, but I didn't I didn't try and break it. You know what I mean? Like try and see how fast. I did do a frame limit. I think I set it at 120, but it was running between that that 60 and 80 mark, 60 FPS. But I, I mean, said it's it not horrible. Yeah, yeah. single player game. It did pretty enough. good, and then I think my uh, like even my GPU or whatever, like it was, it wasn't even running that hot. So. Games like that that are more open world, they they tend to use um, a good amount of CPU. And that's where it kind of hurts your frame rate, I think. It's like the big open worldness because it's got to do calculations of like wind movement of trees moving and stuff like that. So it's not really drawing it, but it's doing that calculations of things moving and and like the like pedestrians. If you see pedestrians walking around in the game and stuff like that, the CPU does a lot of that work instead of the GPU. So but I can be taxing. So I wonder, like, when I go into like my, my task manager. You know, especially in a game like Ubisoft, you can't set it to high, I noticed. I wonder if they're just trying to do that for, <clears throat> you know, so that you don't basically crash the game. That's how so Division was they, they for me. I couldn't, I couldn't adjust it. Yeah. So only Ubisoft, those are the only games I can't change in Task yeah. Manager. Like the CPU priority and that kind of stuff. 
Oh, okay. They say it's for the easy cheat system that it won't allow it or something. I guess it's to keep hackers out of it. Hmm. But, uh... But yeah, that, yeah, that beta, I legit, on the lowest settings, 1080p, I couldn't get over 40 frames per second. So... Hmm. It's like man, yeah, but surely crazy. they've optimized it since then. Yeah, yeah, because I had no, I had really no issues at all. Nice. So. Hell yeah! But uh, let's see what else did I play. I played on the old Xbox Game Pass. This uh, it's called Creatures in the Well, and uh, yeah, it was it was pretty cool. It's um, it's like a like a top-down, like pinball-style game that's like a dungeon crawler, and it looks pretty good, man. Like even running in like 4K, um, but to me, it feels like you're just this dude who comes in and you've got like a like a sword or a stick or something, right? And you're just you're just hitting the balls to the you know correct bumper or wherever they want you to hit it, and. Uh, like you can even like if you hold X or whatever, it'll power up and then it'll it'll actually charge faster. And, you know, when so when you hit that, that like the bumper or whatever, right, that's where you've like completed the challenge you know, to get to the next room. Um, but it looks pretty cool while you're doing it. So, um, yeah, I thought I thought it was pretty fun where it's just like you're earning like these different uh, I want to say like points or energy points. So that'll allow you to unlock the next door. And it seems like it just gets harder and harder each time or, you know, as you progress. So, yeah, if you like pinball or just like, a, you know, top down arcade games like that, definitely recommend picking that up. So looks pretty cool. Um, one of the things I found where I died and then it like put me into this town and there's like this sandstorm going on. And I'm just like, it doesn't tell you where to go. That's the thing where I'm just like, okay, let me go into this door and see what happens where I think I came into where there's a store, but it only lets me like talk to the dude. He's just like, yeah, it's pretty windy out there and there's a big dust store. I'm like, all right, man, what the hell? So I, I go into this other door and it says, okay, pick up a frying pan. So now like, now like my bat will become a frying pan or something, you know, it just has that same effect. It's just a different look. Okay, that's cool. So then you can just eventually I was able to find out where the next challenge is, but I thought it was pretty neat where it's not telling you where to go. They might put up like these flags that are flying and it just kind of like, you know, you're going in the right direction. Because if you go like the opposite direction, it'll just automatically bring you back to the town or city. Uh, But I think your your goal is to, you know, once you unlock all these different things, you can you can turn on these machines to like stop the sandstorm from happening. But yeah, I'll, I'll see how far I can actually get. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to have to check it out. Yeah. I mean, it's not something that, that usually I'm not into because I know once I get frustrated, uh, with, you know, with like a, a, ga- a puzzle game where it's like you're, you know, you're holding down X and you're pointing your left stick like on a controller um, to hit a bumper that's going to hit another bumper. Um, but then they might turn on these lasers. I mean, this might be a game for you, Mayo, because where no, you'll see the lasers coming, and then you'll have to like quickly press A to move out of the way. But then you can go back to let's say that same spot quickly and try it again. 
So it's almost like a top-down platforming style game. Hmm. It seems like it gets more difficult as each room goes on. Um, but yeah, that's on. That's new on the Game Pass. Um, the other thing on Xbox is a free-to-play weekend. I wasn't sure because when I fired it up, I I thought, oh, it's it's on Game Pass because it would just like install. And uh, but it's a free-to-play weekend called Warhammer Chaos Bane. Um, so again, this is a this is a Diablo clone, is what this is. And yeah, I fired this up, and then I and then Pinpoint messaged me. He's like, "Oh, let's do some co-op." I was like, "Okay, yeah, I guess this is like free for everybody." So uh, then he joined in, and also Mojo Red. But these guys, you know, they were already at like level twelve, level fourteen. But um, yeah, we played that for a bit, and. I think I played as a soldier, and Penpoint was a. Oh, I think he was a dwarf, so he had different different abilities and and things like that. And I forgot what Mojo was, but but yeah, just like in Diablo, you know, your four characters, mm-hmm. and uh, just go in and dungeon crawl, man, just kill enemies and shit like that. The only thing I didn't like about it really is, I, I'm pretty sure in Diablo you can actually move around and and actually strike your weapon or shoot at the same time where this one you have to actually stop like it won't your character won't move but that could just be like as the soldier you know because you've only got the sword or axe or what have you right it's depending on what kind of character you're using yeah but um i some of the abilities were kind of neat so like one of them was like i think it was called the shield strike but it what it would do is Let's say you get into a mess of enemies and then you just press that and you kind of just like you'll just plow through them and then it'll like show like these cracks in the ground or whatever. So if you do land like you can actually point towards a mob man and just boom, just press that button and do a deal a lot of damage to them. So, but yeah, free to play this weekend on Xbox one guys. Check that one out. I recommend nice. that one. You got you got to love that free to play stuff. You know, we're talking about Hell Let Loose, and we're talking about this game. That it's nice that they do that. You know, occasionally that you can pick up a game and just kind of check it out. That yeah, maybe you were just kind of wondering about in general, or or maybe you didn't even think about, it and then you end up liking it. You know, you, you just never yeah. know. I know that's what they hope for, but it's nice to give us something to play, and you know, just something different to check out. Right, and then the other thing too, where. I look at that and I go, okay. I didn't even see what the price was, but I thought, hmm, you know, this is going to come to Game Pass. Do you, do you buy it now or do you wait for Game Pass? You know, that's the thing. Right. Yeah, that's like they got rid of demos, but that's like the new game demo. They they do these free to play weekends, which is pretty cool because I mean, you get the whole game. So if you can crush it in a weekend, yeah, play it for free. Remember that? Remember there was a time, Frank, uh, Jesus, guys, we would all, especially us being previous Xbox guys, where. The demo was just that. It was like there was shit missing out of the game, right? So, but here it's like, no, we just unlocked the full thing, right? So you're getting achievements. You get access to pretty much everything. Like you can actually sit down in one setting and complete it now. Because they just say, here's the full game, go for it. You know, you've got three to four, you know, four days to play the thing if you want to, if that's the way you want to go, which I think is awesome. So, but, um, well, you know what, guys, since, uh, since my kid is back in school and, you know, on Sunday nights where, you know, this, this gaming room, I get kicked out of here early enough and 
I seem like I've been playing a lot more Xbox 360 games because you guys know I traded in that Xbox One uh, for the Switch back in the day. So, but I've still got that 360 hooked up in the living room. But uh, yeah, man, I've been like, I went in there and started playing like Crackdown 2, old school 1080p, you know, just chasing after orbs. <laughs> but uh, I miss the 360, or... man. That console was amazing. Yeah. It's nice, like, going on there. Hey, Brink, I see you on there, actually. You know what's funny about that? What? Is that yeah. And it'll say, you know how, like, back when, before the Xbox One, you were able to, like, update to say what game you want to play? Like, you could oh, say, hey, Brink wants yeah. to play like this the game. Like the Beacons. The Beacons, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, the Beacon. So yours yeah. is set to uh, Rainbow Six Vegas 2. Oh, wow. And I'm like, Brink right, wants to man, play that game. That Let's game play that shit. game. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'd uh, totally play that right now. Yeah. It's funny because it'll show like four friends, right? It's like you and like three other people. But it's like, hmm, I wonder if he's one of his kids is like log in on the 360 or something, you know? Somebody still got to. Was it last week you were talking about? You you played that game on PC? The. Uh, Didn't you play Vegas 2 recently? I did. I did play that. Yeah, I played that on the Uplay Pass to see what yeah. like. You're talking about Terry going, get that fucker. <laughs> yeah. Come here, yeah. asshole! I know where you are. I know where. <laughs> well, if you know where I'm at, come get me. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think Rainbow Six, uh, the New Vegas, I think is one of the last PC games I bought on on disc. I think that was the last physical game that I actually bought, and everything else has been digital ever since. Like wow. it's still sitting out in my office, out in my garage, actually. I remember those. Can discs. you get new release PC games on disc still, or is that just I don't, I don't think so? Well, I think uh, if you go to Walmart, you'll see a couple, but you, I think they're just codes. You know, unless you get I, I, the, I yeah, the real Walmart. cheap stuff. Walmart. But they, I mean, uh, they have like War, World of Warcraft and like some other like older yeah. stuff. But they charge a lot for them too. You'll notice too. You'd be like, you can get Diablo three for fifty dollars right now at Walmart. You know, and you're like, yeah. I could just go on battle.net and probably get it for 20 or you know but isn't that, uh, isn't that where you had to put the code in on the back of the box yeah definitely definitely a diablo is it's just going to give you a code probably in the box because that game the only way to play that is you know you have to be online for that game so i know for sure you got to to create a battle.net account to play diablo but xbox and ps4 at walmart 2 are more expensive than anywhere else yeah. Yep. Like they're selling old ass games right now for twenty bucks still that you could get digitally for like three or four bucks. Yeah, yeah it's ridiculous. Some of the retailers, even GameStop, sometimes oversells them. I'm like, come on, that game is not like worth twenty nine dollars. You know, that's probably six them years just later. Ordering, ordering too many in the time they've probably been sitting on the shelves, you know, for. Yeah three or four years and they're just trying to get rid of their inventory they have eventually i do find them every once in a while i will see a lot of ps4 ps3 games like at my target they have like a clearance area like at the end of their aisles right. and i'll find some games in there but even then they're like you can buy this game for like this xbox one game for 13.99 and i'm still like i'm just gonna steam and buy it for probably seven dollars so i you know i still don't you know and i have to have worry about uh having an actual disc again you know yeah, because you know if you buy that disc, it's just going to be, it's going to go into a closet or a drawer somewhere. Then you'll discover that four years later. But, oh, I forgot I bought this game. But yeah, I if it's in the library, you could see. 
I did pick up Surviving Mars on disc for Xbox at a, at a store. It's called Five Below down here in Ohio, where everything in the store is five dollars. And they had that game, and then they also had. Uh, I ended up picking this up too. Uh, I think it was uh, NBA Two K eighteen. I think it was five dollars. I'm like, eh, I'll pick that up just to just because I can update the roster or just mess around with it. Nice little couch co-op game against my boy. We can sit there and play, you know, yeah. one basketball game against each other. But I'm surprised Surviving Mars is that cheap. It's yeah, it's, it's on uh, Game Pass now too. So uh, that's true. Some it's, later. On Game Pass. it's pretty old at this point, right? It came out like a year ago, right? Yeah. Two years ago. Right, and then it's uh, and then well, I'll talk about that later so we do have some after news stuff about surviving mars oh oh okay yeah but uh i just and then i played some co-op stuff with the kid there was uh uh i always Kenny, how many the- fucking games did you play <laughs> jesus christ i played a lot of games man there's some stuff i didn't survive minutes. the perch over there he was he was locked into his house you, it seems like you had all the power oh, over there you, you had no power outage you played all the fucking games well, that was the east side of town. They had, they were without power, so they probably should have been at my house playing games because I had full power. I had all the internet over here. It was so fast because all that stuff over there was no one else was using. You were using all the internet. <laughs> I had like a hundred up and a thousand down over here. I was like, yeah, download every game. Dude, mine's the opposite. Mine's always like a thousand up and like two hundred down. Like, what the hell's going That's on? That's weird. <laughs> Yes, you hear it. Like I said again, I said before, here in Ohio, I have really good up, and it's only sixty. And everybody's like, "Wow, you have sixty up!" Really? I only, I, I have, only have like, thousand down. Yeah, I only have like a little bit up, and then a lot of it down. It's five hundred down. It's weird, and like man. Fifty yeah. up. I don't know why mine's ass backwards like that. But I was it's, concerned it's, though with with all these power outages that they were going to turn it off or something because Comcast, as far as I know, it says I'm connected. To like the Silicon Valley, but I know where the hub is. Where the pretty sure like right at the line where the power was out, but but no, it actually stayed up, so I was happy, um, able to connect online to everything. Um, do, hey, do you guys remember that game that was made by Clay Entertainment? It was a side scroller. You don't oh, shit. Now I can't no, think of that. <laughs> but it was the first one that they game. made full of, <laughs> and the second one they didn't. <laughs> Anyway, that's all I played, guys. I played some old shit. I played some new stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no Borderlands this week. No Borderlands. What? No. Uh, no. I just I was put all that time into go into Breakpoint. But so hmm. that was it's like a good thing you did, I guess, for a minute since your subscription ran out. Yeah, I'm actually glad I did where it ran out. Yeah. I don't think I want to give renew. another fifteen dollars. Fifteen dollars going to renew. I know. I'm like, well, maybe I should wait. Maybe I should wait till. But Jesus, that's where they're going to get him. You know what's going to happen? He's going to spend fifteen dollars, and then he's going to get to like say level like fifty, and then he's going to be like, "Oh, my subscription is going to end tomorrow, and I'm going to lose all that progress I made." Yeah. Let me spend fifteen more dollars on, on getting this character up to a higher level. I just want to finish his story now, oh. or <laughs> I want to jump on and play with Ghost Nico, or I want to jump on and play with somebody. You can finish and the story in a month. Know, he's bought the game twice. Easily. I'm better in a month. You can finish the story if you really focus on it, Gunny. Yeah, and I don't do too many silly side missions. I can mm. definitely finish it, just mainline it. Anyways, what about you, man? Yeah, boy, plays a VR. Me? No, actually, um, very little VR this week. 
like Jesus, I actually went ahead and jumped in a little bit of uh, Apex. Check Ooh. out some of this new season I've been hearing about. Mm. I watched I watched Jesus stream in the other night, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's that's kind of cool. I'm gonna check it out. You know, I haven't played Apex for a little while. It's it's probably been like a month and a half. I kind of gave up on season two, just getting busy and just playing some different titles with all this new stuff coming out, and uh, jumped in and and like Jesus and Brink said, you know, it's. You know, I, I had a couple of decent runs, but but just I was pretty much wasn't running with a squad, so I was just doing random queues, and I would get some guys that'd be like really really bad, or I'd get some guys that are really really good, and like the guy that'd be like really really good, he would just go off on his own. Yeah. Like we drop out of the ship, and he'd be like far right, and we're going far left or something, you know. And we're like, all right. Then he's still there pinging things, you know, and he's over there in a firefight, <laughs> and you hear him struggling, and yeah. and. You know, I'm like, well, yeah. if you had it, well, at least came with us, you know. And then he I, goes down and instantly quits. Huh. Yeah, yeah, then he, he logs out, you know. But, I mean, that's, I mean, you guys cover pretty much most of the Apex thing. Um, enjoyed the train. I think the train is a nice touch, just something kind of refreshing. Um, I do like that. And I did see a really cool uh, Wraith skin. She had, like, a helmet on. It was, like, all white, and it was, like, a almost like a, uh, like a spacesuit skin. And it was really cool. Can yeah, I, I you know, that's her. Uh, that's a new legendary skin they've added for her. Because I think each one of them got like a new uh, legendary skin. Uh huh. Is that like only a, like a? You have to earn it or something? Because I did not see. No, it you in... you can buy it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, give them the the cheese, man. That's how you get that skin. Well, I didn't even see it in the store, so I like I don't know where they found it at. Like I clicked on the store because I want to see the different options that they had for these different characters. I've seen Wraith, the one where she's. Are you talking about the one that she looks like a medic, like she has like the medic mask. It's like a, a white and mask with white a suit. white visor. Yeah, and it's like an all white suit. I don't know. I never Wraith. I never seen a wearer visor. Yeah, it was right. The girl that does the portals, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it was like I had like a black. Someone's aiming like, at me. You know, something, something out of uh, Mass Effect. I mean, it was like that. Must be the like some kind of unique skin or something. I mean, no, I, I didn't even see it in the store. And I was playing. There's a developer. Yeah, I was playing with my oldest son, who the one who'd moved out, and we hadn't talked to each other for a little while. So we're like, let's play some games together. So we we got on and played some Apex together, and they were on our team. This this Wraith was, and we were going through, and that person had like. 12 kills by themselves and like yeah. we my son and i both ended up dying you know and this guy he just destroying everybody he kept coming across and it was just like holy cow this guy's really good you know so we just continue to watch him but i just don't know where he got that skin because i haven't tried looking up you know, like how you go to your, your your characters and you go to all the yeah. skins available it, it doesn't show it there so then i'm like okay i'm gonna look it in must the store be in the battle see, pass like, maybe how much this thing was and then i didn't see in the battle pass i i scrolled all the way through and there's a couple i seen the one for uh pathfinder which kind of he's kind of ice looking he's kind of like yeah. blue and he's like crystal or ice looking then i've seen different skins in there and i i didn't see hers so i, I don't know where it came from but it sounds it just, to me like it's the skin i don't know if did you ever watch the video for her that they released no. No, I kind of so so it. they they've been releasing videos left and right for different characters like like kind of like their origin story, and in mm. her origin story and race origin story it shows it shows that character the one you're talking about with the black with the white helmet and the black visor, mm-hmm. and it's Wraith and she's going to the lab of like of where she was made or whatever or where like they made her have her powers and she's actually like going through time, 
And each time she's going through time, she's seeing, like, herself being tortured in different ways. Like, they're beating her or they're telling her to, like, use her psychic abilities. And, like, somebody created her because she has psychic powers or whatever. And the real Wraith, the Wraith you play as in Apex Legends, is actually a Wraith that that Wraith rescued. She, like, rescued her. She, like, like stopped. And she's like, hey, look, you need to fucking use your powers and get out of here. And the Wraith hey, that you play as in Apex, she they switch spots. So like the other Wraith is like, look, you go and you take my spot and you get the fuck out of here. I'll take these guys on. And she, the other ones, the one with the helmet, with the black, with the white helmet and the black visor, she stays back to fight the soldiers and the other Wraith takes off and she's the one that's in the Apex games. So there's like origin stories to all these characters and, and that's the origin story of Wraith is that she, she was in a lab being tortured by this doctor and the other Wraith came through a time portal and rescued her and sent her back into the time portal and she got to escape. Hmm. I'll have to go or back and my probably find this on YouTube. Yeah, it's on YouTube. Um, yeah, I definitely I'm going to check it out because I know that, I know uh, that's But that skin is exactly I'm pretty sure that's the skin you're talking about the skin that that other Wraith had the original Wraith had the one the rescuer had. Cool oh shit. God. Yeah, it was it was really cool. It but uh, besides that, like I said it was typical, typical Apex. You know, you get a couple kills here and there. Like my KD was like a point five. <laughs> so my KD in yeah. that whole game was point four nine. <laughs> yeah, so we're about the same spot. Easy games. I, I understand your pain. You know, you get one kill every other match. I did have like a four kill match. I was kind of proud of myself. Oh, oh my! Save that video. Yeah, that was that was that was a Mayo highlight right there. <laughs> but but no, um, a couple other games I did play. Uh, I did leave Apex, and I I've, I've been hearing a little bit of talk about it. I ended up jumping on to Star Wars Battlefront Two, just because I wanted to check out the new map that they added. I've seen some information, you know, some news articles talking about it. You know, like they added a new map in this game. They're continuing to support it, and. Uh, I went ahead and jumped in, it, and it's very colorful. Um, I think it's called Felucia. I'm not sure. Like uh, Star Wars people are probably going to be yelling at me like right now. Like I don't know. I don't know my Star Wars lore that very that well. But uh, it's a very uh, neat looking planet you're you're fighting on, and it's very colorful and just it's and again it's it's still pretty much battlefield with star wars characters you know yeah and but but really neat so it was, yeah it was almost distracting though because it was i played the uh the assault mode and it was one where you have like a b c and d and you get e and you got capture points and you're like oh we got to capture a or you need to hold b you know and so but it just seemed like on that new map it was it's very hard to tell like the people we were fighting were those like skinny droid people that had the guns I don't, I don't know their names like i said i'm not much of a star wars person but um they were just hard to see they in are. that vegetation i'm like i think there's one there you see like his head moving but you can't even see his body and you're like there he is or there's like a little red dot above him sometimes which would really help me but but you know it's it's just a fun running gun you know, and just kind of shoot your way through things. And I could gain like five or six levels for my assault class at the time. Have, have you played this at all, Jesus? Or have you touched Battlefront in a long time? I have. I played Battlefront 2 a lot on my Xbox, so I know what you're talking about. I actually really like that game. 
a lot. Yeah, so I, I was actually I was enjoying myself. Like I, I forgot to like I haven't played it for so long now. That was my no, bullshit I, game. That was my game. That if I want to just get in and shoot shit and like have fun, uh, I would play it. So, yeah, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I remember uh, I've had some good moments in that game where <laughs> we tricked the system and and just like won matches by fucking everybody else over. <laughs> me and uh, me and Tagging. Our, our famous story where we legit stayed in the back of the camp of the map, like by our spawn. We just stayed back there, and the enemies couldn't get to us. And it was just me and him versus like fifteen people, and we just waited till there was one guy left on the other team. <laughs> it literally <laughs> took about half an hour. We were trolling them for half an hour. We wouldn't move forward, so they couldn't get past the line to get to the back where we were. So they were trying to snipe us and all this stuff, and. Finally, about half an hour later, me and Tagan finally, the last dude was left alive, and we ran at him, and I think Tagan ended up spawning as a Jedi, and that dude was a <laughs> Jedi, so it was like two Jedis fighting, and I was just standing there watching him fight. <laughs> it was like Darth Maul versus, like, fucking Yoda or something. It was like two Jedis, just, it looked like a movie scene or something, where they were just both just fighting it out, and I'm just standing there with my gun, like, hmm. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, well, you get those uh, Jedi characters and stuff like that. You just die. I, I just turn and run. You know, when I see like a Darth Maul coming at me, oh, or, hell yeah, or the Yoda, yeah. especially Yoda. Yoda scares the crap out Yoda's of me. Yoda's fast, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, little oh, fucking on, little green fucker running around doing backflips and shit and floating around. It's <laughs> scary, dude. Flopping <laughs> all over. Hell yeah, I'll run across the map. I have. I've never played it. And I, 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 it was later on when I tried to actually get in and play this mode. Did you ever play the Ewok mode? Yeah, that mode is cool. I yeah. hear that's pretty cool. And every time I try to get in, it's like there's nobody playing it, and I can't oh, get into it. Man. But like, it looked like it'd be a really fun it's mode super cool because you start off as a yeah, you start off as a stormtrooper, and it's really dark on the map. Like it's like pitch black, and all you have is your flashlight. Your flashlight, yeah. Then you hear the little fucking. Boop, 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 boop. You hear like the little fucking Ewoks making their noises and shit, and you hear them running around. And they yeah, can throw like fun, they throw like this fucking thing like this pouch that they, they carry this pouch of like fucking magic dust or something. They throw it at your face and it stuns your fucking stormtrooper. And you like you see like double and shit like you can't see right. <laughs> so like they can fuck Stunned. you up and kill you. Yeah, they stun the fuck out of you, dude. And it's fucking crazy. Um, There's yeah. a new co-op horde mode. There is. I heard a uh, pinpoint talking about yeah, it. Yeah, that's uh, what I heard. FNG. And see, the problem is I want to try these modes, but I think on PC, that game is pretty much dead. Yeah, it's probably like Anthem at this point. I mean, how popular it was it's Star Wars, man. though. There's, a, there's always at least a small too, there's diehard Star Wars people. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't have any problem getting into the Assault games, but I mean, that's a completely different mode. But And then, too, when I was in the Assault mode, I think I did that new map like five times in a row. Like, we did... The new map has like the real like vegetation area. Then the next one, you're kind of like on this ship, and you have this big reactor thing that we was trying to right. destroy. And you're going down these hallways, and you're trying to shoot this thing. And there's doors. It's a rotation. Yeah, those and, maps are really good. Yeah, like, those are fun. I like Star Wars a lot. I like that one with the reactor. Like you said, it looks so pretty. That looks like I feel like I'm in the movie. But yeah, it was. It, it's a lot of fun. Um, another game. Jesus, uh, you mentioned about some about strategy games. I'd like you to check this one out sometime. This is this would be on my pass when you get back to my Mayo pass here. Okay. Um, I, I've told Gunny about this game before, and he tried it and played a little bit. Is a uh, Battle Tech? 
And this game is a lot like XCOM. But I went ahead and fired it up again over the week. And uh, so it's been a while since I played it. So I'm like, I'm going to start fresh from the beginning. And so and I forgot at the beginning of this game, they give you like choices early on. So there's like eight choices that I have your background, like for your main character in it. And if you make this choice, it gives you plus one gunner for your ship. If you make this choice, it gives you plus one piloting for your ship mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. And then you get another one's like plus one for tactics. So you, as a commander of your mech, it affects you have like little perks you can give to your mech by being a different skill set commander um so you, you do that then it turns around and asks you about your background as in like uh you were from like a wealthy family that a couple things happened what happened that you lost your family your family all died but did your family die because you know your company went bankrupt and you, you your family did this and this to this to get money and they all end up dying and just different things like that but you end up being a loner it so feels like it's like that choose your own uh background that's what i yeah, kind of got from yeah and so i'm just kind of like okay well, like how relevant is this you know um i get into the game and, and the very first thing is what they kind of outline is um you're on you're on this planet and you have a lot of mechs and stuff and you have this this lady who was with you who, who she is becoming she is a princess, and she is going to be taking over rulership of this country. And you are in a mech, and you are going to like kind of walk her into town in this battle mech. And they're going to have a big ceremony for her as she's, you know, knighted the the ruler of this this country or whatever. Mm. And so you, you're going down this road, and you have your mech, you have hers to control, and then you have another guy who was supposed to be like this all-time great mech teacher, and he was like your your teacher, and he was the teacher for this new leader. And so you go up, and as you come into town, you come into the ceremony, you find some buildings are destroyed, and there's like three mechs, and you, you're like, you know, what happened here? What's going on? Why why did this happen? And the mechs, they, they, they give some kind of excuse. They're like, oh, something something happened. We don't know. We just got here, and, and the place was already burning and on fire. And this is like an outpost working right outside of town. And and you're, the guy that teaches you and stuff, he's like, no, 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 no. He goes, I can see. He's like, your mechs have scars and, and are beat up, and you, you've been hit with laser fire. And I can tell you were just in a fight. And so you actually call them out and they attack you so you get to it's turn-based strategy just like an XCOM, top-down view um your mechs have a level of like one through four so like a light mech could be a one um a little bit lighter mech could be a two then a three then a four is like you're heavy and uh so you know what's going to be next in the next turn so at this point in time all the ones move so you move all your ones around on the map you end your turn and then the computer moves their ones and then you're moving your twos and vice versa but so it's a game where you end up fighting other mechs just like the same style as XCOM you have like a percentage of hitting and stuff like that but but where it's where it's unique is when you go to attack a mech say if you kind of maneuver yourself to the right side of this mech all your weapons are going to hit the right side of that mech you are attacking and you're going to damage or expose like the the hull of that mech and you can actually hurt the driver in the mech or you can just pretty much take the mech out altogether so you're going to choose whether you want to attack it from the front from the left from the right or try to get behind it you can take them out faster because the mechs are weaker from behind and also before you attack 
you can you can see the loadout of the mech like what guns are where so like you'll see these guns and he'd be like he's got three lasers on his chest and he's got two rocket launchers on his on his arms so you like okay i want to take out these lasers and so you can focus your fire on that part of the mech and hitting them square on and, and disable his lasers so when it comes to their turn to attack you can actually not have to have as much damage taken on you um the other thing is too when you do an attack it shows all your weapons equipped on your mech and you can turn on and off which ones are going to fire because you have limited ammo. So like, it's going to tell you a probability for the, that web, particular weapon hitting the, your target. And so if you have a 0% probability, say there's like an obstacle in your way or something like that, it will um, tell you, you know, you have a 0% hitting with, with this laser. So you can actually deselect the laser so you don't fire and consume any ammo. So then it's turn-based, you know, as you go through, you beat you beat the first little three mechs, you get into town, and, and you find out, there's like a couple little cussings that happen, you find out basically that your uncle didn't agree with the way uh, your family ruled, and he decided to overthrow, and so your uncle's the one attacking, and they're using mechs, and um, they're like, get to the rally point. We have to get you out of here. You know, got to get the princess out of here. So you go to this rally point in the game. It tells you where you have to go. And it's like a ship that's going to take off. Well, as you as you fight your way there, there's going to be different tanks and stuff. you got to fight to get there. And when you get there, you're, the princess she pretty much gets in a ship. And these other guys show up with other mechs. And your mech gets pretty much disabled all of a sudden it's like oh no your mech is overheated and it becomes absolutely worthless and and your instructor that taught you and the princess lady um tells you no just eject just eject there's no way you can win this fight you know you're you're just gonna get slaughtered anyways you know and they tell the princess it is take off and get off this planet and and live to fight another day and try and Mm. try to rule come back and take over and so you eject and the princess takes off and the guy that stays to try to fight off all these mechs, he's like by himself, you know, and they attack him and blow him up and they show a cussing of him pretty much dying. And then it shows the princess flying up in the sky and you see her ship get shot down. So it, it gets completely destroyed. And this is like broadcasted on their TV. So now they're like saying, you know, I am now the ruler of this planet. You know, the uncle is saying that, you know, she is dead. I'm the complete rightful ruler. And so it becomes like a military and types of government on this planet now. Damn, why is it always the uncle or the aunt trying to it always kill you? Never trust the uncle or the aunt, man. Like, they're always trying to kill you to take power from your me. in-laws, or not your in-laws, but your, like, yeah, in your dishonored, kinfolk. Dishonored 2, it was the aunt, wasn't it, that came back and tried to kill the princess or whatever, or the queen? I don't know. Yeah, it was. The aunt came back and she was like, I want power, fuck you. She froze everybody to some shit. Always the aunt or the uncle. Yeah. This game sounds so, cool. Um, I mean, kind of. But the rest of the game, from there, basically, you kind of wake up and you, you're rescued by some random passing buyers who are kind of like a uh, guy like for hire. And so, basically, they, t- they grab you and your mech and they're like, yeah, your mech was sabotaged and stuff. That's why it overheated and wasn't working right. And they repaired it. And the game kind of kicks off from there is, is you're basically a mercenary and you got to do freelance jobs to make money and build a team of mechs up. Mm-hmm. And so, you can buy different mechs. You can get, like, faster ones. But you can swap out parts and you can be like, okay, I want to take these guns off of this arm and, and equip it with this. And you have, like, a... a uh, 
a weight factor, I guess you'd kind of say. It's like, okay, you can only put so much stuff on one arm or something like that where you reach your limit and stuff. So you got to be like cautious of how you want to build your mech. But, but you can change out like, okay, I want to do like all rockets or I want to do lasers. But when you use lasers, they make your mech overheat easier and you got to watch your temperature levels of your mech and stuff like that. So that's where the strategy is at in the game. And then everything's turn-based. You know, it's that top-down. You can scroll down and you can zoom out. You know, you can pan the camera around which way you want. But I recommend it. I really like it. It's, it's, it's a fun game, especially if you like mech stuff. You know, uh, Ghost Nico is a big fan of games with mechs, and he's, he's played this a lot also. Um, but it, it, it's a pretty fun game. It, it's a lot like XCOM if you like yeah. XCOM, with a little bit more depth with the fact that you have to decide where you want to attack and which weapons you want to use and, and manage your your loadout that you have because you don't want to waste all your ammo because you could get to the end of the mission and then you've only got a few missiles left or something, you know, and you have like a boss fight and you're like, well, crap, now what am I going to do, you know? Right, and I like how it even has that feature just like an XCOM where I think it's like, I forgot what it's called, but it's like hunker down. Yeah, right? yeah, you could do like a uh, like a hunker down. So basically if you start to overheat or there's something wrong with your mech or something like that, you can skip your turn and you get like a defensive yeah. buff. That's it. Yep. That's what I like about that where yeah, you don't want them to move or you don't want to move them too far or yeah, they might overheat or Yeah, or if you make them cool. sprint, it has a little arrow beside it where you're going to move and like the more arrows, the more evasion you have. So like if you sprint really far on the map, you can go as far as you can and you go toward trees and you're hiding in like a forest with your mech. You're bigger than the forest, but you're, you're like standing in the forest. It yeah. adds evasion yep. points to you so that you're actually harder to hit. And then when they do hit you, uh, let's say they miss, it'll say minus one evasion. You lose one evasion point for that turn. To, or sometimes it'll still hit you, but maybe like only one rocket of the five will hit you. So you don't take much damage. The other cool thing is, too, when you are moving, you're knocking over the trees. I don't know if you notice that gun or not, but when you move your mech around, if he walks through a building, he crushes the building and collapses it as you're walking through it, and the trees are falling over as you're walking through them and stuff, which is kind of neat. Yeah, and it's cool, too, to like to actually like, rocket over a hill or like a small... You know, yeah, like, with like yeah. a little uh, thrust that you yeah, can... Yeah, the kind thrust of is pretty cool. Leap. Yeah. And then, too, you can even jump on other mechs. Like, you can knock them down and... So you can, you can make them lose their balance, and you can actually do a jump and land on them, and it does a lot of damage to them, but you also have a risk of falling over yourself. And when you fall over, basically, you, you're going to lose your next turn. So your mech is pretty much disabled, and it takes that whole turn for that mech to get back up. And, you know, a lot could happen to it while you're on the ground. So Yeah, good. yeah a lot of strategy involved, for sure. Yeah, I need to get back and play that game. But the last game I played is a game I sent a picture of to Gunny and you last night, Jesus. And this game is called Scum. And this is a game that's been out for a little while, too. And I haven't played it in a while. But I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get back in there and check it out, see what they've changed. I know they've done updates since I've last played it. Let's check it out. And it's a crafting survival game um, where you pretty much start with nothing and you are wearing like a prison suit and this game has like the biggest map i mean it, it just takes huge. forever to get to anywhere like you're just running 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 and you just don't see anything for a while and it's all mm. like forest like a daisy kind of thing almost or yeah it's it's i would say it's probably like the size 
of the biggest PUBG map, you know, but you're by, you know, you, you can play with other people, but, um, you just don't see people for a while. But, uh, so you basically, you have to craft everything. And so the first thing you want to do is grab like two stones and you can make a knife out of those two stones. And so you have, when you, when you have a knife, you got to put it in your character's hand and you can run over to trees and you go over or a bush and you, you, you can cut the bush and you'll make it into sticks and stuff. And if you can find a couple long sticks, you can actually make spears. And with the spears, you can put like two on your back and you can carry one in your hand. So as you're going through the game, as you're running around, you want to look for what they call a puppet, which is like a zombie person. And you can throw a spear at them. And, and, and unless you pierce them right through the chest, it's not going to kill them. They'll turn around and kind of run at you. But then you take the one off your back and you put it in your hand and you can swing it and just kind of beat them to death. Because they're kind of slow moving. You know, they don't they don't come at you like real fast. Not like not like World War Z or anything like that. They're kind of more like a Resident Evil slow zombie, you know. So you, you beat them up and they, they finally die. They're on the ground. And you take out your knife and you have the option to like chop them up. So you chop them up into little pieces. And so like... It shows on the ground all these little pieces. It shows like their head and their torso and their legs and stuff all laying around. And you're like, man. And basically, you can take like the bone and start making parts. You can start taking the meat and you can make a skewer and you can heat it. And, and that's going to be your, some of your food because your character also gets hungry. So you, you have a so you good. have a full you have a full uh, health system to where like your characters have to like use the bathroom and stuff. So like you could be like playing a game and all of a sudden. You, your little meters like your character has to use the bathroom it's kind of hilarious but but it has this full like tab that you can go to uh, you know you get your inventory and you can see what's on the ground and you get your crafty menu but you also have your health menu for your character and it will say like how full your stomach is you know what's your your bladder levels and all that stuff so you got like <laughs> everything like oh man i don't want to get into blood pressure right, right now, now. My bladder level is like three quarters of the way pole. You know, you can go like pee in the woods or whatever with your character, and it's just funny. But uh, it, it's it's really complicated crafting survival, and the aspect is it doesn't tell you very well what you need to do what. So the game just puts you in there, and you just figure it out. Like the best thing I can suggest is to use YouTube to learn how to start in this game because you're probably going to be lost and you're just going to give up on it right away. Um, I don't know if you tried, have you tried it at all, Gunny? No, I haven't tried it, but I, I, I did start watching it day one out of, out of the gate, watched on Twitch. Mm-hmm. And it just consisted of people like pissing on each other, cutting up zombie meat, like exactly like what you said, carving the bone. Um, but what I'm curious about is it, the what like the videos I've or some of the streams I've seen is where people have full on kits and assault rifles and light machine guns and things like that. Yeah, and I'm so like, what's the objective towns. of this game? I don't think they really gave it an objective. <clears throat> it, it, it's PvP. Like you can kill each other, and that's some of the tenseness of the game because you can like walk into a town and you'll see like two or three guys running around and they'll have weaponry on them, and you can talk. You have like like a proximity chat you know you're like hey everybody you know i'm just gonna pass through i'm not this is like that this is like that one game that fucking other game that's like PUBG that fucking you can run into people and they fuck you up and kill you right yeah this is pretty much a lot looking like it looks like PUBG. it kind of plays like PUBG, and they can they 
But yeah, but it's like a. It, but is it? I'm thinking of also like, is it also like where Arma Three, where you can code to like a safe zone where you can't shoot people, or you can always use weapons? No, I think you can always use weapons. I think the only way you're safe is when you log out of the game. Like mm-hmm. it's you run around, you can build a little tent out in the middle of nowhere. Like if you have the materials, you can like just put up a little tent. And I think that becomes like a save point. Like if you die, okay, Arma Three you're gonna does respa- that. You're gonna respawn to that tent, but you're gonna lose all the gear you were carrying. Oh, okay. So you have to hmm. go back and try to get it if you think you can. You know, but um, you mean where your body was at that time? Yeah, or? yeah, where your body was at. All that stuff would be laid down. Hence, it's if you're not looted. You know, like because yeah. if you kill, if you're killed by another player, they just might loot you, or they'll just take some of the stuff, and you can back at least retrieve some of your items. Um, all your clothing has like different little squares, like on how much it can carry. So, like when you can make like coats and stuff eventually, or you can find a coat from a from a dead zombie that has like eight pockets in it. We're like, okay, well, the one I have right now has three pockets. I can't carry very much. I'm gonna go ahead and grab this coat. So if somebody that kills you, it was an upgrade to them. They're probably gonna take it, you know. Mm. And but they're gonna leave theirs behind. Or you can just cut it up. You can cut it up into rags and turn it into band aids. So when your character actually gets hurt, you can bandage yourself. So you can take the clothes from the puppets that you kill or from other people and chop them up into pieces and actually turn it into you know band-aids or or different things you can get lighters um there is guns in the game and guns and ammo are really hard to come by so it's like okay you may find a gun but you may not find any ammo for, okay. for another couple hours so, you know, you sounds like what they did stuff. was they took some of the best of other games like rust and daisy mm-hmm. uh, you know and just kind of threw it in made this game because i because one of the video streams I was watching where they come into like this warehouse and I also saw some AI stuff because there was like a, like a small bot or mech or whatever and it had guns on it I'm like okay so you can actually you probably want to avoid that and just yeah, so avoid everything that's going to try and kill you there's these military zones that have like these bots that patrol so you think of like uh, a giant the mech the bad guy mech from Robocop the big two legged yeah. one that that's what it looked around. like yep that's what exactly. it reminds me. And they patrol, and them things are lethal and really hard to kill. So you gotta like almost coordinate with another person. You want to get in there with some other people because it's it's gonna take a lot to take it down. And you can take it down, but it takes a lot. And so you can get in this military base. If you, or you, best way to do it is sneaking. You know, try to come around, and they have cameras. You can see where they. You know, they have like a field of vision kind of. So when they turn around and they're looking around, you're like, oh, okay, okay. So I remember I, I seen the ones one time in. The, so we go sneaking around him, you know, and I and I get in this facility, and I'm like hiding inside there, and I hear this mech walking around, and you're just, you know, just walking around, and, and I'm like, ha ha, it can't it can't get to me now. I'm inside, right? And and next thing I know, I'm not I'm not being quite so cautious because I cause I know it's outside, and it, and somehow it knew where I was at, and it started shooting, and it like shot. I can't remember if it was through a wall or if it was like through a little opening, and and that stupid thing killed me. <laughs> I ended up dying and losing all yeah. my stuff, and, and I had a really hard time getting back there. So the next time I go back there, I have very minimal gear. You know, I'm like, okay, I'm going back there. All my stuff's dropped, and and the the path I try to take 
has like 15 zombies walking around right there. And if you kill one, it gets like the attention of all of them. So they all started rushing at me and it became like a lost cause. I just gave up on my gear and was like, okay, I'm just going a different direction at this point in the game. <laughs> you know, I'm not. Yeah. Stamina. Not that's there. what I'm thinking of. It does have that stamina bar, right? So you can only run so far and you're like, yeah, I got to piss. I got to poop. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. You got all that. Like you, <laughs> the weird thing about running, you don't hold shift. You actually scroll your mouse wheel. So if you roll your mouse wheel forward, you start full running if you click it back a little bit you slow down your run and if you ro- keep rolling all the way back you actually just go to a, a normal walk so like you can just like control like how fast you run it's not just run or walk it's literally you can control how much okay. speed you're using so you can be okay i only want a yeah, half run or do a little trot you know so you can kind of do a trot to save some of your stamina you know but but yeah you can run into situations where you're trying to run for your life and your character gets tired and if you're you can change whether you're a heavy set character or a skinny character and that also changes like how much stamina you have so if you're heavier set you can't run as long as a as a as a skinnier character so hmm. interesting yeah I, yeah, I haven't watched any streams lately on it. I haven't hasn't been trending, but I'll, I'll yeah, definitely check it been, out. I think I downloaded it. It's been out for a long time now. Like it's this game, I kind of felt like back into they they had an update. Like I think in August, I think it was. So I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna just jump in and check it out. There's probably not many people playing it anymore. They're just fun to kind of just get in there and tinker around and craft a little bit and kill a couple of puppets and just to see what they changed i didn't notice a whole lot of stuff that they changed the only thing i noticed right away in the the character creation there's like a a nudity slide bar where you can turn it on and off where it has like full nudity and stuff so it, but it's by default it's on so and you can do a male and female character now before it was only a male character you could make when i played right. it yep when it first came out. i'm not sure how long ago they added that cool man Good old survival games. Cool, yeah. Woo! So, we got Brink over there yet? Brink's falling asleep over there. Brink's yeah. Let's talk about survival Brink. Not shooting games. games anymore. What's up? What's up? Yeah. What's up? Party. Yeah. What's going on? What else did you play, Brink? What did I play? Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, well, I'll try and be brief because I know my connection is jacked up because it is always jacked up on Skype for some reason or any time I try and do anything anywhere with anyone. But, yeah, I got a random email that said I was invited to, like, the uh, Halo Reach MCC uh, flight test. <gasps> so I downloaded that, my 1S, because I sold my 1X. So that sucks, but I downloaded it on my 1S and it's pretty sweet, man. Like Halo Reach, I suck at it, but it's fun and it runs good and looks really good. Awesome. Am I, am I breaking up? Oh, just a little bit. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that that that's an old ass game, but it held up really well, man. I think people are going to be really pleased when it comes out, if it ever comes out. So, and hopefully one day it'll come out for the PC. That'd be nice. Um. Anyways, I played some Destiny 2 Shadow Keep and it was pretty sweet at first and I was like, yeah, this is worth the $60 I just spent. And then like an hour later, I was like, this sucks. So, that Wait, sucks. So, so, is this on, this is on PC, right? <laughs> yeah, this is on PC. Okay. So, is there is um, that light yeah. Well, no, the thing is, 
what Bungie always does, and they just reused fucking everything from like their old shit. Like it's all the same enemies, it's all the same, it's like the same maps. It's all D1 stuff. It's all Destiny 1 stuff that they brought forward and charged us for it. It's bullshit. It's really bullshit. And it's lazy. And oh. I don't know. Oh. Yeah, I still like, I, I still have like a deep love for Destiny. That game will always have a place in my heart. Like, I think the shooting and the, the uh, aesthetics and th- that game just feels good to play. It feels good. Yeah. But this was a cash grab DLC. It really was. And I'm, I'm yeah, pissed I, really... I spent $60 on it. I should have spent that $60 and pre-ordered Modern Warfare or something. I, man, I was just really hoping that like the amount of time from the last update, I was going to do it up good, man. For $34, $35 bucks for Shadowkeep, I thought oh, that's going to look really good. But I've just been watching just raids and stuff like that. Yeah, you know what? Uh it might be different for me if I raided. I'm not a raider. I raided in the first game because I actually had like a group of people I played with consistently, yeah. and now I don't. You know, I switched to PC. I don't have any friends on PC. Like I'm, j- I just lone wolf it. So I haven't been raiding uh, or doing any of that stuff. So for me, I'm basing the the expansion off of the story, and the story is not very good. It's really not. It's it's like. <sighs> Go go into this cave and fight this boss that you fought in Destiny One, and then okay, and now if you want to continue, you need to go shoot ten aliens in the head, and then go here and find this guy and kill him, and then we'll give you the next story mission. And then you get it, and it's just okay. Now go fight this other boss from Destiny One that you fought, and it, I don't yeah. know. It just felt felt cheap to me. It was disappointing. I mean, it's cool. The nostalgia is cool, but at the same time, it's bullshit. Yeah, I was watching Nipron, one of our community members, and he was he was streaming, and he goes, he goes, Gunny, don't you remember this from uh, from Destiny One? I'm just like, and I was like, I was kind of thrown from it, and I'm like, what are you playing? Oh no, it's the Shadow Keep. I'm like, oh, so yeah. they're throwing shit from Destiny One? Is that what they're doing? They just <sighs> they just kind of tweak some things exactly like what you said. And Why I thought, can't oh. we? Why can't they design some new enemy types? Why can't they design some new weapon types? Like, why do we just have to keep reskinning and reusing the same things over and over and over? It just, it just eventually, it's it's just not fun anymore. And that's why I mainly stick to Crucible. Like, the I love the PvP in that game, and I I'll grind that for hours upon hours. It just I love it. And that's one of the the few games on PC where I'm actually as good as I am on the Xbox version. So that's cool. But I don't know. That's pretty much it. Um, What I did do is I went and bought a new monitor. Uh, I've been playing on on a 1080p 144 hertz monitor for a while. But I keep wanting to switch to my TV. Like I have a 30-foot HDMI cable and I will run it from my PC over to my living room TV because it's like a 4K HDR TV and games just look amazing on it. And I'm, I got yeah. sick of wanting to do that, of wanting to play on my TV. So I said, screw it. I'm just going to grab my best buy card and I'm going to buy like the, mo- I'm not going to, I'm not going to cheap out. I'm going to buy a monitor I want and I enjoy playing on. So I bought this like BenQ monitor. Uh, it's 1440p HDR, 32 inch curved monitor. And it's freaking awesome. I love nice. it. Super immersive. Like, I did not think the curved monitor would make such a difference, but it's insane. Like, 
every game feels different now. I can't explain it. You have to experience it to understand it. And I think, Mayo, you play on a curved monitor, don't you? Well, my, my other monitor, I have, I have two monitors, and, and the one I have is a 34-inch ultra-wide. So yeah. the regular monitor is, is a 20 or a 16 by 9. This is 21 by 9, so it's a little wider. And, yeah. But it is, yes, it is, it is curved. And I, I know exactly what you're saying. Like, the immersion of it is a lot more. Like, you just hmm. feel a lot more immersed. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like... I, it's hard to explain. It's it's not 3D, but it just it. You wouldn't think it being two feet in front of you that it would feel like it's sort of wrapping around you, but it does feel like that. I don't know. I don't even understand how it works, but it's it's very immersive, and I've just been loving it. I've been playing all I my think, all my games for the first time again. It's crazy. I think it's because you're so focused on the center of the screen. You just kind of catch everything with your peripherals as you're That's playing. What I was so thinking. I'm just like trying to different, understand because you know, because you're sitting close to it. You know, people people that are on console players or like you Xbox guys out there and PlayStation guys out there is when we say. I have a 34-inch monitor or I have a 32-inch monitor. You're like, oh, that's nothing to my 70-inch TV, you know, kind of thing. But when you're only sitting a foot away from your monitor, that thing seems twice as big. And I never noticed, like, lack of screen size with what I have. You know, my, my other monitors right. are 27 and one's a 34. They always seem adequate in size. Like, I don't know if I'd want to play in a bigger monitor, actually, but I really like playing, like, my single-player games or my top-down games that are like your RTSs and stuff like that on my ultra wide because it just looks really, really, really cool. Yeah. But, so yeah, maybe that's what you're thinking, Brink. Maybe you're seeing as you're focusing on the center of that screen so much, your your peripherals are still catching monitor, you know, on the sides because it's kind of curved. Yeah it, and, yeah. it just it gives it a, a new depth, and that on top of the HDR, like the HDR on this monitor it works man like there i can see the difference like it's a huge difference and between that it's and i bought a new desk too so like i i just have all these things happening at once and for Um, once i feel like i'd rather play on my monitor than my tv and that's a really cool feeling like i've I've been digging that for sure um i was just gonna ask you something how was i know how was the hdr i know the hdr is kind of becoming a newer thing for monitors and i heard early on monitors they were talking about hdr and they didn't actually have the contrast ratio that true hdr has and yeah. is this one got like a little bit better contrast ratio i mean it's not it, like we're kind of catching up in that aspect but how is the hdr compared to like your hdr on your tv like is it it's still actually it's it's pretty comparable because this monitor is actually has a va panel so the contrast ratio is very good. It's got some nice dark inky blacks, and it's very comparable to my TV. The only difference is my TV has local dimming. So, you know, the TV can make things, you know, like little highlights here and there pop a little more intensely uh, mm-hmm. than the monitor. But the monitor comes very, like, it's impressive. Very impressive. Worth the money, man. And, you know, I, I and anybody who's considering, you know, who's considering building a pc or even uses a monitor with their xbox like do not skimp out on the monitor like holy crap it makes a huge difference it's a, you know it's probably made arguably more of a difference than upgrading my gpu did oh yeah like, yeah it can because once you start getting that better visual visuals it it makes a difference and not just because your gpu is going to make your graphics but like how smooth it is and the contrast ratios and the width and all that stuff yeah. really does make a difference in how how the game feels yeah, and and this ha- also has the FreeSync too, uh, whereas my other one had the first gen FreeSync. And from what I was reading, that that's mainly just like 
enables free sync with HDR, but I swear games all seem smoother. Like I, you know, I've had a, a stuttering problem with games for a while now. And right. I, the, since I've had this monitor, I have not had that. Everything has been smooth. It just works. It, it just feels good. Like I'm, I'm finally in a sweet spot where I'm able to just enjoy games and not worry about the technical stuff. You might. Okay, never mind. Never mind. I'm, I'm, I was getting ahead of myself. I say, uh, <laughs> I forgot that you had a, a, a Radeon graphics card and you use FreeSync. I was thinking right off the top of mind, like in my situation, I use NVIDIA card. It doesn't yeah. use FreeSync. But what they're doing now is uh, NVIDIA has G-Sync, for those that don't know. And basically, it matches the refresh rate of the monitor with the refresh rate of the card. So they're kind of communicating with each other. And they just they just run well, they pair well with each other. But you already use FreeSync and in, in, you know Radeon, so you're 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 fine there. But like yeah, in my yeah. aspect, um, actually, I was gonna say the control panel on Nvidia lets you use FreeSync monitors now with G-Sync. So before it was a really expensive option to buy a G-Sync monitor. I don't know if you ever seen those, but if you yeah. look at G-Sync on a monitor, it adds like two hundred dollars to the price. But yeah. now you can use FreeSync. You can use free sync on a g-sync monitor now yeah so or not a monitor that, but graphics card so i was looking at the samsung monitors and lit- it's the same monitor but one is free sync the other one is g-sync and they were literally like a 200 hundred dollar difference yeah it's insane like the is the g-sync do they have like some sort of proprietary hardware or is it all software yeah. based i mean it, it's all it's all uh, there's an internal chip in in the uh the monitors that they control the G-Sync. And so it just kind of works. But I think what happens is, is they kind of the, on the, on the PC side and the, the video card side of NVIDIA, I think they can recognize FreeSync now. Like they always could, I'm sure they just didn't want to turn it on because they want you to buy G-Sync. Yeah. But they just kind of gave up and I don't know why suddenly it was like, here, we are now going to support FreeSync, you know? Yeah. So, well, and I would say I wish, uh, you know, uh, Radeon would be the same way, but there's really no point if you're a FreeSync user to go with G-Sync because there's not much of a difference between the two. It's except for one was proprietary to NVIDIA at the time and one was for, you know, AMD Radeon at the time. So, but yeah, yeah. What, I mean, obviously with the price difference, it makes sense for a, a, an AMD card to support G-Sync, but it'd be not. You know, if it was all just cross, it'd be nice if they all just use the same damn standard. And right, and I think that's what that kind of kind of actually said. They were kind of like, you know what? We're kind of tired of messing with this. We're just going to support FreeSync, is what Nvidia ended up saying. I think. Uh, oh, like, oh. how do I know if I have that enabled, man? Hey, um, Dude, so you, you, you gonna get, get the, the hell out of here? Yeah, where did this guy come from? This is PC talk, you console peasant. Um, so so Jesus, you're gonna go to the control panel for Nvidia on the bottom right. So I'm um, okay. Not the actual experience, not GeForce experience, but the actual control panel. Um, How do I do that? Uh, if you, uh, bottom right, bottom go to your right. NVIDIA thing, which is NVIDIA settings. Mm-hmm. Right-click and go to NVIDIA control panel. Okay. So this is going to open up. Okay. I'm there. Okay, step two. Oh, i got to find step two. I don't know why mine's not opening. Oh, there it goes. Just desktop <laughs> it was color settings. So I see where it says set up a G-Sync about three-quarters of the way down. Yeah. Damn. Click on that. And it's going to show your monitors down there on the bottom under number two. But the first one says apply changes, and it's going to hit enable G-Sync on G-Sync. 
G-Sync cable and just hit enable for all full screen. And then your next step, you're going to click on your monitor and it should say under step three to enable settings for the selected model. And you can turn on G-Sync for that model. That's it. Yep. And then that's all you got to do. And you just close it out. You do both monitors. So you're telling me this whole time I never had it on? I don't know. I've always keep mine. I keep well, mine for Windows. That box wasn't on, so I clicked the box, and now the box is on. Okay. So, so initially, when they first started doing this, they started doing this like uh, six months ago, I'd say roughly. Um, not every monitor had mm. support. So, for what it. am it I going to see like as a benefit? Well, um, I don't know if you're going to notice a lot. It's going to just seem a little smoother, is what they say. I don't. I don't yeah, even know. Reduces latency. So I cut out. Jesus, have you been playing without G-Sync on this whole time? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh wow! It's always for both Windows for real? and full screen. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. You, wait, how, you, but like, have you not been getting screen tearing? No, this stuff nonstop. No. So, so then, surely there was some some sort of G Sync working, right? Because you would be getting tears all over no, the place. No, no, well, not any tears. But, but he the has other a day, monitor, so like. The really, other... only time you're going to tear really is if your your game is doing say 200 FPS. And your monitor can only do 144, so it's the monitor can't draw as fast as the game is producing it. So it has to pick a point and cuts a line across your screen and refreshes everything to try to catch up. And so it's, it's kind of what happens when you get screen tearing. That's crazy. So for the most the part, only, since he's playing newer games, he's yeah. not going to see screen tearing so much because he's not getting over 144 hertz. I go um, 165. Now if he, yeah, if he dialed back. Yeah, you and your 165. You making numbers up over there? I, no, go, I got a, I got an Asus, bro. I got a I got a Swift uh, PGR 2780QR. That sounds fucking made what, up. Is that 1440p? Yes, yes, it is 1440p, 165 hertz. Man, yeah, those those are pretty is that much. One uh, HDR? No, I know it doesn't have HDR. Now I want HDR. <laughs> Fucking hobo talk. Yeah, I'll tell you what. With the new consoles coming out next fall, I think <laughs> monitors are going to make a huge yeah, resurgence because yeah. you know they're going to these consoles are going to produce high frame rates. Mm-hmm. Or, or yeah, high frame they're rates. They're going to have to. Or, um, people are going to need monitors. Don't skimp out on the monitor, people. Holy crap! I'm telling you, this one's going. I on. guess Do not. My last question for you, bring too, and I just kind of want to hit it for listeners too. Um, what kind of monitor did you get? Did you get a TN, IPS, or no? It's a, a VA. It's a mm-hmm. VA. Okay. That's how I'm able to get those that. those good uh, contrast ratios. So, and you know, people say with VA you're gonna get ghosting and stuff like that. I I'm not a professional gamer. You know, I've I haven't noticed anything like that. The colors ghosting, are all bro. super saturated. Blacks are nice and dark. Oh, I think it's freaking gorgeous. That sounds. I racist. love it. It's, it's way more saturated looking than my my uh, IPA panel that I had on my other monitor. So I don't know. I love it. I love it. It's amazing. It's sweet. I think wow. you're. I, I think like you're. Awesome. Ten would buy again. BenQ. Uh, what is it? I don't remember the model number. Hold on. I'm gonna tell you the model. BenQ number one for gaming. How do you see the model? How do you see the model number? Hmm. You might want to go into your control. Uh, you Q- your on, so I'm not sure. He turns the monitor Q- off. EX323R. Best monitor. Love it. It's awesome. I came from an uh, some Asus uh, VGQ something. It was a 1080p 144 this hertz. This is actually rules. 
It's on sale right now, ladies and gentlemen, for 400 bucks on Amazon. Sweet. This BenQ? Yeah. What the? I just paid 550 for this thing. <laughs> it's it's on sale. <laughs> that was like yesterday. <laughs> yeah. It's on sale for 400 <laughs> I bought my CPU like the next day. They're like, "This CPU dropped eighty dollars." I'm like, "Wow, that's good." Drive the car off a lot. You lost two thousand. Don't feel bad. I I paid twelve hundred for my ultra wide. So Jesus yeah. Christ, man! It's, it's only seventy five. It's only seventy five hertz. Two hundred twenty bucks right now. Fuck. I had that ultra wide for like a week before I sold it. It was, but the thing was, is it was 1080p. So when you stretch 1080p to a 21 by nine, it gets real blurry looking. Yeah, your pixels get bigger. Basically, what's going to happen because you got that much more landscape to cover. It is cool oh, though. If only sick. game supported it better. But it's yeah, awesome. The thing you run into in an ultra wide is some. A lot of the older games don't have support. A lot of the newer games are. You know, going that way now, but I still run into games. You know, it gives me some black bars on the side. I'm like, man, I paid all this money for this monitor, and I'm getting black bars. I might as well be playing on a 16 by 9 you know. Hopefully the new consoles will support that, too, ultra-wide. Surely they will. I think a lot of consoles... I hope so. I think you guys are correct with the fact that uh, monitors are going to become more popular here once the new consoles come out, because it's the truth. These consoles are are, touting 120 frames a second. I mean, people are going to want to experience that. Yeah, and that's actually a question dude, I get dude, at work gonna all have... the time. Um, guys I play with that are on console at my work are asking me questions about monitor. Like, hey, if I get a high refresh, you know, high refresh rate on my for my Xbox, you know, I'm gonna play better. I'm gonna, I think it's gonna be better. I'm like, well, it depends. I said, some of your games gonna be locked at 60 FPS. You're just wasting your money, you know, at this point. But I'm like, these next generation consoles are saying are gonna have a, a faster refresh rate. Then it's gonna be more worth it. But then someone would be like, well, I bought one the other day, and I'm telling you, I, it's better, it's better, I can tell it's better. He's probably seen the, the pixel refresh rate and stuff yes. like that being a little crisper and a little better on a monitor, because it's usually a little faster than on TV. But the frame rate, it's still going to be only running like 60, even though he bought a 144-hertz monitor, you know, so. Yeah. But I'm like, I mean, save up your next console, because it's going to be great on that. For sure. And, I mean, m- m- most of the time, that your monitor is going to have a way lower input latency as well so and that combined with when we get you know 120 fps on a console like people are gonna set their input lag is gonna drop from like 50 milliseconds all the way down to like 20 and it's gonna blow their minds because you can really notice it i just can't wait to hear the frame the uh, the fps argument when when they all start going 120 fps and oh my god they're going from like 30 to 120 it's gonna blow people's minds. It's, it, it's some gonna of the be people awesome. Aren't tech savvy, they're gonna just think it's so powerful that it just runs better, you know. And some people are just gonna be like, "Oh, there's something to this." But some people, I think, are just gonna be don't care. They just want to plug it up and play. They're gonna be like, "Oh, this is so much smoother, and this is so much nicer now." And they're not just no. And they went from 30 fps to 120 fps on a monitor, you know. And they're never gonna have it, an idea. I mean, but it's it's that temporal resolution that. You, people underestimate it makes a huge difference. Huge. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yes. I'm sure there's a lot of the PC corner. Shut up. <laughs> this is Fuck really you, fucking nerds, fucking nerds, and more like half hour. Your fucking and rates and fresh anyways. rates. People That's are like, it. get on the news already, please. The only come other on. thing I played was I was waiting for Jesus to carry me in Apex, and he didn't. So you're still waiting. 
Oh, good job, Jesus, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> All right, I guess that means it's news time. <laughs> Let's talk about video game news. news, ladies and gentlemen. I got some news for you this week. News for you. Things, What's the latest on the gaming front? Things are now heating up on the Xbox One store with the arrival of exquisite Beach Dancer HD+. God, <laughs> really? This is your news? <laughs> That's that. This is clearly Beach Dancer HD+. A thrilling experience as it weighs in at a hefty price tag of $100.99 in American dollars. You can find the link to the store below on the Xbox Store if that's what you're interested in. It says here the game is published and developed by Eros Tech. And it's a total of 221.12 megabytes in size at, a current, at this current point. <laughs> and it has a rating E for everyone. That's right. So what you're saying, that it doesn't have like jello boob technology. So listen, listen. Like that. If Xbox isn't the place for you to play this, Brink... This is also now available on the Windows 10 PC, mobile oh, Windows God. devices, Surface Hub, and HoloLens. These so are the highlighted. These are the highlighted features from the page of the store. Choose your dance steps. You choose to play with the model. Dance till you want. Get down in the dance-off mode, or get ready to dance till you drop in the endless dance mode. <laughs> dance modes. You can choose from varieties of different modes, beaches, dance in different environments ranging from the simple beach to populated ones. Says so here, the description in the store says as follows, quote, an engaging gameplay with real beauty character doing real dance steps in the, in the all possible ways. Play with model having total control for you to move in whichever direction you want with 360 degree support. Train your fingers and follow all the beaches to take the ultimate experience. Get ready to hip-hop, freestyle, belly dance, and other all-form dance for your way to glory. The best dance application is here. How to play. Control the model via a playable button. Locate the sticky dance model and click to perform the straightaway dance mode. (laughs) This is like... Who the fuck Chris released X this? Who released this on the Xbox for a hundred dollars and not the Xbox? How did this get past a the genius. Xbox? I'm just, I'm just sad. We probably lost Gunny as an online gamer. That's all he's going to play anymore. And yeah, he's going to go buy this now. He's just now on break. Exquisite dancer, you know. beach dancer HD plus. <laughs> I'm putting my cam. I'm putting two cameras up on my TV. Gunny, he's yeah. just streaming this twenty four seven. Hundred dollars and ninety nine cents, Gunny, on the Xbox store. Send me embers. Go and buy it now. Jesus, I feel right like now. you should stream uh, Beach Dancer, uh, and that could help grow your channel. You, you think know? so? Like just play this constantly yeah. on a loop. If you want to see me in the shortest shorts ever, guys, I might even send you a few embers. Oh shit! Oh hell yeah! <laughs> Go to Gunny Chief on the Mixer.com. <laughs> Follow me. Subscribe. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's move on here to some more news. Let's get some serious news here going on the Xbox front, or I mean on the gaming front. Our relationship in China had no influence on Blitzchung's punishment, Blizzard says. 
Blizzard President J. Allen Brock has slightly reduced Blitzchunk's penalty for calling for the liberation of Hong Kong. After a tumultuous week that saw the widespread fan outrage, a call for boycotts and two high-profile personalities withdraw from future events, Blizzard's President J. Allen Brock has issued a statement explaining the company's perspective on the suspension of Hearthstone's Grandmaster Chung, Blitzchung, and Y. Admitting that it reacted too quickly in imposing the punishment. Our esports programs are an expression of our vision and our values. Esports exist to create opportunities for players from around the world, from different cultures, and from different backgrounds to come together to compete and share their passion for gaming. It is extremely important to us to protect these channels and the purpose they serve to bring the world together through epic entertainment. Celebrate our players and build diverse and inclusive communities. <clears throat> it says here, Brock emphasized that the views expressed by Blitzchung when he said, Liberate Hong Kong, revolution of our age, were not a factor in determining his punishment, and that, quote, our relationship in China had no influence on in our decision. Instead, he said that Blizzard's only consideration were the Grandmaster's competition rules, which are in place to keep focus on the game and the tournament to the benefit of a global audience. Oh, okay. How, how are they going to say that after they posted on the Chinese social media, we will do whatever it takes to protect the interests of our country? <laughs> that was the Chinese. That wasn't Blizzard. God damn it. No, that was Blizzard posting on the Chinese social media. Yeah, I know. They literally said our country. It's like, yeah, so what? didn't they use the wasn't it, isn't it called like a WeChat or some shit on like the Twitter it's for China? Dumbass, yeah, name like it's that. I don't know. They're trying to WeChat. keep Big Brother uh, Tencent happy these, up there. These are yeah. some two-faced pieces of shit. That's what they are. Uh, other things, if you guys didn't know, is in in the tournament they don't let Taiwan fly the Taiwan flag. If you're a team from Taiwan, you actually have to say that you're part of China. Like, what? it's not it's not called Taiwan. It's called like something something Republic of China or something like that. What you mean, like while you're in China? Yeah. Like if you're competing over there. Okay. <sighs> yeah, mm. like if you show up to the tournament. As like a Taiwan team, you don't, you you can't say that you're from Taiwan. You can't represent Taiwan. So let me get this straight. So do you think this is just Blizzard just trying to say, oh, you know, we, we kind of stand with China on this, and then they realize they fucked up. Well, the thing right? is, just... they fucked up because you you are you fucked up because America is based on freedom, and and we are very we've we've experience freedom forever now you know what i mean like it's just it's what it is you know what i mean like that's what our country was founded upon and for them to like try to censor somebody's voice when they say oh you know like the free hong kong or whatever liberate hong kong whatever the fuck you said it's imposing somebody's freedom of speech and, and as americans i think they what? failed to realize that we were going to take that to heart and americans are very pro freedom and pro freedom of speech and you censor somebody like that, it's going to backfire on you most of the well, time. Well, I mean, here's the thing, though. It is a private company, and they have the right 
to tell somebody they don't want that shit here on their platform. And I kind of understand, you know, they don't want controversial. Th- this is a gaming tournament. Keep your politics out of it. Yeah, we, you know, people don't. They didn't come here to watch this gaming tournament to know what your politics are. We're already getting politics shoved in our face on everywhere we turn our heads you know that's true so i kind of understand that they they don't want it here but the problem is how they handled it they did the you know the 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 things they released like the press release to china and america how you know they were different and they just looked two-faced and i maybe they were too harsh on the guy and just the whole thing just blew up into this shit storm and they could have handled it better true and and i think they didn't they i don't know if they even truly admitted to their own guilt of you know, just overreacting and taking away his prize money and banning him for life and all this different crazy stuff where now they've kind of backpedaled. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure, though, because, you know, this has happened before. This is not the first time this has happened where somebody has gotten yeah. banned for doing something like this at a live tournament. I saw some, I forget what it was now, but I've seen a documentary before where this has this very same thing has happened and i'm sure it's in the rules i'm sure when these guys sign up for these tournaments they sign documents that say they're not allowed to you know talk about politics and stuff because it's a gaming tournament so you know they had these rules in place this guy broke the rules he faced the consequences and that's just the way it has to be but then i don't know i don't what, what? How could they have handled this better? What What could they have done? They Just said, have, fuck our rules? Yeah, they could have said nothing. Well, I guess they could have not acted so quickly. Yeah. Right? By taking away his all his prize money and banning him for however long they were originally planning on. Which yeah. I don't, and I don't now, know. And now, based on this decision, people are now going to go to BlizzCon, oh the biggest God. convention... I- and they're going to protest with Hong Kong flags. <laughs> yeah, Dude, that's, that's if real. If Blizzard were small, right now. they would shut this this thing down now, this BlizzCon thing. This thing is going to be a complete disaster. <laughs> them. It, yeah. How are they to, like redeem themselves after last year? Because last year went so bad, you know, and now... Yeah, it ended on a sour note, for sure, with the... Uh, yeah. The Diablo Immortal. Di- I was going to say don't Diablo. You, yeah, don't, don't you people yeah. have phones? Yeah, you guys want to play a mobile Diablo game? (laughs) That crowd, man. Oh, my God. We are in this, yeah, this age of just, like, extreme reacting to everything. And they are underestimating the the trolls on the Internet right now. Like, this is going to be bad. I think as a a company, like, whatever, I don't think they should have taken China's side. Personally, I, I think China is encroaching a lot of Americans companies and and quite frankly american culture and it it is it's the truth china is a communist country did they They, take china's side though they did when when you have when you have a your accounts saying you know hey we're going to do everything to protect the country of china when you have when you take somebody's winnings away complete winnings like he's a champion and you take everything away from him it's like if somebody won like the the Super Bowl, <laughs> you just fucking take away their whole thing because they say something against Trump or something. You know what I mean? Like you take all their winnings away. Just fuck it. You just you lost all your Super Bowl rings. You're not the champions no more. There's other teams of champions. Fuck you guys. We're not even we're not even gonna pay you guys anymore. You guys don't even get paid anymore for this. 
That's what they did to this kid. They took away all his earnings. <laughs> and his championship status and everything. I just feel like it, it's not... It isn't right, in my opinion. Um, so, yeah, Blizz, Blizz, Blizzard is definitely in damage control mode at this point. I think it would been better off, I think, just to cut the feed. As soon as they realized that he yeah. was saying something, you know, to support China at the time, and before the announcers had actually had time, you know, to duck underneath their desk, because they knew they were doing something wrong, too. They knew <laughs> they were going to get in trouble. You know, they were, like, wanting to hide, you know, behind what he was going to say. <laughs> so right. They had to have known this, that he was going to say something, that as soon as he started to say something, you think somebody would have been monitoring that channel and, and just shut it down, you know, and, and that would have been way easier to deal with than you think so you think by silencing him it would have been easier um maybe i mean this is more of a coulda shoulda thing but uh, yeah it's i don't know i don't know i think they i mean my personality is they should have not done anything really at that point and just because if they could have silenced him at least they could have been like you know what we're staying out of this and we don't want to represent Either, well, that would have been okay. my statement after, you know. You know, and Look, that's what I'm saying. We shut it down. We don't want any political view. We we just want to talk about the game, and we want to leave it to the game, yeah. and we don't want any of this other information in there. So I, we shut the stream down. Is what I would have done, as like a PR person for for uh, Blizzard, you know, or Activision. Yeah. Well, they know they screwed up. <laughs> yeah, I think they screwed up, and I think they shouldn't have done that. I think that they should have done nothing at the end of the day. I mean, I don't know. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. It is what it is. They're there to make money. And we see it now with the NBA right now as well with the with the current situation with the NBA and, and all that shit going on. It's, 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 it is what it is. <laughs> I yeah, mean, I guess South like Park, you were saying to Gunny, I mean, you see these NBA players speaking against the president now. That would be kind of like equivalent to us taking somebody's championship away if they're speaking out against the Trump, yeah. you know, the president, you know, so... Well, right now, the big thing that's going on right now is that some players in the NBA said something against the Chinese government. <laughs> and then the NBA took some of their coaches, said they're, they're with China, and some are not with them. And it's like a big deal in the NBA right now because China took down all the banners. Because China, they host a few NBA games a year. like they like Kind of mm-hmm. like how London hosts football games. China hosts a few NBA games because basketball is big over there. Right. Yes. And uh, apparently China told the, the NBA that they wanted those players suspended or something. Like they wanted them punished for talking bad about China. And the NBA said, no, we're not going to punish our players because it's freedom of speech. They can say what they want. So China took down all the posters promoting the NBA games in China. They took down all the posters they had up on the buildings and fucking billboards and shit. Right. They took all of them down the next morning. <laughs> Because <laughs> the NBA disagreed with them, and the NBA told them we're not going to suspend our players or or fine them or whatever. So it's like really. And I'm sure, there's probably a lot of money over in China too. Like you know, China's a big population, so that's a lot of sales. You know, because I'm sure they're selling jerseys and they're oh, yeah. selling all that kind of stuff. So you start taking posters down and you start taking away exposure to the NBA teams. That that hurts the NBA's pocketbook too. You know, and I'm sure China yeah. knows this. I, I no, I, I think so too, and um. Yeah, I don't know. It's fucking crazy, man. How like that whole thing is playing out right now, and and I don't know. We'll see what happens with Blizzard. I think that Blizzard shouldn't have taken a side. I think that they should have been smarter about it. I think that you're right, man. Maybe they should have just cut the feed or something and said, "Fuck it, we're cutting the feed real quick," you know. And oh, we had technical issues. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't know what happened. <laughs> what was he going to say? We don't know. <laughs> um, but they screwed up. Anyways, I know that some of you guys are out there boycotting Blizzard and you're deleting your WoW accounts and deleting your WoW and all that shit. But if you really want to boycott China, you have to boycott Tencent. So, yeah, good luck with that. Let me yeah. tell you about a few companies they are invested in in the United States. <laughs> yeah, a so lot. They pretty much they own 100% of Riot Games. That's League of Legends. They own 100% of it. They own, yeah, that's like they own one of the top games streamed on Twitch every yeah. day. They own 40% of Epic Games. They own about 11.5% of PUBG, Blue Hole. They own 5% of Ubisoft. They own 5% of Activision and Blizzard. They own uh, 80% of the Path of Exile developer, the publisher. They own 80% of them. Uh, and they own a bunch of like mobile games, like Supercell, the company that makes... Uh, What's that? Clash of, Clans. Clash of Clans and that all that shit. Clash Royale, Clash of Clans. They own about eighty-five percent of that company. <laughs> mm-hmm. Frontier Developments, the company that makes, for example, uh, Jurassic Park Evolution and Zoo Tycoon and all those co- all those games, like those strategy games, the Frontier Developments. Mm-hmm. They own ten percent of that company. Paradox Interactive, the company who makes uh, Surviving Mars and City Skylines and all those games, they own five percent of that company. Uh, they own also 100% of Shark Mob, and that is the, the like, uh, those people used to make The Division and Hitman. They, they they broke off and made their own studio called Shark Mob. They now own 100% of Shark Mob. As well as Discord. <laughs> uh, um, Bungie. So, uh, Dis- Bungie. Discord, Tencent invested $158 million into Discord. Mm-hmm. And they control over 20% of the, the chats in Southeast Asia. Tencent does. So, I mean, that's a big investment in Discord, and who knows how much of Discord they actually own in the U.S. And yeah, and Bungie, they own 5% of Bungie, and like a bunch of companies. This is fucking crazy, man. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to have to support them no matter what, unless you're going to drop a lot of games. Yeah, you got to drop a bunch of games. You, think about it. All your Ubisoft games, all your Activision games, all your mobile games, pretty much. you got to fucking drop those. <laughs> good luck. All I'm saying is good luck with that, man. I personally don't give a fuck. I'll still buy Call of Duty. Whatever. I know China is encroaching in the U.S. culture, but it is what it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I think it's safe to say they have your information. They do. Yeah, and, and China. Yeah. Think about if people are mad that China is encroaching on U.S. culture or our culture, which they are. But think about the United States back in the day when the United States became powerful after World War II. You know, we became a superpower. Our culture encroached on everybody else's culture. Think about how many people speak English around the world. That's yeah. them embracing our culture. It's going to happen. If you're a superpower, people are going to have to embrace your way of life and your culture because you are the superpower. And right now, China is becoming a superpower. It is what it is, people. Yeah. It is what it is. What's that, <laughs> what's that fucking Sorry. movie? That fucking movie, uh, wasn't it that movie Looper or whatever? Where, like, in the future, China is, like, the number one country in the world or whatever the fuck? <laughs> It's the future, motherfucker. Red no, Dawn. no, it wasn't Red Dawn. no. It was that movie Looper. Remember? Because they would like at the end. I of, just watched Looper the other day. I don't remember yeah. China being involved in that movie yeah. at all. China was involved in that it. movie because he had a 
the whole thing was they would kill the last person and then they would take all their gold and move to China or whatever and just fucking live in like Hong Kong or whatever. Like, Everything's fucking cool over here. <laughs> or huh. some shit like that. I forget. I think it wasn't it was, Bruce Willis, was it? I'm pretty sure it was Bruce Willis. Yeah, it was Bruce and then that other dude who they like made tried to make look like Bruce and it just looked real weird. Yeah, he didn't look like Bruce. Yeah. Anyways. Fucking, fuck you, Blizzard. We're supposed to be mad at Blizzard, guys. Fuck yeah, you. fucking Blizzard. Fuck Blizzard. Hong Kong number one. Moving China on. number one. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> Not China, Hong Kong. <laughs> Hong Kong number one. <laughs> Hong Kong number one. Uh, Dota's 2 latest update makes more MMR changes and cuts off chat for toxic players, Mayo. That's right. Mayo. Yeah, I've kind of seen, not, not complete, but, you know, like, Dota 2 is owned by Valve, and uh, my boy was playing Counter-Strike Go today. He was being toxic? And, well, in in the chat, for some reason, they, they just had a big update in the game, and it won't pick up his mic, or my mic. And so he's like, Dad, the mic isn't working through game, and so I'm, like, trying to mess with it, and I'm like, let me see it. So I'm going to in-game settings, and I'm going through, and there's an option in there to filter um, the opposing team chat, your team chat. So you can you can turn off the opposing team's chat. You can turn off your team's chat. You can turn off, you can mute individual players. But there was an option in there to eliminate uh, profanity and stuff like that in language. So it would actually has an algorithm or some way of knowing the language being used and it would cut it out. You could turn it on and off. So like I wonder real-time audio? Yeah, and so I wonder Whoa. if that's something that they are implementing in this when I see well, this article. It it talks about like some methods of reported players that weren't rate limited have been removed in order to improve the signal to noise ratio. And Valve is also taking steps to crack down on toxic players by disabling chat and voice functionality for anyone whose behavior score is below 3000. I didn't know you had a behavioral score. Oh, Lord. Yeah, I don't know either, like, how all of it worked. I just seen the options in, in the game, and I was like, that's pretty wild. That's a you know, you know who else has a behavior score? Chinese China. people. China. Yeah, there's some straight-out-of-black mirror stuff going on. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Yeah, in China, Lord. there is a behavior score for real life. Depending on who you behave in your day-to-day activities, they get a score on you. Isn't there like a social media wow. score too? Don't yep. you have social like, media you look score. at a you, certain way by yep. your social media? Oh no, not just social media, Mayo, but whatever. They they take your entire score, so your score is based on what you do during the day. For example, say you go to the store and you buy beer instead of water. Buying the beer negatively affects your score instead of buying water because you're being unhealthy. It's like buying cigarettes over like not buying cigarettes. That all affects your score, and the reason, the way they're able to track this is because of Tencent. Tencent runs the internet, Tencent runs the cameras that do the facial recognition, and Tencent runs the social media. <laughs> so they got your Jesus. score! Woo! Jesus. This also affects, like, your, your flights and stuff, too, if I remember it does. right. Yes, like, they, you they can't, can, like, fly certain yeah. places if your score is yep. so low. Like, mm-hmm. no, you can't fly here. You know, they they ban you from, uh, from, like, like booking reservations at certain hotels or buying plane tickets. They could ban you from all that. Hey, let me ask you something, because Jesus, you're on Facebook a lot more, <gasps> just like me. Do I got a bad social score? Do you think internally they have a social <gasps> score 
for each oh, year. Oh, fuck. Like, if they know. have a score on me, I'm going to hell. I'm getting arrested for my bad social score. <laughs> I hope they don't score our, 3, our Facebook chats, because that's where that's I would <laughs> be in the, I'd be in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> bad social score because of our Facebook chat. You know how they have those secret chats? They have secret chats or secret groups. Mm. Do you think those are the ones they focus on more? Those are the oh, ones that are. I'm part of one secret group. Can't tell you guys what it is. What? Dude, this, I guess this is where I was ahead of things. Dick pick group for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I got you know I had to end up doing a shared account with my wife at the time because we were just only tracking family before I ever messed with Facebook. That's the only. How did I know your on. social score, Mayo? Now they're mixing right, it see, with now, your wife. Right, yeah, so I'm just going to blame her. It's all her fault. She was looking at all those pictures. You know what, then? (laughs) Mayo, I think Jesus will invite us to his cross-dressing group in Facebook. Mm. Yay! No, it's actually, it's a meme group. I don't know, somehow I got invited to this meme group. So I'm always posting memes, right? And this chick, who I know for a long time, she invited me to this closed group. And it was like something, something secret meme stash. And all it is is like people posting memes in there. And some of them are really dark. And it's like, what the fuck is this group? <laughs> I yeah. up in here. It's fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. Dude, totally it's weird how there's a whole the, like, uh, culture of memes now. Yeah, it's fucking weird. I, I like the uh, Area 51. The it's the old memes, Brink. Memes. Memes. Meme. The return of the meme. Return of the meme. What were you saying, man, about the Area 51 group? Uh, I said, are you still in that Facebook group? I think I am. I think I got kicked out. Did you get kicked out? After it was done. They just disbanded it or something. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm no longer in it. I'm like, oh, man, they must have kicked a bunch of people out. They probably probably didn't like the behavior there. They seen what you did with Gibbs, and they were like, this guy's gone. They left him in there, and they were like, you're out of here, pal. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, like uh, this voice thing, it pretty much does have a social score, and if you go below 3,000, which I don't know how low that is, uh, you don't get to chat at all. It just blocks you. doesn't let you chat. Wow. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I'd be protesting too. I lived over there. Hell no. <laughs> Another news: Riot, who's owned by Tencent, has warned League of Legends streamers and players to avoid sensitive topics on the air. What's up with all this China news? This week, I know. Guys? What's up are, with all this silencing yeah. stuff? Are we silencing things? Ridiculous. Next thing you know, they're gonna try to silence our podcast for being anti-China or something. So oh, this podcast definitely banned in China. For well, sure. we're definitely banned in China. I'm pretty sure we're banned in China. I think we got an email once saying we were banned in China. And if we haven't been banned in China, we're going to be banned in China after By this episode. This episode <laughs> Kyle the likes China South Park. The, like South Park got banned in China last week. We're going to get banned this week. With the League of Legends World Championship group stage competition set to begin on Saturday... Riot Games has now issued a statement calling on the casters and players to avoid discussing, quote, sensitive issues during live streams. We serve fans from many different countries, China, and cultures, China, (laughs) and we believe this opportunity comes with the responsibility to keep personal views on sensitive issues, political, religious, or otherwise, separate. These topics are often incredibly nuanced, require deep understanding and a willingness to listen, and cannot be fairly represented in the forum of our broadcast providers. Therefore, 
we have now reminded our casters and pro players to refrain from discussing any of these topics on air. Our decision also reflects that we have at Riot employees and fans in regions where there has been, or there is risk of, political and or social unrest, including places like Hong Kong. We believe we have a responsibility to do our best to ensure that statements or actions on our official platforms, intended or not, do not escalate potentially sensitive situations. Didn't I'm I'm just trying to think if the NFL had done something similar back. Well, I think this is smart. I think this is smart to actually say. This is smart by Tencent. Tencent owns this company, Gunny. Yeah, but I don't know. I'm just thinking like let's just knock this shit off now before it this becomes an issue because you know somebody in the tournament's going to say something or just potentially let's just play the damn game and forget about the politics <laughs> set that stuff to the side yeah like jesus said though 10 cent owns 100 percent of riot so I this know, is really but... a chinese company saying this <laughs> yeah. hey let's not talk about that people I let's keep this under wraps <laughs> we, we don't want to talk about that too but still you know, and they've, and and I know also like right. We've read several articles over the last, let's just go back a year from sexual harassment all the way to straight up discrimination. Hmm. So you know, it's like, just damage. In response to this, in response to this, Epic CEO Tim Sweeney recently has said that Fortnite players will not be punished for political speech. Hmm. That's because he's pro consumer. Yeah, he's a he's a American <laughs> forest owner. America, right. fuck yeah. He's a prepper. He's a prepper. I'm a prepper. He owns a forest, man. He's a prepper. I'm a prepper. He's gonna just yell that when he goes on stage. I'm a prepper, guys. <laughs> Anyways, he has a secret plan with that forest. He's going to turn into a real life battle royale. Pretty much, you know, like I think secretly, like you know, you can build things in Fortnite. He's he's probably building walls, building walls around the whole. Uh, whole Another news: Uh, Fortnite land. Yep. World War II shooter Hell Let Loose is now free for the weekend. That's news. Woo! Yeah, big news. Okay, moving on to more news. Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven developer. Talks multiplayer, microtransactions, next-gen consoles, and switch port possibility, and more. Says here, CD Projekt Red's 2077, Cyberpunk, blah, 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 all that good shit. It's one of the most anticipated titles of 2020, and it came to PAX Australia this week. That's right. It's the first time they showed it in Australia, and, uh, yeah, so blah, blah, blah. Says here, uh, they don't think that the game's going to have any issues clearing classification, and... Australia, because they have a lot of sexualized violence in the game and all that good stuff. Um, but yeah, I don't know. This article is really long, Gunny. Give me the well, comments. it just talks about the potential censorship in Australia. It says he does not think there will be any censorship. Yeah. So, on the multiplayer, they said the following. They said, it's public knowledge that we want to make AAA games at the same time in the company. We haven't been able to, but now we're growing to a certain extent, and we might be able to do that in the future. At least we hope so. Uh, for microtransactions, they said, I think it's a bad idea to do microtransactions after you release a game. It seems like it's very profitable, though. 
It's probably a hard decision for the guy that runs the business to decide if we should do it or not. But if everyone hates it, why would we do something like that and lose the goodwill of our customers? Hmm. No. Oh, well. How sensible I like that. It sounds like they're not going to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for uh, post-release plans for uh, post-release plans for Cyberpunk 2077, they said here The Witcher's 3 free DLC with big paid expansions was a good model for us. It worked pretty well for The Witcher 3. I don't see why we wouldn't try to replicate that model with Cyberpunk 2077. We're not talking about that yet, but it seems like that would be the smart way to go. On the confidence in hitting the April 2020 release date, they said, A lot of people do feel good about the April 2020 date, and some people are scared about the date. It's a normal kind of mixture feeling about that date in the studio. That is a directive, and we need to keep that date. So, alright. And uh, on the power of the new consoles, this is what they said. It's going to be awesome. It's always cool to have new consoles coming out, and I can't wait to work on those things. We'll see what we can do with those. It's fun watching games evolve. They're looking more and more realistic, which is why I like working on games like that. The more powerful the technology or, or the consoles, the more it is good for me as a game developer. That's right. Yeah. So, there you go. On, on the possibility of a Switch port, they said... Who would have thought a game like The Witcher 3 would be possible on the Switch? So who knows? That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At, at 260p. At 100p. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Running at 22 frames a second. Lots you of... need one of those things like they used to have for the Game Boy that had like, it was a big magnifying glass that attached to it. Oh, there yeah, you go. Yeah, I remember that. Yep. Anyways. More news here. Uh, there's a new Nintendo Switch now available for 270 and eBay's huge gaming sale. That's right. eBay's huge gaming sale. Anybody buy games here on eBay? No. Nope. Soft? No, like Windows 10. That's about it. $3. I've never done that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. I've never bought like a console or a game on eBay. I just don't trust it. No, I just go to Amazon, right? So it says here that they have, uh, so pretty much they've, they've gone on sale now. So you can buy an Xbox One S with Gears 5 and NBA 2K19 for 200 bucks. You can buy one with Red Dead Redemption 2 for 225 With Fortnite, the special edition console, for 235 You can now get the Xbox One X bundle with the Division 2 for 374 The PlayStation 4 for... Or the PlayStation Pro, yeah, for 355 That's kind of expensive. How the fuck has the PlayStation Pro not dropped in price since release, dude? I know. It's because it's selling so well. God damn. I that thing is like... All those Xboxes are old inventory. They're trying to clear out before this new stuff comes Jesus, out. Jesus. That fucking... you look, it's all S's, S models except for the one <laughs> Xbox One X bundle with Division 2. <laughs> which true. Division 2 kind of sailed at this point in the year already. Like, you know, nobody yeah. really cares about Division 2. So they're, they're probably just get rid of, trying to get rid of old back stock. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Except for the PlayStation, you know, it's enough in demand where... Yeah. I mean, they do, yeah, they run out of stock. Pretty much all the major Switch games, like Mario, Zelda, Mario Kart, all that good shit, it's 45 bucks. Star Wars Battlefront 2 Mayo, it's on the Xbox, $17.54. Wow. I think I paid, two, I think, 12 for it on oh, the PC. Yeah. Xbox Live is on sale for 50 bucks for a year. 
PlayStation Plus is $39. And on the PC side, the Asus ROG Strix Hero 2 is down to $1,000 mm. from $1,699. The Razer Blade 15 is down to $2,700 from $3,000. The HP Omen 15 is down to $800 bucks from $1,096. The Acer Predator Helios 500 is down to $1,400 from $2,000. And the Acer Predator Helios 300 is down to 800 from 2000 That's fucking a huge drop. Still too much, though. <laughs> yeah. What is this, Haley? Helios 3. Oh, my. Oh, look at this laptop. laptop. Yeah, if you can't wait for a holiday release, then. Yes, yeah. You need it now. Here's good deals. I mean, a Predator monitor is going to be probably 144 hertz. Yeah. They usually all are. Or 240. Yeah, I say the next thing is 240. If it's 1080p. 1920 by 1080p. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're 240. Yeah. What? What? I mean, shit. What? You would need a crazy CPU to even at 1080p do 240 frames per second, unless you're yeah. playing CS:GO. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So Negative latency. Is running a Core i7 on that laptop. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, enough, enough PC bullshit talk. Moving on to more news, Gunny. Mikey huh? Barra. Mikey Barra. We all know the name. We've all seen him stream. Yeah, he does stream games a lot. He I does. see him on Twitter t- all the time. He goes <laughs> off on... Dude, you should see his mixer chat. His mixer chat is the nicest chat I've ever seen on any stream ever. Hello, friends. No, not even kidding. Like, the, any like, <laughs> if anyone even trolls him, like, even a little bit, like, you say anything, it's like automatic ban. Like, boom, you're fucking gone. <laughs> it's like the mixer team is just watching his account as he's streaming. They're just deleting people off of there. It's fucking crazy. Cause I, yeah, I watched him a few times. He plays a lot of PUBG, so I watch him play PUBG on PC quite a bit. And um, every time he's playing, yeah, and someone talks shit to him, like, "Oh, you suck. You're not good." Is like what you okay? Like he just. Why looks, are you playing on PC and not an Xbox? Yeah, they ask him that all the time, and he's he's like, "Cause I like PC." He works for Microsoft. They own PC. <laughs> they just yeah, get his shit. Just, they get fucking banned. Anyways, Mikey Barra, current Xbox corporate vice president, is gonna. He announces his departure from Microsoft. He says, "It is time for my next adventure." He is now leaving Microsoft after being with the company for almost twenty years. Says here, Ibarra initially joined Microsoft as a systems engineer back in the year 2000. Then after several senior roles in other divisions, became part of the Xbox family in 2009 as the general manager of Xbox Live. He is now currently the corporate vice president of gaming in 2017, where he saw, you know, Game Pass, Xbox Live, Mixer, all those acquisitions go through. Uh, He says, after 20 years at Microsoft, it is time for the ne- for my next adventure. It's been a great ride at Xbox, and the future is bright. Thanks to everyone at Team Xbox. I'm incredibly proud of what we've accomplished and wish you the best. He's going to Stadia, isn't he? I bet he is. Him and the guy from Sony, uh, Sean Layden, that just <laughs> he got out of Sony also. The guy who used to run PlayStation, the president of PlayStation. Sean he, was in there for a long time. He quit too. So these, both these guys, so what if they both go to Stadia? <laughs> That would be funny. <laughs> Crazy, dude. Sean yeah. Layden and Mikey Barra at Stadia. Corporate vice Speaking president and assistant vice president. 
I haven't heard much from them in a while. They've been kind of quiet. Yeah, they have. They're, they're in the news this week, man. Negative latency. Yeah, negative oh, latency. Yeah, yeah. I did see that on oh, Twitter. Fuck, yeah. mail. Mm. I haven't they seen that yet. Eventually, in the future, in what five years? Did you hear what that what that's supposed to mean? Let me tell you it's right now. Supposed to mean they right have now. they're going to use artificial intelligence to predict the movements you're going to make, so they know what movements you're going to make before you do, so they can like initiate them and create like a negative latency, basically. What? Yeah, it yeah. says here. Mind blown. From Google, this is what they said: negative latency. It's a concept by which Stadia can set up a game with a buffer of predicted latency between the server and the player, and then use various methods to undercut it. It can run the game at a super fast frame rate, so it can act on a player input earlier, or it can predict the player's button presses. These tricks can help the game feel more responsive, potentially more so than a console game running locally at 30 FPS with a wireless controller. What's up now, Mayo? Does your PC have negative latency? Hmm? No, my PC does not have negative latency. I'm going to install some negative latency. I need, a, I need the negative I latency upgrade so. for my PC. <laughs> I'm just going to let it... This sounds like for me. It does. I, what? I, no. <laughs> that seems like the biggest load of shit it I've ever heard. Well, you so, know what it is? It's just more about... It's just PR and... Promotional <laughs> stuff going on. How could you possibly predict, you know, how bad I'm going to fuck well, up in this game yeah, before I right. fuck up in this game? I mean, you're going to play differently than me, right? <laughs> Jesus is going to play different from. I'm going to be yeah. pressed next, but I'm supposed to be pressing Y. So they're going to have to learn. They're going to have the Brink AI, the Brink AI, and the Gunny AI, and the Jesus AI learning <laughs> each other's moves. Duh. It's going to help me play. Play badly? Is that what it's going to do? Yes, they're going to have a robot. <laughs> they're going to have a robot AI and their servers named Gunny AI. It's going to learn our know, play style. It's going to monitor how we play, and then it's going to implement it by how each of us individually play. And they're going to have all that on record. They're going to use gonna China. Send it to China. China's going to be tracking. Of course, Google is implementing some freaking AI in their stupid. Because they got to have it in everything. Anytime I hear AI in anything, it's a complete turnoff for me. Like I don't want it. I don't want your Cortana. I don't want your. You don't want AI. No, I don't want. Your Siri, I don't want your Google, whatever the hell it's called. Get it away from me. Why? Get it away. Because but after you lose, net, bro. Frank, Frank, after you lose 10 rounds in whatever new game you're playing on Google Stadia, <laughs> like, and you just AI suck. sends you a message saying uninstall. <laughs> your AI is going to send you messages like, bro, you suck so bad. We can't like Aren't make our AI like, any like, dumber what? to compensate for you. This AI knows me. Yeah, you lose control of your character. You're trying to go right in an apex, and it's making you go to the to the left. <laughs> yeah. so it's like no break. It's like no. This right. is a better way to go. <laughs> we think you're going this way. To me, it just sounds like more data mining. Like they're mm. just they're trying to data mine you on all fronts, and now yeah. they're going to data mine you on your gaming inputs. It's like that's all they're doing. It's just information collection. That's what it all boils down to. They're gonna they're gonna sell your inputs Same. to ten cent. Information yeah. is power. You know that saying. Mm. Your 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 input, you know, the profile. Your input profile. You know, they gather that all up and sell it to China. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. 
Anyways, moving on to some more news about Stadia. A new survey now suggests that Google Stadia might bump up against millions of gamers' data caps. This survey is from Broadband Now, and it covers responses from 943 participants. Their info suggests that most, that almost 6 million gamers out of around 34 million estimated to play at least 22 hours a week would quickly blast through their data caps if they were to switch to Google Stadia as their primary device. It says here Stadia is estimated to require up to 15.75 gigabytes of data every hour of 4K streaming. Oh, shit. This is kind of old news, though. We kind of, I mean, we talked about this a while back. Remember when the first Stadia was first announced and we heard it wasn't like, what, like 15 or 20 gig for 4K for so many hours and we're all like, well, what's everybody going to do that has a data package? You know, like, if you got limited data, you know, what's going to happen? You know, so we, we kind of talked about it for a while now, I feel like, and uh, they're just kind of re- reiterating it for the people that don't realize yet. Yeah. yeah. Wait, hold on. It says here that Microsoft has also been working on negative latency. Oh, back in Back in 2000, well, it says here back in 2014, Microsoft released a, a some paper, some studies on a project called DeLorean, and this is the same as negative latency. It says here the trade-off is said that using DeLorean is that sending those extra predictive frames and information added bandwidth from 1.5 to 4 times of the normal amount of streaming. So they're saying that because Google's going to be using this negative latency, you might even see a higher usage than that 15.75 gigabytes because you're trying to predict your moves and shit. So they have to send it ahead of time. Yeah, that's weird. So, like, are they going to have the game running on uh, n- several systems at once, and each system is, like, predicting what move you're going to make, and that's the feed they're going to switch to, like, depending on what you're doing sounds in the re- game? It sounds bullshitty, but it sounds yeah, doable it at the same time. Computers could do yeah. some lot of crazy shit. That's wild. But maybe, too, we're thinking too general. So maybe... If you think of more of a more linear game, like say uh, some of the gears part parts of Gears of War, yeah, where you know you have to go down this corridor, that's your only option. It could maybe utilize right, gonna, that right there. Yeah, I'm gonna go forward. Of course, I'm gonna press. Okay, so the only way I can go on this button. point in the map is forward. So maybe it's gonna do some preloading at that point in time in the game, and it won't be doing it all the time. So it, it just it knows you're gonna go that direction. So it's gonna prioritize all the assets to drawing everything in front of you and having it there and ready by the time you get there. If, yeah, I don't know. It, I'm just thinking if they had... Maybe if they made games with with that system built in... How is this going to... I think this will be more usable for single-player games, like you're saying, Mayo. Like Gears of War, Red hmm. Dead. Well, even Red Dead's kind of open-world, though, so it wouldn't know... But during Unless the missions, during the missions, you right. can only go one way, so it knows where, where you're gonna go. It kind of reminds me of some. I read an article the other day about Sony talking about their their fast loading hard drives and stuff, and they're doing something like that. Also, is basically it's kind of doing a thing. It's gonna try to um, know where you're going a little bit, and it's gonna try to preload some of your uh, your textures are used more often. So mm-hmm. like you know. You, 
your details are like inside a building or something like that. You know how they use the same coffee table over and over and over or whatever, or or stuff like that. They try to preload some of that in there where they have a people and they know you're going to go, and they said that's going to increase your load times. That's going to be less requirement to draw in on your everything else when they can just preload all your um yeah i guess your background stuff i guess yeah i don't know what the exact word is but you know your coffee tables and your your assets i guess that they already have that they pay for or have an outside company do you know where the same coffee tables in every house and the same painting is in so many houses and all that stuff that would preload all that stuff in the direction you're going instead of redrawing it every time true yeah we'll see the future man everything's going to be streaming as long as it makes it better first we got rid of discs and next we're going to get rid of in-home hardware it's just all coming from outside just a and one that pipe, way it can all be like, filtered through. better and china can control it all <laughs> china intense <laughs> yeah controls all our glorious leader of the chinese republic of people chinese people's republic what the fuck's it called Something Republic of China or something? The people We're all going to have a community scorecard. You know, I will say one thing. I am a little more interested in Stadia after checking out this, like, the Steam, uh, the Steam streaming, what the hell they call it? Uh, What the hell's the Steam? Steam Link. Yes. You you know, they they got rid of the device and now they have an app. Well, I bought an Apple TV and they have the Steam Link app on there. And I checked it out, and I streamed Call of Duty from my PC to my TV, and I was shocked at the the small amount of latency there is. Like, I, there was almost no perceivable input lag using my Xbox controller connected to my Apple TV streaming via Steam. It was, it was awesome. So as soon as that happened, I was like, holy shit, maybe the Stadia thing is real. I think because it'll work. When, whenever I try the Xbox uh, streaming thing, I always have like ridiculous input lag. But this worked really freaking good. And if Stadia can match that, like wow, like that would be super so, impressive. What scares me and what the difference is is uh, like on the Steam Link, you're on your own home network. It wants you to use your your current network, you know. So it's yeah. literally only streaming from your PC to your your TV in your house. Where with like Stadia, we're going to be like uploading our inputs to a server across yeah. halfway across the country and that's what i'm worried about i'm well i'm not worried about the download speeds i'm just worried about our, it being our uploads that you're gonna need a little bit of an upload to to send your controller input you know like so right. whenever you're making that movement if you have bad uploads like where i do like you know i have considered a good upload for myself but it's only a 60 you know there's other people in my community that have 100 meg down and their uploads only like six so if their upload isn't good enough, they might not even be able to play it or are going to have a hot lot of latency. And you don't hear Google talking about the upload at all. All they want to talk about is the download. That's what Well, makes I, me- I think your uploads and downloads aren't really going to make a difference. What's going to make a difference is your ping. So I guess it's how, how close to – how dense they can get those servers you know, across yeah, the true. country. That is Which, true. I mean, you may not be able to stream 4K, but it, I mean, if you're streaming even 720p but you have a really low ping, it's going to be playable. So, I don't know. I guess we'll just have to see. I know Jesus will be good. He's going to be right next to a server over there where he's at. Yeah. But, like, being in the Midwest, it's going to be a completely different story. 
I already yeah, tested Ohio too. It's Chicago. Probably I, I tested uh, this shit back when they had Odyssey on here. Assassin's oh, that's Creed. right. Yeah, and it works just fine. And the coolest thing for me was that I can legit go from using mouse and keyboard to picking up my Xbox controller, and it would just work. Like, like it works, motherfucker. I I mean. And it is playable. Another thing I have to make sure to to nail down is I don't want like artifacts and pixelation and shit constantly on my screen. Like I don't want it to look like the image is buffering. Like they have to get it to where it's streaming a nice clean image. No, and it, basically it you don't know clean. it's streaming. Like I, I, it looked really nice. Yeah, it worked. I'm telling you, that's cool. I mean. I, I can't remember the last time I had any trouble streaming a 4K Netflix movie in HDR, you know? Like, it always just works. I mean, I have pretty good internet here, but I never have any buffering. Like, it's always instant. And that's a lot of data coming through in 4K yeah, HDR, you know? The 4K so assets. A game, you know, at 1080p should be no problem. So, I don't know. I guess we'll just have to see. When the hell is it going to come out? I feel like it should be out by now. Yeah, it's a mixed bag for me, yes, too, because I don't really play on my TV ever. I know you said, Brink, you do occasionally, but, like, I'm just, like, my workspace where my computer's at is where I'm more comfortable. I'm not even comfortable playing in front of the TV anymore. So if I would play Stadia, it's going to be on my monitor, and more than likely, it's going to be locked at 60 FPS. Um, It's going to be probably 1440, like my monitor, but I can probably get a little bit higher refresh rate by just playing the game locally, you know, for me at this point. But I think if I decided to play it on TV, it would be a benefit. But for yeah, me to yeah. through my browser, I don't, I don't really have a whole lot of desire to play a game through a browser unless it's like a, maybe a, I want to call it a rental, you know, like, oh, I want to pick this game up, check it out and be done with it. But you have to buy them through Stadia, so you can't do that either. Yeah, exactly. If they would have some kind of subscription model, that would be way more enticing for me if it was more like a Netflix. But the fact that I would have to pay the $60 for the game and then use Stadia to play it, I would rather just pay $60 and play it locally. You know, But a lot of people don't have PCs at home, and so right. it's going to be much more enticing for them. Yeah, and I definitely see that draw. And, and, and also, I think, again, that'll be for AAA titles. But, but, I mean, obviously it's going to have a bigger... Probably when it starts, it's going to have that little library. And here's a free game every... Uh, who knows if they're going to do the Epic thing every week, every month. or There's going to be a ton of smaller games that people are going to gobble up, like you said, that don't have that PC at home. I don't think you uh, should be worried about the latency there, Brink, or how much it takes to input or, like, you know, you pull the trigger and something shoots. Because the game that they're packaging with the Founders Edition is Destiny 2. Yeah. Yeah, and, and Red Dead shooter. maybe, right? Well, Red Dead comes out on the day that, that Stadia releases, on the 5th. Which, How? by the way, we can all play Stadia on the 5th. Oh, really? You don't have to pay the the Founders Edition. That's only to get the Stadia controller and the Google Chromecast. Mm-hmm. You, like me and you, Gunny and Mayo and, and, and Brink... We can go to Stadia.com on November 5th, and we can, for example, buy Destiny or buy Red Dead for 50 or 60 bucks or whatever the fuck it is, and we can play that at 1080p, 60 frames a second, with stereo sound. Now, if you want to have 4K with surround sound, 
That's when they ask you to pay the ten bucks a month. Right, like How? Netflix asks, you know, is charging more for the four K. And you can use your Xbox controller, your PS4 controller on your PC, or your keyboard and mouse on PC. How insane is it that they have completely removed the barrier of entry for gaming? You no longer have to worry about buying a console, a no, PC. Nothing. When, when, like, holy what? crap! When Cyberpunk comes out, you don't have to worry about man. I got to build a PC so I can play Cyberpunk. You got to freaking just go to Stadia.com and play Cyberpunk. Like that's so, insane. That's All cool. right, Break. Here's the question for you because I know I've asked these guys before. Is I'm sure somebody has had the same exact conversations that we've had when that Ouya thing came out. So, is this Google Stadia? Is this going to be around for a while, do you think? Is this going to work in the long run? It's all going to depend on the quality, man. And I, since I have not played it, I, I can't really comment on it. I'm, from what I've played in the past, I want to say, no, hell no, it's not going to It's gonna die. <laughs> but but you know, maybe they'll surprise me. You know, Maybe it really is legit. Maybe they've, they've conquered this latency issue. They've conquered that streaming quality issue. And maybe it's going to be amazing. And I hope it is, because that, w- that would just be so cool. So um, One thing that, that is a downside to it, though, I don't think, I don't know, they haven't confirmed or denied. If You know how Destiny 2 is now free-to-play on Steam? Yes. Yeah. They haven't confirmed or denied if that free-to-play version will be coming to Stadia. Because if it is, that can be the game changer. That could be the game that gets everyone to try Stadia for free yeah, and see if it true. works or not. And that's what Man, I'm worried about. If anybody's playing Destiny by that point. Yeah. Well, no, I mean... That's two months from now. N- no, Stadia comes out next month. Hey. Well, I guess it is next month, isn't it? In November 5th. So, I mean, if Stadia can release for free, I'm saying for free, Mayo, you can go and log in I'm to sure Google yeah, and download... And, and You don't even have yeah. to download anything. You literally just launch a browser and it takes you to Google Stadia. We can all try it, and, I, and you guys can see if it works. I know it works, because I've tested it, but... I think you guys would be surprised at the latency, and I, and I, I am always more surprised because there was a few bugs here and there when the Odyssey test was out, but it worked. You could fucking play anything in that game, and it fucking worked. And I think that I mean, bundling with Destiny Two, if they're confident works. enough to have a first-person shooter as the launch title with Stadia, I mean, yeah, that I think, kind of says something yeah. right there. And, and. Red Dead is going to be available at launch. It's another big game. That's for people that cannot afford to buy a PC or whatever. They can just play this fucking thing. I was playing Stadia on that laptop over there, dude. It's a fucking laptop. Legitimately, like, you fucking log into a laptop and play that shit. It's fucking crazy. Will Stadia support mouse and keyboard too? Or yes. just controller? Yes. Like I yeah, said, it, it switches. You can switch at any time. It's like playing a PC well, game. Yeah, you were saying that. Yeah. Yeah, because you, you could be playing on a browser. So, like, if you're on your PC, you're going to have to pull up a browser, and it's going to recognize your mouse and keyboard input right away. So, mm-hmm. Or you can switch to a controller. You know, that will be the true test of latency, how the mouse feels. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I think a lot of people are going to be surprised. Personally, I have yeah. one pre-ordered, but I don't know if I want to buy it, guys. I think the draw is really going to be for your uh, your console players because they were saying, because it's basically like PC hardware and stuff doing the streaming. So they said your game's going to be like ultra and 4K, you know, like mm-hmm. ultra settings. So it's, they might get a little bit better graphics at 4K because it's going to be running ultra like the PC version. And, and the game's probably going to look a little better than the console counterpart. So like when it comes out, 
you know, say Destiny is on the console and then it's on the Stadia and it's running on Ultra on the Stadia and it's on whatever setting it's on for the console because, you know, we don't know what setting it is. We're probably saying it's probably equivalent to like a medium setting or something like that on console where they won't have as quite as many textures. Maybe they're going to see all these high-res textures and, and all that stuff because the game's running on Ultra and they're going to be really attracted to it and it's going to take off. So do you, do you think you could get on your Xbox, open the Edge browser, and go to stadium.com and launch mm. a stadium game on your Xbox? No, no, no. no. They, don't, they don't recommend the Edge browser. They recommend the Chrome browser. Is it like an HTML5 type of deal? It's a Chrome browser because I think it's Google's. <laughs> Maybe they'll launch an app that you, on Windows that you could just download and uh, it will connect. I don't know. Xbox would probably block the fuck out of that thing and be like, fuck you, block. Oh, yeah, I don't no, know. I have for you. <laughs> Not if they give him a piece of the pie. Fuck you, no, we're blocking Phil, it. Guys, we got Phil Spencer. He says play on anything. Go go buy a PlayStation 5. A I downside. Hope, I really play, hope they play, make play, a, play God uh, of like War. A, like an Apple TV app and an iPhone app and an Android app. And you just yeah. click on the Stadia icon and it oh, opens right. up. Yeah. Well, they, they have that. Brink. Yeah. That's, that's yep. what the Founders Edition, you get a Chromecast. And if you have a Chromecast, you just download the Stadia app. Game well, hopefully game. it's not exclusive to Chromecast and exclusive to Chrome. It like, might be. It might be for a while. I think because it's Google, so they have to make it. Once it, I think once they get like oh, the fuck, man. once they That's get the like, I think once they get the, the worldwide phones. appeal, they they will be able to move it to other things. But they have to be able to prove their other companies like Apple and stuff that hey, you need us on your device. Right yeah. now, Apple can be like, "Fuck you, we don't need you on our device." We got what Apple about Arcade. my Roku? What about my Roku that? Technically runs Android, like you no, know, like I in think, a stadium. I think you need Chromecast. You know, the uh, new phones are running. You're gonna have it on the Google uh, Pixel phones, but that's the only phone that supports yeah. it right now. So, like, you know, everything is gonna support it right now. It's like it's all Google related. It's so, Google, well, yeah, I'm definitely. I'm not question. gonna buy an Android phone. And I'm not gonna buy a Chromecast to check this out. So until it comes to, to like my Roku you don't need, or my you Apple don't need TV, that. you don't I need that. You can try it on your browser on Chrome. Well, maybe I. <laughs> maybe you will well, try. I want to do it on my TV, man. <laughs> I don't want to do it on my. Then, just then run that the, cord, yeah, run, run that thirty-foot cord HDMI cable across the room. Uh, do you have a, you have a Chrome browser on your TV? And just bring it over the the sofa. Well, my TV has a built-in Chromecast actually because it's a Vizio it TV, might, so I don't know if that'll work maybe. or not. That's probably all you need, right? Isn't Chromecast what you need? Yes, but I think you need the newest Chromecast thing. Yeah, the new one. Mm. Just run that HDMI cable, Brink. You got a thirty-foot cable right there. Just plug that <laughs> motherfucker in, and you'll be fine. Yeah. How yeah, much I is the new right. one? You just did it. Besides the controller, like do you know how oh, much it was no, separately. A, a Chromecast by itself is like forty bucks or some shit. Is it? Yeah. Because see, I'm thinking I'd I'd probably want to play it in the living room. Uh, but yeah, but I mean, initially, I'm not gonna. I still need to get that Bluetooth controller. And the controller. It doesn't even connect to the Chromecast. The Stadia controller connects to your Wi-Fi for that negative latency, bro. Yeah, that's crazy. Like it connects to Stadia. It connects to, to it's Stadia. wild, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Destiny two players on Stadia, though. If you're planning to play this on launch, if you have it pre-ordered for the Founders Edition, and you plan to play Destiny two on launch, Bungie has now confirmed that you will be able to transfer your character over. Kind of like how people are doing it now, transferring to PC, transferring to console, carry your one character to everything. You will be able to carry your character from the PC to the Stadia. 
But you will not be able to play with people on PC or PS4 or Xbox. No crossplay. Right, because, yeah. It's all close to Stadia. doesn't have that yet. Yeah. Yet. So, fucking sucks. Also, Red Dead Redemption 2 coming to Stadia. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeehaw, motherfucker. Yeah. Let's talk about the Snowblind mail. Yeah, what's the Snowblind about you guys were talking about? So, iBuyPower has now unveiled their newest... I saw that video. Their newest pre-built... Computer, I think Brink should be here for this because he would really be like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, this this kind of name. Um, but it's a custom ca- gaming case developed with like who was it? Intel or something like that helped him make it or some shit. Um, they actually the the one I seen actually seen one of these in the store yesterday. I took a little video of it. Um, I buy power is the one who's building the one you can get. Yeah. Um. They they partnered with that case maker, wasn't it? That fucking what's that case maker called? Corsair. No. no. Yeah. Uh, fuck. N- NX- Z- NZXT? NXT or whatever it is. The one I have, yeah. Like, the ones that have the glass on the side or whatever the fuck. They, they partnered up with those guys, and they fucking... But now the, the fucking glass, Gunny, the glass on the case, is an LCD screen. It's kind of that, what do they call it, like a see-through? Yeah, it's a see-through. So they use the lights. So instead of, you know how TVs, they, they're backlit. That's how they provide an image to their backlit or whatever. Well, this, because the lights from inside the case, they put a bunch of white lights in there or whatever, and then you can display an image on the screen itself, on the case. Is it essentially a projection? It's essentially like a third monitor or a second mm-hmm. monitor. It's kind of what it is. Yeah, I actually seen a YouTube video like on how you can make your own, and they took a monitor apart, and they took basically the the backlight part of it out, and then they just use the the display part of it, and they actually hook it up on the on the side panel of the PC, and they use the RGB lighting and stuff that was in the PC for it to shine through, and you can see the images that uh, if you would have had a backlight on your TV or whatever, you've been able to see, you would have seen those images in the screen. That looks, it looks fucking cool, man. Yeah, it does look pretty neat. I did watch a little bit of that. You can today. display all kinds of stuff on there, mostly uh, like. Temperature gauges and all that shit. You know how that goes. Um, <laughs> but this case is exclusive to iBuyPower. And only iBuyPower sells them. And you can only buy it with the pre-built PC. So that means the lowest price you're going to be able to pay for this case is $1,199. Yeah. <clears throat> I think uh, <clears throat> wait, wait, wait a year and you'll see other people. Everybody's going to have one. I have this, seen these before, actually, on, like, uh, Instagram and stuff, like a couple of sites that I follow, like these PC Mastery sites and stuff, yeah. where people have been doing this, and they've been doing them in, like, PC shows and stuff like that for probably about a year now. So I bet it's yeah. going to become more mainstream by next year. With that, with that $1,199, gonna you get yourself an NVIDIA GeForce GTX 1660 Ti, 6 gigabytes, mm. 16 gigabyte of DDR4 memory. Nice. An Intel Core i5 9400F processor. Brink, have you seen these PCs, Brink? The Snowblind from iBuyPower? Snowblind, no. It has like I got a, that CPU though. It ain't bad. It has okay. the uh it has the uh like the you know how the side of the, the case is like a glass? Yeah. This is an L C D screen. Like it's see through but it's an L C D screen. 
It's oh, almost like can, that augmented. Do you like? Do you play your games on that? No, you can you display just, like you can display like temperature gauges and shit on there. Fucking stuff no, but it's like got like oh, different cool. shapes and it's yeah. You'd have to watch it. It's yeah. you can loop like videos and like the one I seen in the store uh, yesterday was like it had like a, a Best Buy loop kind of going on. It said like Best Buy and then it had like this ink kind of rolling across the and then it would show like a rocket flying across the bottom and stuff and then it showed like Tetris blocks coming down yeah, and stuff. That's probably like the demo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like a demo because it kept saying Best Buy. It literally would have the words Best Buy across <laughs> it and have a good logo. But that one they had there was actually $2,500. Holy shit. And it had a t- it had a twenty eighty Ti oh, in it with a, with a nice yeah yeah it was a nice build actually on their website you show can, me the Lamborghini I can't afford yeah you can get the uh, if you want a RTX twenty eighty Super and an i an, uh, i seven when the, <laughs> so you want an i seven with the twenty eighty Super a gigabyte and a five hundred gig SSD with a two terabyte hard drive that'll be twenty three hundred dollars woo <laughs> Overpriced bullshit. Shit, I'm man. looking at my I'm looking at my Corsair case that I I think they have the same one as you, right, Mayo? Same exact uh, Corsair case. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The same this case I do. Same exact one. Yeah, and I got I got Star Wars stickers on it, you know, and it's looking pretty pretty lame right now. <laughs> but you know that case <laughs> there is no. so it's all about function with that case. Like this case is nothing fancy, you know. But it's all about airflow and keeping things cool because it eliminates your, your PSU from being where everything is at and it eliminates some of your wiring and your, some of your hard drives. It's just literally just straight airflow. And that's, that's what it's for all sure. about. I like that straight airflow. Mm. <laughs> 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 Moving on now to some more news. I like Mayo's face. He's looking at me like, what the fuck? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, no, I'm just typing. <laughs> I don't know if that's gay or not. <laughs> <laughs> We're not now to more news. Uh, PlayStation 5, it's official. The next PlayStation is called the PlayStation 5. Woo! What? The number 5? PlayStation 5, yes. Oh, man. Uh, it says it. here that uh, Mark Cerny unveiled the name of the console and he uh he shed some other details for example for example the playstation 5 controller will have haptic feedback <gasps> dude did you hear what they're going to do with the, the trigger supposedly this is so cool yeah. like they can actually change the tension of the triggers mm-hmm. in real time so let's play let's say you're playing a game like destiny each gun could have a different like trigger feel to it yes. like that's super freaking badass it's kind of almost like what microsoft did with the triggers for like the xbox forza? one controller with the forza like the rumble yeah. but microsoft never followed really through with it like no one else developed for it besides forza I think maybe Gears of War did it for like Gears 4, but that's like it. No shooter, no Call yeah, of Duty, like you know nobody. When you're when your clip's about to empty, it'll you'll actually feel that. Yep. Well, using like that technology is going to just depend on the developers. You know, like a third-party game or a small yeah. indie company is probably not going to utilize it. You're going to see more of this in your exclusive Sony titles and in like if oh, Xbox did yeah. it, you probably next, see it like, more in their exclusive all Xbox All those stuff. shooting games and shit. Um, so, uh, a question was asked, can I play PS... Will PS5 have VR? 
And they said, yes, the next console will be compatible with current PSVR hardware. And there are rumors of a PSVR 2. Um, so some people ask, well, the PS5, what will it cost? Since PS4 and the PS4 Pro were both $399 at launch, they expect the PS5 will cost a little bit more. Hmm. That's right. So it's going to have an 8-core AMD chipset based on the third-generation Ryzen architecture. That's right. Hmm. 3D audio. Backwards compatibility for PS4 games and PSVR. 8K TV support. That's right. That's right K, K. I hate hearing that word right now. Well, it'll support... AK movies or something Whoops, like, like Netflix. It'll support, AK. yeah, it'll support when they release the new standard, like the yeah. official standard for the Blu-rays. I bet you it'll support the AK Blu-ray. Yeah, certainly yeah. not any game. It'll be like the how the Xbox One S right now supports 4K, but plays games at you know 900p, 1080p. Yeah. Also, it says here that the physical PS5 disc will be a hundred gigabyte optical disc now. To say that is more than current disc. Yeah, I think Blu-ray's eighty. I think. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Um. So also it says there you can boot whatever you like. So say you want to download a game, but you don't want to download all of the game. You want to just download the multiplayer section of the game. You can do that. Say with the PS5, you're going to be able to just download. For example, I want to play Call of Duty, but I only play the multiplayer, or I only want to play the campaign. You could download either or, or both. It's up to you. You choose, motherfucker. You. That's that's a nice feature. That's kind of neat. Yeah. Um, two key words to say the next PlayStation, the PlayStation R is immersive and seamless. The immersive experience created by dramatically increased graphics rendering speeds achieved through the employment of further improved computational power and customized ultra-fast broadband SSD. That's right. Dun-dun-dun. A uh, bunch of bullshit, fucking big words, blah, blah, blah. It's just, that's all it is, man. Like, it's just a bunch of big words, and uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, they'll definitely wait for probably Xbox to announce their price first, so they can be 100 bucks cheaper. Yeah, I would have got it. I think the hardware is probably going to change quite significantly over the next year at the rate hardware is changing in the, you know... The gaming space, the tech space. They designed this console right now. It's already going to be obsolete when it comes out, just like the Xbox One, the OG Xbox One was when it launched. Yeah, that's kind of what you couldn't even do 1080p. So what you run into is you do all this research on this PlayStation and this Xbox, and then when it comes out, it it is pretty much current with the PCs and stuff. But PCs are always upgrading, and you're going to be locked at this this current state of hardware for the next three years probably yeah. you know you can't change your hardware out and that's just where they're locked you know and unfortunately in three years down the road and definitely it's time for an upgrade you know so but you're guaranteed that that hardware will play those games work. yeah at the, you know at the same time you know what third gen rising right we don't have that yet we're we're on second gen rising so i think this time they're actually playing the long game and you know, they're going to launch these consoles alongside third-gen Ryzen, yeah. so they're going to be relevant. I think by next year, we'll definitely see third-gen Ryzen's be announced. And hardware-accelerated ray tracing with a Ryzen, or with a AMD 
DGPU, which we also don't have on the consumer market yet. So they definitely have some, you know, hardware in there that we're not even going to have access to for a while. Yet. But I think by next year, we will see that type of hardware be released. Yeah, yeah, I, think I think next summer, summer. We'll, we'll get that. Yeah, for sure. So. Yeah. Which by it's next gonna be, It's going to be a fun time. I think next year, you know. It's going to be exciting times for sure. I'm going to want to spend a lot of money next year. I need to start saving. Yeah, I got a feeling it's going to be upgrade time about the summer. Um, I was thinking that the other day. I thought about getting a different GPU, and then I read an article kind of saying that they were hinting at becoming uh, coming out with a new uh, NVIDIA series next summer, and they usually release the new graphics cards. The in 3080 Ti. Yeah, yeah, thousand series. Yeah, so. Double the ray tracing power. I would hate. I'd hate to go out and spend that kind of money on a graphics card right now, and then in six months they announce a new one, or in four months they announce a new one, and then you can buy it in six months. You know, so I think I'm just going to be patient because my PC still plays everything right now fine. So I'm just going to wait until this next one comes out. Yeah. Anyways, and the last piece of news that I have is President Donald Trump has made a Twitch account. What? Yes. Are you serious? The president made a Twitch account. <laughs> Get ready for the president to go live on Twitch and start streaming. Oh, didn't we? Shit. Did an article about? No, that was some. That was somebody else. Uh, another presidential candidate. That was Bernie Sanders, right? What yeah. a world we live in. That's right. <laughs> Is this going to be though to to? Uh... <laughs> On his campaign on Twitch, I'm no, pretty sure he's going to be doing some campaign on Twitch. I, I, I have a feeling he's going to be like broadcasting his campaign rallies or something on Twitch. Twenty four seven loop. Yeah. Oh, he's trying to get in touch with the youngsters. Yeah, I, I, I don't like, think it's going to. Somebody go so told well, him. Yeah. Somebody told him, Mr. President, you got to get in touch with the young people of the country. What do they do? They play lots of video games and watch people on, on the Twitch. What is this Twitch? Give me on, on this Twitch. Twitch. Yeah. <laughs> Trump well, will be playing video games, games and, and it'd be like that classic old uh, Snoop Dogg video where he moves his hands and like he's not even touching the you know controller. He move his hand up or something by accident yeah. or both of them up, and you'd be like, "He's not even playing." You know, you'd be sitting there acting like he's playing. Mr. President, you President Bob Ross is on Twitch. He's dead. It, uh, you may have talked about when I stepped away, but did you cover the install size for? The new Call of Duty and no, also didn't. the new Star Wars game. Oh wow! How Both of them pushing 150 to 175 gigs, which is insane. And also, um, they originally released the minimum specs for the Star Wars game. They said 32 gigs of RAM, but I guess since then Ooh. they've 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 backed it off to 16. So better have. I don't know what's up with what? that. I feel like they're trying to make like some kind of PR impact, you know, create some buzz. So who knows? I thought Call of Duty was 145. 32. 125 gigs. I, that's what I originally read. Oh, uh, well, um, maybe I thought it was like 156 or something like that. Uh, no, 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 no. Call of Duty is 120 something, but they say you will need up to 175 for all the maps once they release all the maps. Oh, true. Yeah, they're gonna keep adding stuff. Yeah, eggs. That yeah. doesn't include any other DLC and stuff. Mm. Yeah. Recommended requirements for Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. You will need a minimum of an AMD FX 6100 or an Intel Core i3. 
RAM, 8 gigabytes, or an AMD Radeon HD 7750, or NVIDIA GeForce GTX 650, and 55 gigs of hard drive space. But the recommended is an AMD Ryzen 7 1700, or an Intel Core i7-6700K, RAM, 16 gig, <laughs> since you're 32, but that was changed. <laughs> And the AMD Radeon RX Vega 56 and the NVIDIA GeForce GTX 1070. Wow, you need a 1070 for this one. I'm surprised. This is like the first game oh, I've I ever just seen barely made it. The i7-6700. Yeah. I just barely... I'm, I'm in the door. Oh, <laughs> on PC. man. Was yeah. that the minimum or the recommended? Those are recommended specs, yeah. You know what game? It's the only game I've ever seen use more than like nine or ten gigabytes of ram is yeah. surprisingly when i just downloaded and tried call of duty world war ii that game nearly maxed out my 16 gigs of ram and it went over the eight gigs of memory on my gpu and i've never seen any game do that went ever over? It, it said eight it said it was using 8.5 and my game was stuttering real bad and i had to lower settings to get the RAM down on my now you make you want to try this because I have a little bit more RAM headway. I wonder if I can max it out, like RAM wise, and see how much it's actually using. I have, I have 32, so yeah, try um, it at like a high resolution and just see what it hits. Oh, it's weird, oh, a, couple, uh, a couple year old game like that, right? And a game like Call of Duty for that matter, bizarre. Makes me wonder about the new game. Well, it says that for World War II, you recommended RAM was 12 gigabytes. Which is a lot. Yeah. That's a lot, man. But it's not 32 like Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> most people have 16, right? But like even a game, like a big open world game, you're not going to go over 8 or 9 gigs of RAM usually, like if you look at it. So I was just surprised to see it hit that. Oh, you want the Red Dead specs, Mayo? Yeah, sure. Let's look them up real quick. I, I saw them earlier. i seen them too, but I don't remember what it was. I just kind of glanced at it. There we go, motherfucker, you. The specs are in for Red Dead. Oh, wait, these are not the specs. Just... Can you run it? So, for Red Dead Redemption 2, the minimum, you're going to need 8 gigs of RAM, an Intel Core i5, a GTX 770, or an AMD Radeon R9 280. But the recommended is a GeForce GTX 1066 GB or an AMD Radeon RX 480 4GB, 12 gigs of RAM, AMD Ryzen 5 1500X, or an I Intel i7 4770K. 150 GB of space. Jeez. Jesus Christ. That's a lot of fucking space for Red Dead, dude. How much is it on the console? Like, if you. Same. It's like pretty fucking high, like a hundred and something gigs. I think it was like yeah. yep. last time I played was like a hundred and twelve gigs, something like that. Isn't it? See, because you're gonna have a kind of um, a higher res texture pack per se. Like yes. they're just gonna have more textures in the game, so that's why I just was curious the difference in the size between the two. <sighs> yeah. So for Modern Warfare on the PC, you need an i5 2500K or a Ryzen 5 1600X, 12 gigabytes of RAM. GeForce GTX 970 or 1660 or an AMD R9 390 or an AMD Radeon RX 580. Yeah. It's probably going to run like shit. 
So you need more than that. Yeah, fuck yeah. Do they ever say on there like what those are based off of? Because whatever, if you change the resolution, it's going to completely change it. I wonder if like, it's like 1080p so, or something. Yeah, is, yeah I'm just this is 720p. Who decides? Yeah. Like, they're like, hey, Larry. Larry. What are you using, Larry? Give us the specs, Larry. Yeah. <laughs> Give us your computer specs Just right throw now. us some numbers. What are you I fucking are you running? Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if that's based up 1080p. I wonder. Probably it is. You're probably right. That's like the majority of gamers, right? PC gamers? I, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know if, if you know us, but the new Call of Duty, the beta, it defaulted to 1080 Sorry. It defaulted to 1080p. But the resolution was like minus fifty percent. Yeah, yeah, my resolution scale. Huh. So I was at fifty percent, and I had to bump it up. Is that that little slider? I've never yeah. seen a slider before for my resolution. I had to bump it up to one hundred percent to get to fourteen forty. Yeah. But then you could go past it, and I cranked it all the way up. I think I went to two hundred percent just to see if I could max out the memory for my GPU it was using because it had the little bar up there. It showed the graph, seeing yeah. how much headway you had on your GPU. Because like my GPU has eight gig of RAM, and um, it was like using four when I had it slid up at two hundred percent. Really? So, yeah. So it was it was just kind of weird. I, why would they do that? Because I mean, a lot of people I think they don't really mess with their settings. They just play the game. Like I was I listening to so VGO and Michelle was talking about how how ugly the game was, and I was thinking she didn't even adjust that slider to like hundred percent resolution because the game is gorgeous. The game was gorgeous. Yeah. I. I it it was ugly at first before I did that, but it's just weird. It's a strange thing. Yeah. I imagine and it's because a lot of people are going to play on laptops and that kind of stuff, so they, they want to get them in the door, and then yeah. they can mess with their settings. That's the first thing I do, though. Like when I launch yeah. a game, I don't get past the menu screen. I go right straight to settings, make sure it's at 20, you know, 2560 by 1440 on my That's regular it. monitor. Make sure I'm at VSync off. I'm making sure... You know, it's uncapped frame rate. I'm making sure, you know, just different things. Because there's a lot of games out there and a lot of game companies that turn that stuff on. Capcom is a good one to lock in their games at 60 FPS. You know, turning VSync on and starting off at 1080p. Like all their Sonic Racing games and their Sonic yes. uh, Generations game. Them games are locked at 60 FPS and you can't even go past it. I know the new racing game you can't, but the one before it, the... Uh, uh, the All Star Racing, Sonic All Star Racing, that one is locked at 60 FPS. Like no matter how powerful yeah, you your hardware it. is, you're stuck at 60. Mm. Which is kind of annoying because when you're playing a PC game, you want the higher refresh rate. That's I know. Why yeah. playing a PC? Uh, you know, so they never bothered to work on that. They just never. Yeah, like how hard could that have been for them? Just can we just put a box in here and click it and do unlimited frames? I don't know how much work that is, but like you know, but I don't. I just don't think it's that much for developer to do that. They just got lazy. Yeah, they should at least made the attempt. Yeah. Especially a racing game. You you notice that in the racing game more than in some games. You know, Absolutely. you'll notice it in a shooter, and you'll notice it in a racing game. So like, if you get a benefit of having a higher FPS, it would be just kind of nice. Yeah, it's not a deal breaker for for a Sonic racing game, but still, it would have been. They should have done it. Should have yeah. made the effort. I still enjoy it, though. Yeah, that's my first thing. Is the first thing I check is that twenty five sixty by fourteen forty p, and unlock frames. Like, let me decide if my computer can run it or not. Don't yep. choose for me. Turn subtitles off. Good to go. Enter a new game. 
Huh. Okay. Let's move on now, guys. Move on to community questions. Hey, before we do that, guys, let's just go right back to our console corner, guys. All this PC talk, we need to go to the console corner corner. section. Okay. What what are we doing? What are we doing now? Where's the console? What we're doing? That's what we're doing on our games for gold on Xbox 360. We're not in the middle of the month yet. So you're still on, playing did, did you say on Xbox 360? I did, because I still have the game up there for your Xbox One and your backwards compatibility game. Tembo, that badass elephant in Disney Bolt. You're, if you're still playing that, good for you. Because <laughs> I'm still playing on my 360. PlayStation Plus for your PlayStation 4 players. The last oh, wait, wait. And, and then Ryan last week, he's like, guys, Tembo, the badass elephant. It's a good game, eh? Sorry. I still didn't check that out yet. And I was like, fuck you, Ryan, you Canadian fucker. I got a question about that later on. <gasps> about Ryan and, and his oh, and his his games. Oh my. Um, Only but Ryan I play so Timbo. It's like, cool, man, I get to check this game out. So I do get to play some of those. Okay. And on PlayStation Plus, MLB The Show 19. I fired this up, but I ended up playing uh, that Warhammer Chaos Bane game instead. The Diablo clone. But yeah, PlayStation Plus, go get that. And our free weekly game on the Epic Store is Surviving Mars. Whoa! Surviving Mars! Whoa! Free to play, free to keep on your Epic. That's pretty cool, actually. It is. That's a good game for... Well, I shouldn't... For maybe some people. I see people streaming it. They're enjoying it. The chat's enjoying it. Mm. Not me. I'm not enjoying (gasps) it. No, I don't like it. It's fuck you, Gunny, you motherfucker, you. It's that sim management game that you would think I would have fallen in love with, but I just don't. I don't know. I just I can't get into it, man. Okay. Yeah. It's not not my bag. Um, I'll stick with my city skylines, oh, okay. folks. Oh, okay. But stay tuned for more console stuff and epic. And your next week's epic free game. Now on to community question time, baby. All right, our first one comes from Gib8777. He wants to know if you guys have, have you played Slay the Spire. It's on Game Pass, and it's pretty fun. It's a card battle game that is roguelike. Check it out. I think Gunny and Mayo might dig it. Have you checked this out, Mayo? Anybody played Slay the Spire? I've seen it on Twitch, but I haven't. No, I didn't I even know it was on Game Pass. It's actually on Steam also, but uh, I just kind of... Cino is a card game, and I usually don't play card games. You're boring. Anyways. Yeah, I fired up that Witcher game again, then I was like, ah, card game. I, I, I want to get into these games. Uh, this man. looks lame uh, as fuck. Oh, God. I like the art style. The art Come style on. Cool, You're though. playing Radio Commander. The same boring shit. <laughs> That's <laughs> No, no. This is like wannabe Pokemon or something. If I wanted to play Pokemon, bro, I just pull out my Pokemon cards and go play Pokemon, right? If that like, if some of the like, if the Gwent game, if I could download that on my phone, I'd play it for sure. Like while I was out sitting somewhere, you know. But if I'm sitting in front of my computer or something, I want to play some action packed. Brink, do you have you ever tried playing Hearthstone on your phone? No. Because that actually carries over to your PC. You sign into your Battle.net account, and you can actually play on your phone, and you go back to your PC and go exactly where you left off. It's actually pretty fun. Is it? 
Yeah, I mean, it's not bad. If you want, like, an actual legitimate, like, AAA game to play while you're on the go, I mean, it's, it's not bad. It's it's better than most phone games. Is it? What, like, <laughs> what does a, a match of Hearthstone entail? Like, are you just laying down cards based on abilities? Like, is it... Your deck. Is it like a real time? Is, is it like a turn based strategy type of game? Yeah, yeah. So you're going to play another person and you can play. You actually have a campaign you can do. You can buy different little campaigns. They have ones that are like story based. And say you, let's just say you're playing the computer. Um, you, you're going to build a deck and then each card is going to be rated like a one to a nine. And that's how many points it takes to uh, use that card. And your first turn, you only can use one point cards. So your deck is going to be shuffled to you randomly. You might have one one-point card you can use. And you, you'll you play that card, and it will do damage to uh, the enemy cards on the table, or you'll do damage to the enemy person himself. And basically, your, your goal is to get that person down to zero health. But the only way you can attack that person is if that person has no cards on the table. So you have to get through the cards that are on the table, then you can attack the enemy himself. And you just basically try to play your cards, and then there's like different like ambush trickery that you can do like this card will if somebody uses a magic spell against you it will automatically spawn five cards on your side of the table and they'll all be like one defense and two attack power or something like that and you just try to basically eliminate each other's cards and and attack each other and trying to get to the little campaign and you unlock new cards as you play you get new packs and you will literally get like new cards to use in your deck and you can try to complete that set, or you can change it up however you want. So is that one of those games where you're constantly looking in the store thinking, maybe I should just buy one of these card packs. Maybe yeah, if I just buy one of these I, card packs, I'll, I'll do better. At a- you you earn packs. Like, if you buy, like, one campaign, like, the, I, I bought, like, one, I think. And it was, like, a, like a, an adventure one. And so you go to fight this one guy, and when you beat him, it unlocks a pack. By the time you beat the whole campaign, you'll get all the cards for that campaign. Mm. And you can use those in multiplayer. So if you actually play the campaign, you'll get the whole entire set. And then you can use them whenever you want. It's just the, the, the meta in the game changes quickly. So like when you're playing online against other people, they have certain decks that they like to use. And a lot of times it's like newer stuff, you know. And you just mm. got to learn how to play it and counter it. But playing the computer is pretty fun like if you just want a little phone game you can pick up it's completely free um you, you can play it on your pc for free on BattleNet, and you can download it on android i know for free and just play and wherever you leave off you can come home and fire it up on your pc and you'll actually take off right where exactly where you're at cool. yeah Cross save. that's pretty cool so that was probably the, probably the first game I've ever seen that like, I could play on my phone that actually had cross save with my PC, where I could actually be at work and play it, play like one round, and get some new cards, and then I go back home and I could actually finish what I was doing on the PC. This was Hearthstone. Yes. Okay, so that was I I believe it was an Apple exclusive for the longest time. Mm-hmm. I remember picking that up on the iPad. And saying, yeah, it was just, I don't know how long it was exclusive for. I mean, yeah, it, it can be kind of boring. I mean, it, you just, you got to like that kind of game. You got to like yeah, those you cards. You're probably but they are addictive. Like, you, they, they do get you, like, sucked in somehow. Like, suits mobile, though. I mean, it, yeah. I, I yeah. love shooters. I'm a shooter guy, but I've yet to find a shooter on a mobile that 
is actually like satisfying. Like they all yeah. suck. All My son keeps trying to tell me the new Call of Duty mobile game is good, and I just I can't. Played it. I'm, it sucks. I, okay. See, I he keeps telling me, Dad, you need to get this. This is the one that moved out. He's like, Dad, you need to get this. We can play together. And I'm like, No. It's a typical Tencent experience where they spawn you in with a bunch of fake AI players, Mm -hmm. make you feel like you're a beast, and then they start frigging constantly trying to get you to buy loot boxes and shit like that. It's just just your typical mobile game setup that just don't even want to open it. Yep, I'm right there with you. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, back on the subject though, the old Hearthstone is, is not trying to sell you stuff like that like a mobile game would i mean yes it's going to sell you card packs or you can earn them but it's just like the pc version like it's an exact port of the pc version on your phone nice yeah, that's a pretty cool deal what All do you right. think jesus you know, play it no <laughs> i'm playing it i've entered act one on slay the spire mm-hmm. i'll be checking out mm-hmm. for that but our next question is from Brian Tall. He wants to know if you had to live through the purge, like Gunny did, like I did this week. What game would you playing right now till they shut the power off? And then what are you, what are you doing to kill time with the power off, guys? In the pur- are you purging? What are you doing, guys? Well, breaking into houses, stealing guns, <laughs> setting fires. Um, uh, I would probably go outside and stand in my lawn for like I don't know ten minutes, and then I'd go inside and go to sleep, and then yeah, just sleep for like a week. So that's pretty yeah, much that it. sounds pretty reasonable to me too. I would probably sleep a lot. Yeah, <laughs> if the power <laughs> went out, think I'd about catch it. up on all that sleep I've the, been missing. If the power maybe. went out, I would just sleep. Yeah. I mean, what else is there to yeah. do? I ain't trying to read a book or do any kind of you know, work. You know, one got time for that. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I would. I would be home as little as possible. I would take the kids rock climbing. I would take the kids out. We'd we'd go venture out somewhere. Uh, find something to do hard. Uh, like I don't know about man. the graphics though, Mayo. I mean, it would be. Yeah. Uh, I just got tired hearing the graphics are okay. Just the. Uh, I've run into an issue with the realism, you know. <laughs> no, you can't rock climb without power, bro. Why? You gotta have headphones and you gotta have the power. Music yeah. and podcast going. <laughs> you have to be mon- YouTube yeah. videos and your phone. <laughs> Is it? Did you really go rock climbing if you did not post it on Instagram? You gotta charge your Fitbit and then take a screenshot yeah. of your steps. Right, so I won't be able to prove that. this happened without a picture, right? Yeah. Did you yeah, not? You, go. you gotta I won't prove be able to track it. it. Yeah. Did you not? But I have a little bit of juice initially. Is that right? a until they fit really in HR there? Yeah, it is. Yep. Yeah, it's the HR. Yeah, you know what I'd do, guys? I'd probably go down to my local 7-Eleven <gasps> slash. Yeah, it would be like a quick stop and just some warm slushy juice while I waited for my phone to charge. If they oh, had, that's if disgusting. They had power. That is disgusting. <laughs> warm slushy, warm slushy <laughs> juice. What the know, fuck is warm wrong nacho with you? That's Hawaiian Cheese punch. On my nachos. Warm slushy juice. No, but you said warm slushy juice at first. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, well, it, it wouldn't be cold like anymore. Punch. Yeah, right. How would I charge <laughs> my phone? Hmm. Sounds dirty. That sounds disgusting. Let me get in that warm slushy juice. Warm yeah. slushy juice. Yeah, I got any of that warm slushy juice around here. 
Hey, it was crazy here, guys. It was fucking nuts. It What'd was. You do? So I didn't since I listen to podcasts and and different programs, I didn't even know what was going on because I I think it was a few days or just two days before where I will I left work and I made a right down the street and it's a little ways to the highway and it was backed up for like a mile. I was like, what the hell is going on? I looked up and I'm like, okay, the light's not broken. There's like three lights in succession. Dude, I turned around, went all the way back to another on-ramp to go home. I go to make a right, and again, the same thing. And I'm like, every gas station is just full of people yeah. and fighting going on. Are, yeah, I heard people fighting over gas. Screaming and, and yelling, and I'm just like, what? Is there apocalypse happening? I'm like, because I'm supposed to have you know, the winch and the gun turrets put on my Jeep at this point. I'm like, this I think this needs to happen Saturday. Did, it, did I wait starts. too long? Yeah, of course I got home and I'm just like, all right, I see everybody's getting fuel and they cleaned out all the grocery stores. They wanted me to work this weekend to fill it all back up with beer and liquor because people are nuts out there. They took uh, it I would have bought all the liquor too, bro. It has two purposes. Yeah, you, I didn't even think uh, of that. That's think about all the purposes liquor gives you. It gives you strength. Strength, yes. Okay. What is plus 10 It gives strength. you plus courage. Stamina. <laughs> plus two courage points. Yeah, plus fearlessness. Really. Yeah, charisma. Yeah. No fear. Oh, charisma. All the courage, all the strength, <laughs> and and this is all benefits. I mean, and and you don't feel the pain if you get fucked up. I mean, no diplomacy. I'm feeling like playing sure Fallout Four now. Oh, jeez. <laughs> but it was yeah, yeah, man. I was it was a little ear. I was like, what are they going to turn off all the power everywhere? But they mm. didn't. Mm. Anyway. Damn, Gunny. What would you have done if your power went out? I probably had to go outside. Oh, look that at sounds the trees horrible. And stuff, to walk out. To Who sit on the does bench. that? It's 2019. No one goes to I know. The there's outside. never anybody out there. Yeah. It would yeah. be weird. I'd see a bunch of pasty white fuck? people just what walking is, around. What is a park for? What Parks. No one needs parks. We need Wi-Fi. We need Wi-Fi. We'd be out there going, what kind of bird is that? What's it doing? Why is it pecking on the tree? Do they always do that? Mm. <laughs> Mayo's over here fucking rock climbing. Let's go rock climbing, kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to take a nap, motherfucker. I'd be in the yeah. house. We'd all be yelling at each other. We get a park not too far away that has a rock climbing wall. As long as you have your own harness, you can you can go, which, which we have our own harnesses. So you can go rock climb all you want. Nice. Hey. Hey, guys. Brian wants to know, mm. Jesus, why do you think? Uh, why do you, th- why do you not think science happens in Ohio? Because Brian what? says that's where the greatest astronauts ever came from. Is Buzz Aldrin? Is he from there? Uh, only yes, thank you, Brian. Mm. You guys have astronauts in Ohio? Is astronauts in Ohio? Uh, Armstrong. Well, maybe he was born there, but he probably went to school. Uh, yeah, he probably was born there. He probably just went to school somewhere else. Okay, okay. We'll, we'll give you that. I'm not even positive how long he stayed here. But what about the Wright brothers? Huh? Mm. We have, we have, we are accredited with the birthplace of aviation through Ooh. Congress. I guess you get that one. Yeah, we'll, 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 give, you, we'll give you that one. 
doesn't oh, well, I do have to give you guys some crap. Uh, last week when you guys were talking when I wasn't on at the end of the week, you guys were talking about the science place, and uh, it's not COSI. It's actually COSI is how they call it down here. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sir. Sorry miss our pronunciation. Oh, well. yeah, we're just trying to, yeah. you know. Articulate our words incorrectly. Make it. Make it correct. <laughs> it's, and it's not a little on the on the Scioto River down here in Columbus, Ohio, and I'm like maybe 20 minutes away, so it's it's technically in my area. Mm. Yeah. Do you get plus 10 knowledge points? <laughs> Being so close. To plus it? 10 knowledge. Yeah. yeah, and that place in San Francisco <laughs> I was thinking of last week was not the science museum; it was the exploratorium. Man, this show always gets belligerent as shit in, in like the fourth hour. It does. It's like, <laughs> I'll be listening, I'll be going, what the hell is going on right now? This is usually the part where I wake up, <laughs> where I'm now awake. This is when Gunny takes his blue pill, so he's awake as shit. And I'm, we're, I'm all excited we're dead. for it, you know? And Mayo's half asleep. He's like, what the fuck's going yeah, on? Yeah, it's like <laughs> four o'clock in the morning for him right now. It is, it is 12.15. I'm getting up for work in three hours. Yeah. Just wow. God, that makes me want to die. Like, literally makes me want to yeah, die. Yeah, I would. If I was you, Mayo, I would be like, fuck you guys and podcast. For real. <laughs> I'm quitting. You're a trooper, man. Nah. So, I already drank two two cans of bang. I'm good to go. Oh, oh yeah. You're going to bang. Man, two, can, hey, two hey, cans of bang will F you up. Bang dude. is the name of the drink. <laughs> Goody wants <laughs> to bang. <laughs> He's taking his I'm blue gonna pill. open up two cans of bang on your ass <laughs> and a blue pill. Bang of four blue pills later. <laughs> oh, that's a that's Anyways. a concoction. Um, let's see. Brian has another question. He said he listens. He's been listening to the Geek Dig, Mr. Clint Vengeful Jedi, uh, out there playing games like KFC. Is that KFC? That, that dating game? That's the dating game. Hmm. To tell us real life experiences of the shitty games yet since Gib eight seven seven left, nobody plays these games for the community to know the real truth about it. Let me try saying Brian that is probably not really true. Mayo's been playing the Mayo game. Yes, I played My Name is Mayo yeah. last week. And you that's see, a shitty do game. you see Ryan playing the Mayo game? I've never heard Ryan say, I want to play the Mayo game, guys. Well, no, he laughed, so we need somebody to play these the shitty Mayo games. The Mayo did that for us. Brought to you the Mayo game. Think about how different yeah, your life yeah, would Gibbs be. Yeah, Gibbs never played a game with his name in it. He never played the Gib 877 game. Yeah. There's no Gibson game, right? There's no the Canadian game. Now, there probably is a game called that, but he's never played it. You know what? I it. need to get my kid on this show because I bought... My kid's name is Kyle, and I bought him the Kyle Simulator game. Mm. And he just bought a freaking game Friday. I don't know how he bought the game with my... With, with my account. It's your card, Benny. It's your bank it's card. Called your, it's called Who's Your Daddy. Oh. He bought Who's Your Daddy. Oh. I can see him playing it right now. It keeps popping up on my screen. Mm. I keep saying, me. Yeah. Um. No, I mean, I just be real here. Ryan would be the one that would play Tembo the Badass Elephant. That's true. Because I am playing that shit. That's for sure. I, no, I'm not playing it. I'm only playing Radio Commander, guys. That's what I'm wasting my time on. You guys can play Tempo the Badass Elephant. Yeah, Ryan was all defending that game last week in our chat. He's like, guys, Tempo the Badass Elephant is actually a pretty good game. We're like, yeah, Ryan, whatever you say, dude. Okay, Canadian. Oh, fucking K. 
But yeah, we definitely need somebody, somebody to play. Where to play that goose game? <sighs> Fun title goose game. Yeah. Fuck you that and that like goose cool. game. Fuck that goose game. Bitch ass goose. I can't wait for that to come to Game Pass. Um, but yeah, we're all different gamers here. All right, may I play more of those those funky Steam titles? That's what we need you to do. Yeah. I have I have a few of them. Five thousand titles you have. Start playing <laughs> yeah. them all. There's start, a bunch in there. I'm start like, going through the list. Fucking randomly picking one. That I have a fucking hat every week. I'm gonna play That's this what one. Steam needs. Steam needs what Xbox has on their Game Pass. So you can pick a ra- what picks yeah. a random game for random you. Random picker. You today yeah. you're playing this. Woo. Okay. Today you get to play Shower Through Dad Simulator. <laughs> why do we? Why do you own that game? I don't know, but okay. <laughs> no, I don't own that game. It's bullshit, man. <laughs> oh, shit. But Let's I go. do have a friend that owns it, and I share games with him, so I have it from his library. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. We'll go with that now. <laughs> What's Brinky? Did he make like a whole pizza over there? I don't think he's eating pizza over the there. The fuck's he do? Did he make a whole I mean, pizza? He's eating pretzels and crackers earlier. I made pizza and now I'm eating it. It's delicious. Thank you for asking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he looks very official in this pizza. <laughs> 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 like how he walks away, he just walks back at the pizza. Like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> <laughs> it's entertainment. That's what this is, right? You gotta eat, you gotta drink. Mm. Alright, next, next one. Next one from Penpoint Red. He asked, Do you physically feel colder while in snowy areas in video games? Actually, I do. Like, there's games that I play, for example, like uh, Tomb Raider and shit like that. When, like, you're in the snowy, like, top of a mountain. Like, even Red mm-hmm. Dead, when you're, like, in that snowy area Red, Red Dead. Red Redemption was the first one I thought of. I was like, fuck, dude. Like, I feel cold. I feel cold looking at Arthur being cold. What the fuck's going on right now? Why am I so cold? Yeah, I could feel it. I don't it know depends what it how crunchy the snow is. They got crunchy snow technology. Red Dead has some pretty crunchy snow. Yeah. What's, uh, in, in, in Tomb Raider, what is yeah. the dude's name in the beginning of the game? Jonah. Or her... Yeah, so when he's, you know, and he's just all bundled up, and he's just like, Laura! And, like, he falls, like, 5,000 feet down the hill, and he gets up, and he's just like, I'm okay! But, I mean, the guy looks like he's just frozen. Yeah, that like, just makes like me dead, like, frozen, yeah. Like, you take that jacket off, dude, you're dead. You're, you're gonna die. The beginning of Dead Space 3, too. Yeah. It's pretty chilly. So, I, I think I, f- I don't feel like I'm physically colder, but I, I definitely feel their coldness. Like, I feel how cold they are in the game. Hmm. So that's that's the sensation that I get. What about you, Mayo? No, I don't. I just pretty much just play through it, and I'm going, gosh, I wish I could get out of this cold area. It's boring. <sighs> I don't like cold rooms. I don't know why. Like, even in Gears right now, when I do that cold area, I did not like it. That was I'm the best like, area. What are you talking about? I get out of this area. I went somewhere new. With the like, matriarch I don't, I don't like, and all the... I don't like seeing snow. I don't like seeing nice. this evil white stuff. I deal with that enough throughout the happy year. Real life. Do you guys remember that game? Was it It or Thing or whatever? Way back on first gen consoles. But man, it was like taking place. I think it was definitely it was even a movie. But that all that all took place in the snow. 
There was Lost Planet. Yeah, Lost that. Planet. Yeah. Yeah. Super snowy. Snow. Oh yeah. To keep warm, you know, destroy the things to keep warm. Yeah, to get that <laughs> heat energy from the cockroaches. Cockroaches. The cockroaches. Alright. Yeah. Ghost Nico has a question. Oh shit. I don't know if he's asked college football or the NFL. Anybody watched any college, any any Michigan, any Ohio uh, today? people would argue that college they have more passion, but the NFL I prefer NFL. It's like fuck it, I don't even care anymore. I used to watch a lot of college back in the day and I stopped. Now I watch NFL. College is just too complicated. Too many fucking leagues and divisions and fucking bullshit. It's like, god damn. It's hard to follow. Yeah, all the bowls the they had. Bowl. We got the Fiesta Bowl and the, the Salsa and Chips Dip Bowl. The Ford <laughs> yeah. Bowl and the fucking bullshit. Like, too many fucking bowls and too many divisions. It's hard to follow and I don't like that. I like the NFL because it's easy to follow. You know what the One fuck's Super going Bowl. on. One Super Bowl. Yeah. One playoff, motherfucker. Not 50,000. What about you, Mayo? Um, I'm a college football guy. Oh, I'm not an NFL oh, guy at all, oh, but, oh. but I'm in a I'm in a college town, so like you know, yeah, our Ohio State Buckeyes are here, and I'm only about as far as coastline away from it. I'm about 20 minutes away from a uh, a Buckeyes football game. So. Oregon is very like like the Oregon Ducks are pretty good, and everyone's always like fucking. I see lots of fans of the Oregon Ducks around here, but I'm Me like too. I don't really Even watch here in California. much. Fucking ducks. They're pretty big. But I don't really but, care. Yeah. Have you guys been to a game? Out of curiosity. Uh, I have not been to a game. I want to go to a ducks game. I think it'll be fun. I haven't been it, to it one. It is a fun experience. Like, I've, I've been to a couple. And they're fun. I want to go to a Cowboys game. Cause I'm a Cowboys fan. That's what I would like to go. Yeah, one of those 49ers. Guys on that team. This is 49ers, 4-0, baby. Fuck the yeah. 49ers. Ooh, 4-0. Ah, it's like the Patriots. It's like the Patriots day. celebrating their 6-0, but they got the easiest fucking division in the whole NFL. It's like, fuck you, Patriots. Bitch yeah. ass Patriots. They got to beat up on them bad Browns last week. They, and they beat up on that Ohio team, but, you know, I'm not. A, I'm definitely not a Browns fan. No, that's one <laughs> thing. I'm not a Browns or a Bengals fan, so... I, that's probably why I don't like the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't like either one of those teams. They're pretty bad teams. I mean, the Browns, they, you know, yeah, they've had a shitty history. If anybody, I'd go watch the Colts play because they're straight down the highway. It's like <laughs> two and a half hours away, but I have to drive two, two and a half hours to a Cleveland game and I have to drive an hour and a half to a Cincinnati game. So I might as well just drive two and a half hours to an Indianapolis game and watch there a real team. Go. There you go. Yeah. All right. John Jerome, wants to know, shouldn't college football players get paid? People say they get a fritation, but that seems like giving someone in-store credit, then making millions of dollars off them. What do you guys think? I thought they just made a new thing, I, or for California. I'm not 100%, but I thought I read something on California for them to get paid. I kind of, I don't know, that's a tough one. I think that... I think that, NCAA thing, right? I think that they should shouldn't get paid by the school, but if you're able to secure, like, a sponsorship contract, like with Wheaties or whatever the fuck, you know, like, name a brand, and you're able to secure Powerade, you're able to secure, like, you got a sponsorship deal from Powerade, and you're able to secure that on your own because you're a good player or whatever the fuck, then 
let them get paid that money, you know what I mean? Or what about even just let's just say they were paid by the school, but there's a cap. Like a low cap. It doesn't have to be like, all right, only ten million dollars, you know, but just something even just lower enough for to for them to be you know, live good or whatever or yeah. you know, while they're going through school to pay for it. Obviously everything's paid for as far as grants through classes but i don't know just make it comfortable to mm-hmm. you know housing and well yeah, let's be real here ridiculous. as you may think like all oh, basketball like all oh, the, the college players should all get paid blah blah at the same time they kind of do because they get a free education but you gotta also know that not all of them make it professionally a lot of them True. don't make it professional they just no a lot don't. of them don't yeah but no, they no, they get yeah to further their career too so yeah they may not make it professionally like but they got their right education to continue with working their life job yeah they could get a, a decent career or whatever and a lot of them don't um don't play on scholarship either they're just part of the team because they tried out for the team and they fucking got on the team it's not like this team gives scholarships to every single fucking player on the team that's true you know what i mean yeah Think about how many players are on a fucking team of a basketball team or a football team. You think they really give out like 50 fucking scholarships? <laughs> yeah, you know and some I mean? are partial scholarships, some are full, yeah. some I've include housing, some don't. There's a limited amount that they can give, but yeah. I don't know what that limit is. Like, I don't know if that's a Google search or not, but like I've heard them say like each specific school, like Dude, Ohio State, so much. Say, is allowed to give so many scholarships and once they use those up they're used up and they have to decide where they're going to use those scholarships you know that way they're not just throwing out scholarships to everybody you know here you have a scholarship you have a scholarship <laughs> you know they have to kind of limit you know like how yeah. many they can use and I think it's probably to keep it fair per yeah, se yeah because the thing about it like everyone keep a balance. you know a if like for example say like Oregon Ducks they're a pretty popular school right if they had unlimited scholarships, they could just go to all the players and be like, hey, all of you, come to our school. We got unlimited fucking scholarships. You know what I mean? We just give everyone free fucking rides to school, free college, play for us. You know, and people would fucking be like, okay, like, there has to be some kind of competition there. And I think that, yeah, got to think about all that shit, man. Yeah, on the on the side, side note, like he, uh, John Drome says, you know, the... These schools are making tons of money. Oh, they are. Oh, I know, especially like again, Ohio State, where I'm at. That's like a big like. They seem to be top ten team in college football rankings, the most part, consistently. I don't want to say every year, but they're they're up there. You know, they are continually to always be in the running. It seems like, but how much money the university is getting. Off the performance of these kids that are the, the product that they're putting on the field, Ohio State's getting the money. And I, when I've been to a game, that stuff is expensive. That food that you pay for there is really expensive. Like you're talking, you know, a pizza is like ten dollars for a slice of pizza, you know, kind of thing. So they have all this money coming in of food and drinks that you're buying while you're watching the game. You know, they're 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 getting money from there, and then you have money for for commercials. You're getting money for um, 
um, their actual parking, not that where I'm at, it's a huge area and you're parking in parking lots that charge you. I remember the first time I went, I went to a station and they, it, was, it was probably five blocks from the stadium and they were charging $50 to park your car and they would box your car in. Like you can even pull your car out. That, and that's the reason I left actually because I, I didn't stay at that one because they would literally like box your car in. You couldn't mm-hmm. even get out when you were going to leave because they would park another car right behind you. They would shoehorn as many cars as they could in that little yeah. little gas station lot because they just shut the gas station down and they're like, we're just going to make our money this way. You know, I ended up parking at a school where I had a designated parking spot and the money actually went to the uh, elementary school. But, you know, just the money that's transferred around that area and just the clothing, you know, you'll see jerseys of specific players that won't have their names on it, but it's going to have their numbers on it, you know all that stuff and those players don't get any of that money and these these colleges are making a lot of money off of that yeah like I think it's a where do Cal Bears play is it Berkeley or Stanford or one of the two like yeah there's a lot of money going on over there <clears throat> yeah so it's a limit on how many scholarships a school can give it says here that a division one school can give 85 scholarships per year Per team. Per team. Okay. Yeah. So, like, football team. Is that for football or? Well, like it says per, per, per team, team, like basketball and everything else. They say that most of their athletes, though, are made up of walk-ons, and those do not get any scholarship offers. So, so they really are, have to prove themselves, yeah. Those are students paying for college that just want to be part of the team that try for it and get accepted. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's fucking nuts. Yeah. Anyways. All right, guys. I think that's all we might have for questions mm, yeah. this year. Anything else on Discord? Um, oh, here we go. No native lives Two. matters. Wants to know why we don't stream the podcast. Um, it's a lot of work, man, to stream. It really is. It, it. I don't think it'll work as easy as you think it might. So that's what you're not going to want to sit and look at us all night. We're kind of boring to watch, I think. <clears throat> the only benefit you have to that is you can chat with us live. But like I said, we can do a show live on Podbean. And you can chat with us there. So I don't know how that works. Yeah. I mean, it'd be, it'd be, we could do it on Twitch or whatever too, but I don't know. It just, I don't myself watch podcasts live. Um, I like right. to one to go. And, and I know Nipron says we can record it and upload it to YouTube, which we do. We have a channel that it is uploaded. There is just the audio version of it each week, right? Doesn't Podbean do that for us automatically? Because yeah, I see it pop up. Yeah, on my it's it's uploaded to YouTube every week, so our audio is at least. I know we yeah. tried that in the past because people requested it, but then nobody would ever watch. Yeah, that's the problem, stream. too. Like People request that we do live streaming, and it takes a lot of work to get it set up. A lot. It pretty much like kind of almost, I wouldn't say double what we do to get set up, but it kind of almost does. It takes an hour, at least. And then, like, two people show up. <laughs> or 10 or 12 or 15 or 20. And then it fluctuates. And yeah, and then it goes up and down. But for the most part, it'll be like the same three people every week. And then we too, we run into like we've been we've been playing around with different audio 
yeah. sources. You know, we've been using Skype. We've been using this. We've been using that. So, like, what would the audio quality be, you know, or, right. or what, you know, if people were getting up, say, occasionally, sometimes somebody has to step away during yeah. the, during the show or something like that. You're going to see people walking in and out. You're going to see Brink over there eating pizza, you know, like. Yeah. Eating chips and crap. Like, like guys, we do we do a fucking five hour podcast. And we have to stand up and walk around every once in a while. Yeah. I, mean, I think we all do it. We gotta just get up and walk around. <laughs> Fuck, it, it has to happen. And he's going to taking his pills in between and. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, you you guys may wonder like fuck this podcast. Do you think we just sit here for four hours? Fuck that hurts, man. Like your ass hurts, your leg hurts, your back hurts. You gotta stand Dying up and over walk here. around. Yeah, gotta walk around <laughs> a little bit. Fuck, yeah, I can't believe we do sure. a four hour show every week now, dude. This is crazy. We need to we need to limit it to two hours, guys. We're limit two hours, we can't fit the all now. the good stuff that we talk about. We're limiting the show to two hours. We're cutting off all the news, and we're not even going to do any news anymore. No community questions. Everyone gets that would not be the HGP way. No questions anymore. We're cutting that out, and we're going to cut off the news, and we're going to just talk for two minutes about what we played, and then go into like ten minutes of news and do a two-hour show, and we'll be good. What? Oh no, that is not that's a, that is not how we. What do you roll. say, Brink? Do you think we should limit HCP to two hours a week? Nah, because you know, <laughs> some people like that crazy belligerent nonsense at the end, in the back <laughs> half of the show. <laughs> like it, it starts off strong and then it goes like oh, yeah. slowly yeah. a decline. You can yeah, it just trails. I mean, I'll list, like I'll be at work and I'm driving my truck and I'll play it, and I sometimes I kind of like that. It, I don't have to worry about switching different podcast for making a playlist because HGP just lasts the whole damn time. It like literally never ends. So I have a, I have you a know, fan takes out that like worry. A good way. It goes like three hours between break and lunch. My first break in the morning and my lunch. And that's always perfect podcast time. I, I'll, I'll replay our show because it like covers that first break <laughs> all the way to lunch. And yeah. You know, hey, so if you want it shorter, you, just you, stop you, after you, two hours. Yeah, and people and, are like, how can you listen to your own show? And I'm just like, yeah, it's something to listen to. It's background noise. I was I was listening to the... I hate hearing my own voice. voice. I can't do that, man. Yeah, I'm the same. like a freaking idiot. I hate it. Yeah, I was listening to Penpoint and uh, Alan Davey, who was talking about, like, you didn't listen to last week's show. Uh, Penpoint, you were cracking <laughs> me the hell up, man. I was slapping so hard. He made and fun Alan of... Alan just like, holy shit, man, <laughs> I can't listen to five hours of He made shit. fun of yeah. Alan maybe because Alan maybe was giving us shout. He's like, shout out to HGP. Those guys are pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. And the doctor's like, He's all fucking cracking up. Like, you obviously haven't listened to their show this week, all this shit talking they did at the end. (laughs) And and Alan's like, what the fuck? What can I possibly do in four hours, you know? Go for a run, Alan. That's what you do. Yeah, Alan, go run for four hours. Walk dog across the state of Missouri. Yeah, motherfucker, you. Go do something for four hours. Tell me you don't work for four hours, Alan. Come on. You got it. I'm pretty sure you work at least four hours. At least four hours a day. What just, do you do all day? Yeah, you put fucking just, like, earbuds and FIFA all day. Yeah, fucking try to get better at FIFA and listen to our podcast while you're doing it. I don't know. <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> Anyways, this show will help you. People, go to Stitcher. dot com. Sign up for premium. 
You could do it on your mobile browser, on a desktop browser. You can't do it in the app. You cannot use a promo code in the app. It'll only charge your credit card or your fucking thing on file. But if you go to your mobile browser or your desktop, you can go to Stitcher, log in, sign up for premium. Use promo code Horrible Gamers. That's Horrible Gamers. No space in between. Just Horrible Gamers. And it'll give you a month for free when you sign up for Stitcher Premium. Also, Redbubble, redbubble.com. In the search bar, type Horrible Gamers Podcast and buy a t-shirt or an acrylic block. Or a clock. Or a big, yeah, a clock. A nice clock. Big clock. Wear it around your neck. Bring bring that fad back. That would be nice. I want someone to make a clock chain. And, wear and just it. have HDP on it walk around town. We'll and pay an you. HDP shirt. Oh, I ain't paying you, but Gunny's going to pay you because he's legally bound to pay you I'll now. give you my HDP hat. <laughs> oh, shit. He has an HDP hat. Okay, he'll give you a hat, he says. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> you can find me on Steam, being the radio commander, as Jesus Walks a Lot. You can find me on Xbox Live, Jesus Walks a Lot. You can find me on the Apex on Origin, as Jesus Walks a Lot. You can find me on Uplay, Breakpointing the Breakpoints, as Jesus Walks a Lot. You can find me on Blizzard, as... What's my thing on Blizzard again? Jesus. I stand with Hong Kong. I don't follow... No, no Blizzard. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah, what is this? Oh, we're anti-China okay. anti now, okay? Fuck China. Don't find me on Blizzard. Fuck you, Blizzard, you assholes. And fuck you, Riot Games, <laughs> trying to censor us. Riot, you You'll never him. censor HGP. Freedom of speech, motherfucker. Yeah, America. Fuck yeah. Horrible Gamers Podcast is brought to you by the United States of America. We are therefore under it's a revolution. We are under the Constitution of the United States of America and we have protections to our speech. We got freedom of it, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that right, Mel? We got freedom of speech around here, don't we? That's right. America, motherfucker. Say what we want, do what we want. <clears throat> Pull out yeah. your guns and shoot them in the air. Thank you exercise that last week at the end of the show. I exercise my freedom of speech quite a bit on this podcast, if you guys don't notice. <laughs> don't get all political on me. <laughs> what I want people to do is go over to the Steam. Mm. Go on, I don't know, wherever you go. Origin, Xbox, mm. okay. all that stuff. Steam. Not, me, not Blizzard. Gunny Chief. Now, now listen, when it's time... When it's time for Stadia, and it's time to can you sign up now, or can you? Do you have to wait until they say it's time to sign up? What do you mean? Oh no, I still oh, I still haven't got an email to sign. I'm a fucking founder, bro, and I haven't even got an email to sign up yet. What the? Fuck? I know that's the thing. I I'm sure you're going to use your Google account, which mine is my name. Yeah, that's a stupid name. I don't want to use my real name. I don't want to use mine either. It's dumb. It's long. <laughs> has a lot of letters in it. Um, no, they'll let you make a gamer tag for sure. Maybe they better let me. But here's the thing, Brink. If you take Gunny Chief, I fucking hate you. You well. better wait for me to add Gunny Chief oh, on my state so I can say, find me on Stadia. Well, and take it, but, and then I'll sell it to you for an old crusty hat. I, oh, see? <laughs> <laughs> What's the crusty hat? <laughs> Go to my Twitter account, guys, Gunny oh, Chief. Yeah. I'm, on the, I'm on the Twitters. Where do we find the Mayo One? Twitter. 
I don't know if I can say this as well as Jesus said it last week. He he did a pretty good job covering me last week. <laughs> did he, he had some peace. Did you like <laughs> my voice? I yeah, you see, you, did, you didn't think I was going to listen to the end of the show, but no. <laughs> you listened to all five hours, four hours, whatever it was? All five hours. Uh, I can, I'm driving my car home, and I'm going, I hear, uh, I'm Mayo. Uh, 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 mayo. I'm like, oh, I see how it is. <laughs> They did you dirty. They, they might have. It's okay. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I can owe Jesus eventually here. I'll, I'll come up with some way. I'll, I'll give him some time and like kind of, kind of fester in me for a little while. <laughs> Just kill him in Apex if you can. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stream oh snipe up Apex one of these days. I'm gonna, him. That's he's, what you he's, do. he's gonna be streaming. He's gonna be streaming one of these nights, and he's gonna be like, you know, we're gonna be queuing up at the exact same time, and <laughs> I'm just gonna abandon my team and go hunt. Jesus walks a lot down. <laughs> yeah. It'd be like me and Brink hunting that one dude down today. <laughs> the guy was like a fucking ninja, dude. He disappeared on us. Like, what the I'm fuck? Gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna use nothing but uh, Bloodhound. I'm just gonna track you. <laughs> oh shit! Fucking Bloodhound's gonna track my footsteps. But uh, but anyhow, yeah, you can just gonna find me as the Mayo one pretty much on almost all platforms, and this is the Mayo one Discord. So I'll keep it short and sweet. Mayonnaise. Since I seemed to do it so slow last time. Mayonnaise. Last week I was a yeah, little like all fucking fifteen launchers. <laughs> <laughs> Brink, where the fuck can we find you, Jesus? Uh, Brink of Eternity on basically everything. So I try and use that everywhere. So that's yeah. pretty much it. Yeah. It actually worked out for you pretty good. You got it on Steam. Got it on yeah. Martian. I was surprised when I switched over to that and it was available on everything. So that's pretty cool. I, I try to change my name on PlayStation to Jesus Walks Law, like normal spelling, and they still don't let me. <laughs> like, fuck you. Oh, because yeah. it's, it's like a hate expensive. speech. <laughs> <laughs> They're the Blizzard. Hate speech. So the Blizzard of consoles is PlayStation. <laughs> Fuck you, PlayStation, you motherfuckers censoring my name. You sons of bitches. Fuck you, PlayStation. Okay, yo. Anyways. Go to the Epic account, change it to Liberate Honka. Okay, never mind. Oh, I should change my gamer tag on PlayStation to Liberate Hong Kong. <gasps> it's Pro- yes, it's probably, probably taken either taken now. or it's offensive and you can't use it. <laughs> can't, can't use Hong Kong on the Blizzard launcher for your name. <laughs> Anyways. Enough, enough, Jesus. What does yeah. Gidget say? Liberate Hong Kong. Peace yeah. out, Brussels sprouts. We'll catch you on the next week's edition of the Horrible Gamers Podcast. Goodbye. Good night. Good morning. Enjoy your commute, folks. Don't. It's not good morning. It's daytime. Yeah. The sun's out. Enjoy that outside. Bye. Bye. Bye, Brink. Bye. 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 Bye, Mayo. Bye, Gunny. Bye, Jesus. Bye. Bye, Mayo One. This is Mayo. Bye, guys. (laughs) (laughs) I am still here to see. Bye, Mayo. Bye. I'm, I'm trying to get him to say bye. He doesn't say. Come on, man. Bye, Mayo. He's saying bye with his eyes. Okay. Bye, Jesus. <laughs> bye.